anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN, 106.1 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to Countdown to the Original, live from Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair at 515 Harrison Avenue on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans, and at nashfm1061.com. The Countdown Show is also heard on Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Countdown to the Original is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best scoreboard. The Countdown Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. Countdown to the Original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive locations throughout the New Orleans area, by Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Porterview Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner. Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Pull Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, Katie's in Mid-City, and by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie. There's Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill in Gretna. Now let's head live to Francesca's by Katie's Deli Pizzeria for Countdown to the Original. Here are your hosts, Les East and Jude Young of Cumulus Radio New Orleans and CrescentCitySports.com. Good evening and welcome to Countdown to Ken Trahan's original prep football report. I'm Les East and I'm joined by Jude Young and we are at Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. It's week four of the high school football season and it's also St. Martin's Episcopal night and we have a lot of St. Martin's people here a lot of red shirts red caps all kinds of good stuff and uh, But we have room for some more so come on out and join us if you're a part of the St. Martin's family or if you're somebody who just wants good food stop on by at Francesca by Katie's and uh, we are joined by Kevin Dizer, the head coach of St. Martin's and you know coach we scheduled this night before the season because we knew you would be off on Friday uh-huh. because you were scheduled to play on Thursday. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, y'all did not play last night. Why don't you explain to the folks why that happened? Yeah, so um, unfortunately we weren't able to play last night. We, uh, we, we had a cancellation. And, um, you know, everybody at this point has kind of seen the press release. There was a, a threat that I can't go into. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, that's just a, a legal matter, and uh, we can't speak on it. 
But what I do want everybody to understand, I don't want St. Martin's or Abramson said in a negative light. This has got nothing to do with Abramson's program, the school, anything of that nature. It could have been any school. And if that mm -hmm. type of threat were there, the same thing would have happened. And for St. Martin's, I don't want anybody thinking, you know, we're, we're dodging somebody. They don't want to play in a certain spot or area. None of that has anything to do with it. I've got nothing but respect for Abramson, uh, Coach Heath and his program, and uh, the, real, the real losers in this situation are the kids. That's what it's about. It's not, you know, our kids lost the game, Abramson's kids lost the game, and so um, it's an unfortunate situation for the kids, you know, and mm -hmm. they, they work all summer for an opportunity to play, and so, uh, you know, it's a loss for our kids and there. So I don't want anybody thinking anything negative on either side in any way on the spectrum uh, of it. Well, co Coach, and, as well as your team has been playing, obviously you like to keep playing yeah, every week. 3-0 start and some dominating victories. A lot of momentum built up early in the season. I don't think this unexpected week off is going to take away from that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, I, I think in every situation you just have to take the good out of it regardless of um, – what it is you know this is an unfortunate situation but i talked to my staff as soon as we knew what was going to happen and hey we can't make a, a bad situation worse so we've got to make sure we end the week on a good note we might need to change some stuff up in practice pick the kids spirits back up do some stuff that we normally wouldn't do and uh take the opportunity to get healthy heal up and uh just be ready to go next week so and it in every situation in life, you know, when bad things happen, there's always something good that you, you got to try to take from it for sure. And so this essentially you got an open date uh -huh. early in the season. Yes. Not not scheduled, but nonetheless it's yeah, that, the that, same thing. That's essentially what it was. And uh, thankfully, you know, it wasn't a forfeit or anything like that. It just goes down as a canceled game just like an open date, like you're saying. And, uh, look, the reality is in 1A football, I'm really a fan of – playing nine you know we've got an overall roster of 35 guys that play in two ways and then i'm making them play jv right now and everything else so um it, you know like i told our guys i'm not going to give you an option of what to think about this it is what it is it's a blessing in disguise let's take advantage of it and move on and on top of that, you're not thinking about just playing nine. This is a team that went to the semifinals Absolutely. last year. You've got a roster built for another yeah. deep run. So you're going to have to make it deep into November yeah. and hopefully December with those light numbers. That's yeah. just part of Class 1A life. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Uh, fortunately and unfortunately for me, I've got experience with Riverside of mm -hmm. playing at this level and, and coaching a team at this level with, with low numbers. And uh, it's a lot of trial and error that goes with that. And uh, luckily for me, I've got experience doing it. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of guys that have stepped up. One of the biggest things when I took over is, you know, we've got to put kids that are really kind of JV kids or borderline kids. Are they ready for Friday night? We've got to get those kids in there. But we've got to put them in situations where, you know, if a, if a kid misses a block, it ain't going to cost us the game, you know. Um, and you don't really want to put that kid in that situation for us as coaches or that kid either. So we're doing a good job of putting guys in in situations where they can manage it. And, uh, you know, last year I think we were probably playing, honestly, 15, 16 guys a night. Right now we're probably playing, shoot, 24, 25 guys, you know, and uh, we're playing guys two ways. But we're able to get them out of the football game and put some other guys in there and help get them that experience. So I definitely think we're building this thing the right way, and I definitely think we're building it to make a run. And no doubt you still got to have luck on your side. 
uh, with injuries. You can't control it all. But I definitely think we're doing it the right way to, to build ourselves for November and December. Now, let's talk about some of your guys. And yeah. the, the way I'm going to approach this is we are going to have a lot of time to talk about Mr. Berry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. He's, he's one of the most ballyhooed players in yeah. the state, and rightfully yeah. so. But before we get to him, tell us about some of the other guys who maybe don't get the attention Absolutely. they I, deserve. I, I'm so glad you, you, you're presenting it this way. And um, I don't want this to be a negative to Harlem at all. Harlem's unbelievable. I think we all know that. But we've got a lot of other really good football players on our team, and they just kind of get overshadowed by that. And the type of kid that Harlem is, he would want nothing more than for those guys to be talked about. And um, I think offensively we are explosive and obviously a lot of that's got to do with mr berry but our offensive line is very experienced uh you know we rotate a lot of different guys in there but i think we've got about four seniors in that group uh that's rotating on that offensive line and they're doing a really good job like yeah harlem's doing what he does but man we've got a lot of holes and we see when you when you when you got a kid like Harlem, you're going to see every front under the sun and our guys are adjusting and and uh blocking against all these different type of fronts and they're picking it up on the fly and they're doing an awesome job and that's led by uh the seniors would be dominic hogan manny bergeron dylan Raines, and then tyler eastlatt and uh those guys are doing a tremendous job up front and then the guy that has really made this whole thing go is our quarterback ashton oliver and uh you talk about a dynamic player he can run it he can throw it uh very cerebral very smart guy and what he's done is so impressive because new head coach new offense new system and it's his first year starting the the majority of it's been more difficult for him and uh we run a type of offense where there's so many different reads and checks and i put so much on the quarterback and uh he's just picked that stuff up and ran in stride and you would think he and i have been working together for years and uh we're just talking about a few short months so i i could not be more impressed with ashton oliver and as soon as teams want to just try to take all him away take all him away well, here goes Ashton pulling that ball out, going the other way. And so, uh, and again, I had some experience with the duo like that with Gage Lavadane and Elijah Davis at Riverside. So uh, a lot of the stuff we're doing is stuff that I took from there. And, uh, man, it's just been fun working with those guys offensively. So uh, those are definitely some different guys to shout out. And then one guy that is honestly just a huge weapon for us, and I can't wait for his name to continue to pick up, is uh, a kicker, Cooper Helmke. He handles, uh, we, don't, we, we haven't had to punt it a whole lot this year, but he does handle our punting duties. And then uh, he's our kickoff guy and uh, a field goal guy, I think. He's about 80, 85% on touchbacks this year, which is incredible. Um, and then field goals, he's 100% on PATs, and I think his longest of the year uh, field goal attempt is probably 45 yards. He's a guy that's got a college leg, and he's only getting better, and he's been an absolute weapon for us story on Helmke, we, we, we do this little surprise on side deal, and we pulled it out against Riverdale last week. And every day in practice, you know, we're in a huddle on kickoff, and it's Coop, don't break that huddle until we get the whistle. Every day, every kickoff. So we call surprise on side, perfect surprise on side. We recover it. Everything's great. He didn't wait on the ready for play whistle, right? So I'm living, and I'm letting him have it. So they back us up five. So we're kicking from the 35 now. And I'm giving him the business. He probably can't even hear me. He's out there on the 50. I'm on the sideline. 
and they back us up to the 35. He puts that thing eight yards deep into the end zone. And I'm like, yeah, you better have done that because it wasn't going to be pretty on your way back to the sideline. But Cooper's been an absolute weapon for us, too. And uh, he's able to flip the field for us in all phases of the game. So uh, we definitely got a lot of other guys that have been making plays and doing a lot of good things. Yep. And obviously thoughts on your defense. It, to be able to make a run in the postseason yeah. again this year, you got to be a team that's good in all three yeah. phases. And so far this year, your defense has also performed Yeah, well. so defensively, we knew that was going to be a challenge coming into the year. Um, in 1A football, linebackers are hard to find. And really, really in football, period, that, that guy's so valuable. Just a true linebacker that can play inside, outside, make you calls, your reads, and all of that. And we had two really good two really good players there last year, and Tim Roberts and Grant Jindusa. And with losing them, uh, we knew we were going to take a hit defensively. And, uh, you know, our defensive line is experienced. Secondary is young. And we were just going to have to find guys to play that linebacker spot. So we took the mindset coming in this year defensively. We're not going to be we're a 4-2-5 team, we're a 3-3-5 team, whatever it may be. We're going to do whatever fits these kids, and we're going to keep on searching and digging and find what works best. And um, we've been able to do that. The last two weeks, Pope John Paul scored 17 on us in the first half, wing T team, scrambling, digging, searching for what works best, uh, and we go on to win that game 42-17, so we're able to shut them out the second half. And they still move the ball. We just found a way to make plays and get off the field. Uh, against Riverdale last week, 31 points. <laughs> uh, no, excuse me, they had 21 points uh, in that first half. We were up 31-21, and they were moving the ball up and down the field on us, and we were able to make the adjustments that we needed to make. And uh, we actually shut them out the second half, too. They did return a kickoff uh, for a touchdown to get 28. But we're just fighting on defense. Uh, we're, we're not great there. We're not elite but we're just fighting, and we'll just find a way. We're scratching and clawing, and our coaching staff, they're doing such a great job because I'm all over them on that defensive side of the ball, and nobody has an ego. Nobody feels like they know the best thing. They're just trusting my lead, and we just continue to search and find and fight and scratch and claw, and uh, we've, we've, we've been able to do what we need to do defensively. And um, look, when you got a team that can score the way we can score at times, you don't have to shut people out. You just have to find a way to get stops and get off the field. Okay. He is uh, Kevin Dizer. He is the head coach at St. Martin's Episcopal. It is St. Martin's night here at Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. So come out and join us. We're going to take our first break. But when we come back, we'll get the statewide weather report from Hank Allen of WGNO ABC 26. And then we're going to go around the state and start getting previews from all the biggest games around the state as we count down to Ken Trahan's original prep football report. Stick with us. The smarter way to clean your floors, it's time to make the swap. Swiffer Power Mop. Introducing the new Swiffer Power Mop, the all-in-one tool that gives you a mop and bucket clean in half the time. The solution's built right in, so no heavy bucket. And the pad has hundreds of scrubbing strips to get deep into grout. Don't mop harder, mop smarter. Swift for power mop, Swift for power mop. Find the brands, inspiration, and great value you need to own your style at Macy's VIP sale. Going on now. Use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 30% off fall trends and updates. 
plus 15% off go to beauty, skincare, and fragrances. Plus shop specials and find great deals on top brands at Macy's VIP sale. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Foxalon or Moxidectin and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's rolled chicken tacos are full of shredded, marinated, all-white meat chicken. Choose from three dipping sauces, spicy ranch, nacho cheese sauce, and house-made guacamole. Order on the Taco Bell app. Get one dip per two-pack, two dips per four-pack at participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only, while supplies last. Heading for the game? Need to dress right? Ready for some game previews? Time to get you ready for the evening with more of Countdown to the Original. Here's your statewide weather forecast with meteorologist Hank Allen of WGNO ABC 26. Hey everybody, good to be with you on another week of high school football. More late summer weather out there across the state. It's going to be a warm one out there this evening. Rain chances pretty hit or miss. I do expect a few showers and storms, especially up along the I-20 corridor near Monroe as you go through the evening time frame. And then that system sort of fading apart as it moves to the south. So watch out for some spotty showers anywhere from really Alexandria down to Baton Rouge and Lafayette, sort of the central part of the state here. These will be very hit or miss, though, and won't last necessarily the whole game. But there'll be a few of those out there. Overall, those rain chances in those spots probably at about 30 to 40%. Warm one to start the game in the mid-80s across the state. will drop into the low 80s for just about everybody. Unless you get some of that rain, that will drop you into the upper 70s for a little bit. Otherwise, warm and fairly muggy conditions out there for the southern half of the state, a little bit drier as you get to the north. But in general, certainly a warm evening once again for those games. Hope you have a great evening and a great weekend. I'm WGNO Chief Meteorologist Hank Allen for the original. Thank you, Hank. And we are going to start going around the state for previews, and we're going to start off with one of the marquee matchups of the night. Catholic of Baton Rouge is at St. Thomas More, and Danny Broussard has the preview. Danny. Hey, Les, how are you, man? Yeah, listen, uh, talking about the weather, man, I just heard the report. We got some ominous clouds here coming in in Lafayette, so it's going to be a little touch and go here. We'll, we'll see what happens. But, man, looking forward to a great game tonight. You know, there's a great tradition between Catholic and, uh, and St. Thomas More. Uh, the overall record uh, is Catholic has six wins against uh, St. Thomas More's five. So, played each other 11 times, uh, a lot of close games. Uh, in in uh, Last year, in 2022, uh, Catholic took, had the better edge, 49-28. to in 2020, uh, it was uh, St. Thomas More with a 39-30 victory. 2019, it was a barn burner, 52-50 Catholic. And in 2018, it was 52-43 Catholic. So some really high-scoring games. Expect the same tonight. Uh, good news for St. Thomas More and bad news for Catholic. Hutch Swilly, our running back, who has been out for two games, uh, leading rusher last year, uh, is back along with the backup, Gabe Mossick. 
So we played the last two games without our best two running backs, and now they're back tonight. So that'll be good news for the Cougars who come in uh, uh, with an unblemished record tonight. And uh, it's looking forward to a great, great matchup. I'll be giving you some more details as the night goes on. Thank you, Danny. Next up, North Lake Christian is at Hannon, and Nick Chetta has the preview. Nick. Hey, guys. Everything's good? Well, we're very excited about the opportunity to play Archbishop Hannon today. It's their homecoming game, so the excitement's there. Uh, I know they're having a slow start, but they're a very good team, and uh, we're looking for the competition and tonight to play a school this, uh, this good and uh, with the history of themselves. Uh, we're trying to keep our undefeated streak going, and it's going to be a tough game, uh, but you know we're very excited, like I said, about the opportunity, and we're going to try to make the most of it tonight. Thank you, Nick. Next up, Glenn Brook is at Haynesville, and Dwayne Woodard has a preview. Dwayne. Hey, guys. This is uh, the third uh, meeting of this series. This is one of those rare uh, instances where uh, Haynesville is actually 0-2 in a series. Um, first year, um, they snuck, uh, snuck out a one-point win. Uh, last year, it was all Glenbrook from the get-go. Uh, the key tonight is for, for the tours is to shut down number one, Chase Centel. If they can slow down Chase Centel, uh, he is the guy that makes the Apaches go, uh, and put pressure on, uh, number nine, uh, Easton Sanders all night long. Uh, Hainesville will counter with, a, a basically a three-headed beast in the backfield. You got, uh, Alonzo Jr., Jackson Jr.'s got, 29 carries for 244 yards, averaging 88, 81 yards a game and over eight yards a carry. And then you got number 22, Byrus Burns, who's averaging uh, 89 yards a game and seven yards a carry. And then you got uh, Donnie Critt, a youngster, who is averaging uh, 93 yards a game and nine yards a carry. Uh, it's because of the, you know, Hazel's not going to throw the ball much. Glenbrook will. So that's where we stand tonight. And if it comes down to special teams, Hainsville really has a good kicker with young Eli Bray, who's just a sophomore. Thank you, Dwayne. Lafayette Christian is at Ruston, and Jay Miller has a preview. Jay. Yeah, we're at L.J. Hawk Garrett Stadium here in Ruston, Louisiana. The Knights rolled up in the charter buses at about 3.30, and it was a light drizzle. It's drizzled till about six o'clock and now it looks like we have clear skies according to the radar it should be clear the rest of the night it's going to be your three and oh lca nights coming in being hosted by the rustin bearcats of course rustin bearcats with a forfeit win it gives them both teams come in with an unblemished record at three and oh rustin and lca have only played one time in the past that was last year at home at night field rustin down 14 nothing in the first half, came back with a scorching 28-point unanswered points and ended up winning that game at Knight Field, a score of Bearcats 35, LCA 20. And so the Knights are trying to come up here to Ruston and maybe steal that visiting win like the Bearcats stole from LCA last year. Of course, you got sensation, Juwan Johnson, playing at a whole nother level than he did last year. So we expect a great ball game here. Stadium starting to fill out. Band is in place. And there's a lot of energy in the air for LCA Bearcats. Thank you. 
All right, thank you, Jay. And Jesuit and John Curtis are getting ready to face off at the Shrine on Airline, and Bob Utzler has a preview. Bob. Good evening, Jesuit and Curtis. Well, that's always a good game. Jesuit this year is 1-2 and two with a win over Slidell and losses to Rustin and Lafayette Christian. Curtis is undefeated, wins against Central Lafouche and Santa Lucius out of Florida. Patriots were able to play a lot of young players, so they got a lot of experience. Now, they missed out on one game from a team from north of Baton Rouge after a misunderstanding. Jesuit coach Manali looks forward to the quarterback starter, Bo Perez, 6'5", 215 pounds. But from there, Jesuit is a very young team, two sophomores at wide receivers. Now, at running back, they have two seniors. The defense is all new on the line. For Curtis, a lot of experience from last year's state champion team. Quarterback Dagan Bruno is back. Marlon Pout is back. Michael Turner is back. Jason Gabriel, Bryce Godfrey, and Zachary Drake and Logan Barnes. Now, there's a lot more players on the team, and they're all back, and they're ready to play. So back to you in the original. Thank you, Bob. Next up is a really good matchup between De La Salle and St. Charles Catholic, which will be streamed live at Crescent City Sports. And Lenny Van Gilder has the preview. Lenny. Russ, good evening from Laplace, where we should have a good one tonight. De La Salle and St. Charles Catholic meeting for the seventh consecutive year. Uh, you know, they were district rivals once upon a time, but they've continued to play now that they're not in, not in the same classification even. And, uh, in fact, in the last six years, these two schools have split those six meetings. Perennial contenders you know, to reach that second week of December and play for a state championship game. Thus far in 2023, St. Charles Catholic, the number one ranked team in the 2A Crescent City Sports Top 10. They are 3-0. and De La Salle is 1-2 with a couple of losses the last two weeks to Holy Cross and St. Paul's. We'll see what uh, tonight holds. From Laplace, uh, Jonah Keller is going to join me tonight. We will have the broadcast on CrescentCitySports.com coming your way about 6.50 with kickoff at 7. I'm Lenny Van Gilbert for the original. Thank you, Lenny. And Brother Martin is at Washita, and Mark Wisniewski has a preview. Mark. Hey, guys. Uh, up here in Washita, in uh, Monroe, Louisiana, we got the Crusaders, two and one Crusaders taking on the Washita Lions, one, two. Uh, both of these teams are coming off of uh, tough losses uh, last week, uh, and and they're looking to rebound. Uh, one of the things, Washtel's a solid group. They've played some tough teams. Uh, uh, Nick Nelson is, is leading uh, their wide receiver group, averaging 18 yards a catch. And uh, Keon Bell is a young man averaging 92 yards per game in rushing. Uh, Brother One's defense is going to have to step up to, to combat that. Uh, the, you got Zat and, and Fields looking like they're going to be going at quarterback. So uh, it's going to be an interesting night with, with both teams looking to rebound from a, a rough week last week. Thank you, Mark. Next up, Kentwood is at Walker, and Joey Sanchez has the preview. Can, I'm Joey. Hey, good evening, guys. Appreciate y'all having us tonight. Uh, big matchup here. You know, rematch from last year. Uh, Walker went in undefeated last year, and I think took the Kangaroos uh, way too lightly, and they defeated us this year. I don't think they're going to overlook them. A big game for us, uh, getting ready for district. Kentwood's a, always a perennial tough uh, 1A team, and they're going to pose a problem for us tonight with their speed and athleticism. 
strength of the walkers is going to be our defense. We return eight starters on defense, and that's been carrying us the first two weeks, and we look forward to them to keep it going, uh, keep us going this week and get us uh, hopefully another W at home before we hit home coming next week. So looking forward to a great matchup here in Walker. It's a beautiful night and a great night for Friday night football. Thank you, Joey. And we are going to go ahead and take another break. But a reminder that it is St. Martin's Episcopal Night here at Francesca's by Katie, 515 Harrison Avenue. Come on out and join us. We're counting down to Ken Trahan's original prep football report at the top of the hour. And when we come back on the other side of this break, we'll have more previews from around the state. So stick with us. Hello, this is Tim Duncan, Vice President of Athletics and Recreation at the University of New Orleans. Did you know last season your privateers won multiple championships, volunteered thousands of hours serving our community, had multiple all-academic recipients, and broke numerous school records? I'm inviting you to get more involved with the only university that truly represents New Orleans all day, every day. To learn more about NOLA's team, go to unoprivateers.com today. And I look forward to seeing you out at the lakefront. There's no doubt about it, fear and frustration are at an all-time high. People are worried. People are saying, what's coming around the next corner? Some people are so frustrated, I just want to get away from everything. Well, King David felt the same way. Psalm 55, he said, oh, if I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and then I would be safe. Well, unfortunately, we don't have wings right now. And so how do we survive? Number one, we must be intentional with God's Word. The Word of God has withstood the test of time. In God's Word, we hear words of life, strength, direction, and encouragement. At LifeGate, the priority is the Word. Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, we will be in the Word. Join us at 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. You can check us out on Facebook at LifeGate Church Ministries. In the meantime, at the end of that chapter, David said it this way, So cast your burden on the Lord, and He will sustain you. Well, that ought to hold us until we all have wings to fly away. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's rolled chicken tacos are full of shredded, marinated, all-white meat chicken. Choose from three dipping sauces, spicy ranch, nacho cheese sauce, and house-made guacamole. Order on the Taco Bell app. Get one dip per two-pack, two dips per four-pack at participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only, while supplies last. We're counting down to the original on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston Monroe and at CrescentCitySports.com. Now back to Les East and Jude Young at Francesca's by Katie's in Lakeview. And welcome back to Countdown to the Original and we're going to resume our game previews now. First up, Manny has made the long trip down to Uptown New Orleans to take on Newman and Pierce Huff as a preview. Pierce. Hey, thanks, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, 
The sun has just peeped behind the buildings here at Newman. We're about 27 minutes away from uh, what should be one of the top Class 2A matchups of the state tonight. Is number three ranked Newman, three and zero, hosting number seven ranked Manny, which is two and one. Both of these teams have plenty of firepower. Manny is led by running back Jeremiah James, who's rushed for 604 yards and six touchdowns. And Newman's quarterback in the post Archman in the area era is Eli Friends, who has passed for 687 yards and seven touchdowns. So this biggest to be a high score and a fair under the lights at Michael Lupin Field. Thank you, Pierce. And John Arrett is getting ready to play at Bogalusa, and Sheena Smith-Gilworth has a preview for us. Sheena. How you doing? I'm actually still on my way to the game, but uh, we are looking to build off that win that we had over Booker T. Washington last week. We also looking again to have a big defensive game tonight, and uh, we we should be putting up some points behind our uh, our quarterback Eric Chanu and our dual threat quarterback uh, Darnell O'Quinn. We we really truly want to build on that win and, and hopefully take uh, even up the season at two and two. Hopefully we can get a big win over Bogalusa tonight. Uh, I know Coach Crutchfield has a good team and he always does, that team's always coached well. So we're looking to have a good matchup over here across the lake. Thank you, Sheena. And we are counting down to Ken Trahan's original prep football report. And we're doing so by getting previews of all the biggest games from around the state. Lots of big games tonight, Jude. Yeah, you know, we're getting a little closer to having full district play at this point, but still some intriguing non-district matchups. And we've had some previews so far, some great matchups. Obviously very interesting to see how De La Salle is going to do in the game on Crescent City Sports going to St. Charles Catholic as well as the Comets are playing. I know De La Salle wants to be able to control that football game at the line of scrimmage, and that's what St. Charles Catholic does best. They've had some great games in recent years playing regularly, and this one should be a good one as well as we head back to our previews i think we've got benny jones on the line talk about a great rivalry in district play Conville and benny jones has the preview benny yes sir you know when you've got alabama versus auburn Ole miss versus mississippi state georgia versus florida texas versus texas a and m all the records go off all the win and losses because the game stands by itself and that's the same thing here with destran and honville i know the fact that Conville right now is one and two, and Destran is three and zero. Oh, but I guarantee you, both coaches told their teams, "Don't think about that. You need to think about this team. You know, think about the game tonight." Conville's got a, a, a great team as far as that's concerned. They got a couple of guys that have four point five speed: Titus White and Kobe Lewis. And uh, the offense is a good. And they got some good running backs. And of course, Destran's on the same thing. You know, they've got a good offense as far as that's concerned. Jason Fields, the quarterback. Shane Lee is the one who carries most of the ball, but, you know, for them. But, guys, it looks like it's going to be a great game here tonight. Uh, in the past, Destran's been getting out slow, but they better get out fast tonight because Honville's after them. Back to Ken in the original. Thanks, Benny. And Notre Dame is at Turlings Catholic, and Mike Boyer has the preview. Mike. Yeah, we're here at Turlings Catholic under a partially cloudy sky. It's kind of cooled off a little bit. This is the 49th meeting between these two Catholic institutions. The last two years, Turlings Catholic has dominated with uh, Preston Welsh, the quarterback, throwing to the speedster Kentrell Prejean, 
Welsh comes back. Prejean's playing for South Dakota State. It'll be Notre Dame's running game and timely passing against Turling's Catholic passing game with timely running. Both Turlings and Notre Dame start 12 seniors. Turlings will start four sophomores. Notre Dame one sophomore, so the experience edge may go to the Pios. Both schools are 2-1, and one, and for the 49th meeting, somebody's going to leave here 3-1 and one in this historic rivalry. This is Mike Boyer reporting for the original. Thank you, Mike. And next up, Slidell is at St. Paul's, and Sam Francis has the preview. Sam. Hey guys, how's it going? It's a beautiful night out here at Hunter Stadium with our first district matchup between Slidell and St. Paul's. This looks to be a pretty good one, guys. Coach Scoble always has a good, solid team, especially very good defense. They fly the ball, they get after it. On offense, they got a really good athletic quarterback with a solid running back and a two-way uh, stud athlete as receiver who's also a great center fielder for baseball. And St. Paul's, hey, solid defense, very physical. They're going to get after it. Got to hope for a good ground game by the offense. Control the clock and see if we can. If St. Paul's going to come away with a victory here, hey, great night. Hope we have a good night. San Francisco City Thank you, Sam. And Archbishop Rummel and Holy Cross are getting ready to meet at Tad Gormley Stadium. And Wyatt Ardler has a preview. Wyatt. Yeah, it looks like beautiful weather out here right now. Cloudy skies, nice and cool. Holy Cross enters this matchup 3-0, while Rummel enters this uh, matchup 1-2 with losses to Washita and Shaw. But I expect a great game tonight, hard-fought uh, game by both teams. Obviously, Holy Cross is a great run game that they've been utilizing these past couple of weeks with a dynamic pass game off of, obviously, Cross Johnson, one of the fastest kids in the country, and Kobe Young, just an absolute beast on the field. But then, obviously, for Rummel, you got Jane Martin and Ruben Ramirez on offense, who you always got to watch out for. And then Lennon Spencer on defense, who you just got to always be prepared for. Historically, Rummel has always had the upper hand against, the whole, against Holy Cross in these matchups. These teams actually faced off around this time last uh, year, and Rummel ended up winning 14-7. So I assume there's a good bit of tension between the teams right now. Probably some bad blood. Well, not bad blood, but I'd say tensions are rising, and both teams are definitely going out here to win. Should be a great game with a lot of fun offensive and defensive uh, displays. Then Wyatt Alder with the original. Thank you, Wyatt. And Hammond is at Fountain Blow, and Logan Graffia has the preview for us. Logan. Beautiful, beautiful weather out here today. It's not too hot, and I am loving it. You got Hammond, who is 3-0, Fountain Blue 2-1. and I think Fountain Blue is coming in as the underdog, of course, Hammond being 3-0. and And there's two players I have that you must watch for this game. On the Hammond side of things, running back Eli Johnson. He's a school leader in touchdowns right now for this season. Eight touchdowns on the year so far. He's their workhorse running back. And then on the Fountain Blue side of things, you have Sebastian Miller, the wide receiver, averaging 109 yards per game three touchdowns, and he's leading the school in touchdowns at the moment, too. I expect big plays, big yardage. I think it's going to be a fun game. All right. We expect to have a lot of fun games tonight, and uh, one of them is going to be in Baton Rouge, where Madison Prep is at Parkview Baptist, and Eric Brown has a preview. Eric. Hey, good evening, uh, Les. Should be a really good game tonight between Madison Prep and Parkview Baptist here on Airline Highway on Parkview Baptist campus. 
Both teams coming in with a two and one mark on the season. Madison Prep, these two teams are both opening up District 8-3A, a district in which Madison Prep went undefeated in a year ago. Madison Prep has beaten Parkview Baptist four consecutive years. The last three have not been close. They beat them by 19 last year, 39 the year before, and 24 the year before that. So Parkview Baptist hoping to get a little payback on their home field tonight. Madison Prep, one loss was the first game of the season to Brother Martin. They bounced back to win 13-12 to over a good Southern Lab team and blow out Scotlandville 35-6 a week ago. Parkview Baptist opened up the season with a shootout win against a good Dunham school. They, their one loss came to New, Catholic New Iberia 14-10. But Parkview did bounce back a week ago to shut out Brule 27 to nothing. Parkview last season lost to St. Charles Catholic in the semifinals, 40 to 21. Madison Prep lost to St. Thomas More, 56 to 34. So both teams with high aspirations, hoping to make the Superdome this year and hoping to go two steps further, at least one to make it to the dome. Madison Prep led by their quarterback Tylen Johnson, defensive back Chad Jones, who's outstanding, and for Parkview Baptist, their senior quarterback Abram, Abram Johnston and wide receiver Brock Cuomo, who started off big this year. He's got, a, got over 300, well, around 300 yards receiving through three games. So we expect this to be a little bit of a high-scoring but good game tonight in, in Parkview Baptist, hoping to get in the win column and, and, and still one for Madison Prep because the winner of this game may be the winner of District 838. I'll have all your reports tonight from Parkview Baptist here in Baton Rouge. This is Eric Brown for the original. Thank you, Eric. And uh, Jude, you know we are starting to get into district play, and we are seeing a lot of matchups tonight with opponents that are very familiar with one another. Eric just mentioned Madison Prep, Parkview Baptist. Right before that, Rummel and Holy Cross. The game at Crescent City Sports. Uh, they're not district rivals, but De La Salle and St. Charles Catholic have been very familiar foes uh, in recent years. So we have a lot of games, and there are others in which uh, very familiar opponents are going with one another. And Benny, Benny Jones with quite the introduction on Deshran <laughs> and Hanville. I'm fired up. It I want to be there. Yeah, it's like the Iron Bowl. <laughs> so, um, so a lot of good – those are always fun, though. And, and that's a good example when Hanville's down a little bit, and to use the cliche, cliche throw the record book right. out the window. And it's interesting because this is the time of year where you're out of district rivals. If you haven't played them yet, you'd rather not play them right away early in the season. But if you're not getting into district play and having a Hanville Destrahan type matchup, then you're, you are matching up like if you're Turling's trying to bounce back from the loss last week to St. Charles Catholic, you've got a, a rival in Notre Dame to take on. And, and, you know, that gets you fired up on top of just trying to get that bad taste out of your mouth. And you do get these matchups as well. Why these teams schedule really good programs, schedule really tough early in the season because, as we just heard from Eric, Madison Prep and Parkview Baptist might be deciding the district tonight, and it's only week four. Now there's a lot of football to be played, but those teams tend to know who's got the talent edge going in, and they know how important these games are. And we see a Madison Prep really schedules up, for example, to try to be ready for just this kind of game when we're still in September. And everyone for the most part, has had three games to get themselves ready for this. So they're, they're starting to develop identities right. and, and figure out who they are. And when they get to play a familiar opponent, it just enhances that development for the middle of the season that's coming up 
very soon. So we're going to go ahead and take another quick break. It is St. Martin's Episcopal Night at Francesca's by Katie's. And when we come back, we will be rejoined by Kevin Dyser, St. Martin's head coach, and we'll be joined by Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football. This is Brandon Presley, and you might have heard Tate Reeves' ball-faced lies about me. I don't support sex changes for minors or boys playing girls' sports. Never have. Look, you know me. I'm not a member of a country club, don't take money from power companies, and don't have rich parents that can fund my campaign. So I'll never be able to compete with the millions more in campaign dollars that he has, but I know the truth is on my side. So here it is. I've never been afraid to stand up to my own party. That's why I'm pro-life, pro-gun, and pro-law enforcement. And it's been the honor of my life to serve North Mississippi on the Public Service Commission. But unlike Tate Reeves, I will expand Medicaid so we can keep our hospitals open and our people healthy. I'm Brandon Presley, and I'll make you the promise that I've made you all these years. As your governor, I'll never forget where I'm from or who sent me. Paid for by the Brandon Presley campaign. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Foxalon or Moxidectin and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. We're getting closer to game time and reports from all over the state on the best prep show in the country. This is Countdown to the Original at Francesca's by Katie's on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, CrescentCitySports.com, and on the Original Network. Welcome back to Countdown to the Original. We are at St. Martin's Episcopal Night at uh, Francesca's by Katie's. And we are joined now by Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football. Ed, where are you at tonight? Sir, I am at uh, Michael Lupin Field, Manny and Newman tonight. Good choice. See, it I feels think so. like uh, I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be one of the best games of the night. That's why I'm here. A lot of motivation for Newman after going across the state and facing Manny and. Uh, great defensive performance by the Tigers in that one, although we know there's been a change at the top of the Manny program. Uh, Newman has reloaded after Arch Manning, and I feel like, uh, I don't know what you think, Ed, but I feel like this could be a, another shining moment for Newman here early in the season, the way they're playing right now. Well, they're playing well. There's no question about that. And, um, you know, it's a different identity this year. And a lot less hoopla. I didn't have to... Um, I didn't have to... <laughs> email ahead of time and tell them I was coming <laughs> for a credential to walk the sideline. I don't have to do that anymore. So uh, that's a good thing. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're just, 
I think uh, the whole atmosphere here is different this year. It's, um, you know, it's about football, and, you know, there was just so much fanfare about Arch over the last four years, and now that that's kind of abated, I think um, I think it's a different vibe here completely this year. Ed, I thought you could just show up unannounced at any stadium in the state and be <laughs> welcomed in. Well, I mean, I, I don't know about in the state. I mean, if I was... If I went to a stadium at Lake Charles, they'd probably throw me out. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, no. but uh, in New Orleans, I could maybe get in there. But it was it was just a whole different deal this year, last last few years. But well, uh, you, you know, what, hey, it, it is what it is. You know. Well, St. Martin's would never deny you entrance into never. their stadium, and never. head coach Kevin <laughs> Dizer is here. So say hello to Coach <laughs> Dizer. Oh, well, that's I, I like the way he chimed in on that. He'd keep me out if he could, you know. Oh, he'd no, tell me to go no. out. He tell me he tell me to go out on West Metairie and watch watch hey. through the fence in the end zone. That's what he tell me, Mister Daniels. I'll take it a step further. If you want to put on a headset and call some plays, I, I I'm, think we I'm can ready, accommodate Coach. that. I'm, I'm ready. All right, Coach, you ready? We'll, go Coach, ahead. if you want to stay employed, you don't want to do that. Okay, you don't want to have a disaster on your hands. Well, Ed, yeah. from what we know about you, Ed, we know that you would call corner three and nobody would know what you were talking about because it's the wrong sport. <laughs> yeah, oh, well. Oh, yeah, I could, I could still get the corner three for you. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Oh, yeah. But Kevin oh, Dyser yeah. no, doing no. a great Only job if I got him the ball. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the Chris boy. Paul of the combo oh, chiming in, folks. The great Ken Trahan. But anyway, we're talking football. We're talking Kevin Dizer and his great program at St. Martin's in year one as the head coach. Ed, I know you have to be impressed with the start of the Saints this season through three games. Well, they've done a great job. And, you know, uh, Kevin's a really good football coach. I remember when he was at Riverside, and it wasn't that long ago, and they had a really good program, some really good teams. And uh, one of his former protégés, uh, Gage Lauverdain, is doing an incredible job at Miami of yes. Ohio is one of the, the uh, best receiver receivers in the right country. Now. And it's awesome. And, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I think the one thing that, uh, you know, that coach uh, brings to the table will, along with some football acumen is that uh, kids want to play for him, And that's something you can't fake. So I think when you put that together with the knowledge of the game, there's no reason why you can't be uh, very successful. Well, Ed, you won't have Harlem Barry on your highlights tonight. You've had plenty of them and plenty more to come, but you're going to have some great highlights of games around the area and beyond. St. Charles Parish looks like the place to be tonight. The great rivalry game, Destrehan at Hanville, and De La Salle and St. Charles Catholic of interest to a lot of folks as well. Well, we'll be at both of those games, and I, um, I, um, I think that, uh, you know, Hanville is going to give it everything they've got tonight, but I think they're... You know, before kickoff, they're decided underdogs against uh, against Destrehan, and and I think, you know, Delasalle's an underdog against St. Charles, but Delasalle's played a very good schedule, so uh, that may pay off for them tonight. But, you know, the one thing that they had going for them was that, you know, they had a really good running back in P.J. Martin, but they had a very experienced offensive line, and I think it's taken a little time for them to get that together this year. And that is probably a team, to your point, that will be more dangerous as we get toward the playoffs because they will be more experienced in that area and they'll figure some stuff out. 
Yeah, we just don't know what the playoffs are going to look like. And, oh, you know, true. I mean, I mean, I just, um, you know, it's we're only, what's today, week four, where we're six weeks from the end of the regular season. And uh, I'm not sure we really know. So we'll wait and see what happens there. And, um, you know, I do like the proposal to end the split. And, um, you know, who knows? I mean, I, I just, I just thought that in January of 2013, when all of this started, that it wasn't going to end, and, and here we are, almost 11 years later. Well, it will be interesting, and, and, and coach, what's that like going through the season, and you can't be sure of exactly what the playoff format's going to look like. I mean, at this point, it's just kind of exhausting for everybody, right? Like nobody knows it's it. We just got to go play. You know, I, I got no idea. I don't even look at it. It's very frustrating. Uh, but I'll, I'll let those guys try and figure that out, you know. Well, the one thing I, just, I will say about the whole thing is that I think last year the playoffs were better, okay? Yeah. Now, how that was arrived at is obviously a point of contention in the courts right now. But I think the playoffs were better last year. And if we go back to the previous system before last year, I think that will be unfortunate. Yep, I agree. Well, Ed, we know you have to get to work. We're going to let you get back to loop and field, but we look forward to all the highlights on Friday Night Football from NOLA 38 WGNO with you and Coach J.T. Curtis. All right, guys, we look forward to it, Coach. You have a great night. Always good talking to you. And, uh, you know, have have. Have a have a have a good have a good meal on on uh, on lefty's tab tonight. You can pay for it. No, we've already put all that on Trahan's tab. It's taking. Oh, Trahan's tab. Well, uh, that's yeah. a big tab. I guarantee you, he's got the he's the big money grip. He can afford it. That's what we're counting on. Thanks, yeah. Ed. All right. See you guys later. Okay, Coach and. Uh, we just have a couple of minutes left before the break. Uh-huh. But I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about your predecessor. Yeah. Frank Genduza brought you into this program, yes. and he handed you a really good football team and program. He did. And so, um, obviously, I was the head coach at Riverside. Coach Genduza uh, was head coach at St. Margin. So, we're in the same district on opposite sides. And, uh, you know, just over those years, we just kind of got to know each other a little bit and different opportunities to talk and things of that nature. And um, <laughs> I, it's kind of crazy, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind sharing it. We were getting ready to play St. Martin's in my last year at Riverside. We were in pregame, and I kind of knew my fate at Riverside at that point. And I just went, I went to Coach Deuce and I said, hey, Coach, look, um, I've enjoyed competing with you. Uh, I think my time is up <laughs> where I'm at. And, uh, you know, best of luck to everything that you got moving forward. And he's like, Coach, why don't you come coach with us? I was like, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Obviously, we're about to play right now. We'll talk about it later. And uh, that's kind of where it started. And uh, Coach Deuce has been really good to me. Uh, and, and all of St. Martin's has been great to me. It's really been a blessing in disguise. And, um, you know, I just think last year, Coach Deuce had a really good team. And um, I think I was able to come in and just be the best assistant that I could be and uh, just kind of be able to help those guys get over the hump a little bit. And Coach Jindusa, man, he had been fighting, scratching, clawing for years there at St. Martin's. And then I was so thankful to just be able to help him get over the hump 
and uh, send him out on a high note. That meant a lot to me uh, to be able to help do that. And then uh, just returning the program over to me, um, that, that just says a lot. My whole career, my whole life, honestly, has just been, I've been blessed with people that have just believed in me for really no reason. You know, it was Timmy Bird at Riverside giving me a shot very young. Uh, and then Coach Jindusa giving me a shot here. And I've just been blessed with people that have just liked me and given me an opportunity. So I'm real thankful for him. He seems to be very happy in uh, his retirement job as the athletic director. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to still be working with him and moving this thing forward. You know, uh, I think the tab situation ha needs to increase because we went the whole hour and really didn't talk about Harlem Barry. But it's Ken <laughs> Trahan and Roe Brown coming up in the first segment of the original. Can ask Coach Kevin Dyser a whole bunch about maybe the best player in the state. Yeah. Well, we had to leave something for them. <laughs> and coming up, there is going to be the perfect segue into talking about Harlem Barry when we come back at the top of the hour and turn it over to Ken and Roe in the studio. You've been listening to Countdown to the Original. It is St. Martin's Episcopal Night at Francesca's by Katie, 515 Harrison Avenue. Stay tuned because we're coming back with Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. Thanks for listening to Countdown to the Original live from Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria featuring St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair at 515 Harrison Avenue on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, New Orleans and at nashfm1061.com. The Countdown Show is also heard on Talk 107.3 FM, Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM, Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Countdown to the Original was presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best scoreboard. The Countdown Show was also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. Countdown to the Original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, by Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries by Rhino Shield Mid-South, and by the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Waterview Restaurant in Metairie. Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner. Desi Vega's Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Rigo. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by Matsumori Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now, stay tuned for the most celebrated, longest-running, most comprehensive prep football show anywhere, Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report, coming up next on 1061 Nash Icon, the original network and through CrescentCitySports.com.
broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to the 29th year of Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe. WSLA 1560 and 93.9 FM. The original is also brought to you by CrescentCitySports.com with the state's best scoreboard and best prep coverage. The original is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Quarter View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Rigo, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now it's time for the best, most comprehensive prep football show in Louisiana. Here's your host and creator for the 29th year of the original from CrescentCitySports.com, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and Delgado Baseball, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director, Ken Trahan. Welcome everyone, a pleasure, good evening. As we embark on week number four of year number 29 of the original, Ken Trahan with you. And we salute our crew for doing a great job all the time, including tonight. That's Rudy Dixon, our producer. Jeremy fell along for the ride tonight. Great to have him with us. Karima Muhammad here with us tonight. Great to have her with us. San Emmanuel Peppas will be along with scores as well. Buddy Dennis. Give him a hand. Big assist to Buddy. Also, there you go. Nice round of applause for every one of those. And, of course, that voice you hear in the background is my co-host and longtime cohort and my lifetime friend, Ro Brown. Ro, good evening to you. Good evening to you, Kenneth. How are you on this fourth week? You know, I never can tr- keep track of the weeks, Yeah, but it's fourth week. Week four. I reminded you, it's good. It's what happens when you get old. You That's can't right. remember these things. That's right. What's your name again? The memory goes. It's the all good, Romalis. Great to have you with us, as always. We always get started with announcing our RNL Carriers Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club Nash Icon 106.1 FM, CrescentCitySports.com, and Friday Night Football Prep Player of the Week. For Week 3, it was Harlem Berry, a running back, St. Martin's Episcopal, a junior, and the top-ranked running back in the country in the class of 2025. 
Barry rushed 16 times for 221 yards and five touchdowns, caught three passes for 106 yards and two scores, completed a pass for 50 yards for good measure, and he had five tackles and forced him recovered a fumble. By the way, he returned it for a touchdown, but it was called back for a block in the back. That was in a 58-28 win over Riverside Academy. Barry is coached by Kevin Dizer. So and why he is he our player of the week? I can't, have no idea. And he will receive his reward at the year-end meeting of the Great New Orleans Quarterback Club, which will be December 12th at the Cannery, 3803 Toulouse Street, our next meeting of the club, October 24th at the Cannery. Jeff Hundley, Joy Dannon among speakers for that one. It's a natural transition because it's St. Martin's Episcopal Night on the original, live at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. That's where Jude Young and Les East are stationed with the one and only Kevin Dizer. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Ken, and I'm sure you were listening. We talked to Coach Dizer about a lot of different topics, but we saved the best for last. Mr. Barry, as I called him earlier, and uh, we thought it would be a natural segue from your Player of the Week uh, recognition of Mr. Barry to uh, Coach Dizer's thoughts about the young man. Well, I, I want him to do that, but I, I want Ro and I to do something for like 30 seconds to a minute here and issue this disclaimer. Uh, for those that, and, and Kevin addressed this properly at the start of the show, but I want to say something about that right now. Anybody that thinks that a game was canceled because somebody didn't want to play an opponent or didn't want to go to play in a certain location is just not being realistic. They're being ridiculous because nobody wants to play more than these young men. On both teams, I might add. And that certainly includes Harlan Berry, whose numbers mean something, obviously. And this was denied. The opportunity was. But certainly, from this perspective, I wanted to issue that disclaimer because nobody, and I mean nobody, canceled this because of that. This was canceled for good reason. And I think anyone in the same situation would have done so. Uh, my vent tonight. Roe? They wouldn't have scheduled the game. They knew where the game was going to be played. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And if they wanted to cancel it, they could have canceled it way before the season. Right. And we're not, we're not going to get into the particulars because we respect the school's stance on that and the privacy with protection that's taking place and let the law take care of things. But when the word threat is used, I think people should understand what it means. Uh, there were the reasonable uh, and very concerning threats that were made, and we'll leave it at that. So with that, now we can talk about Harlem Berry <laughs> with Kevin Dizer. <laughs> Kevin, my friend, how are you, buddy? Hey, man, I, I am doing great, doing great. Thank you all for having me on. Uh, St. Martin's night is awesome right now. Got a lot of people here. Everybody in good spirits. We've moved past uh, uh, what, what should have been a football game last night. And uh, while just in, in good spirits and, and just enjoying the time together. And uh, thank you all so much for that. But as for Harlan Berry, and, and, you know, I've talked on the record numerous times about him. But last Friday night in particular, wow, wow. Um, look, I've coached a lot of special players that have done a lot of special things. Uh, what he did last Friday night was unbelievable. I mean, he just absolutely took the game into his hands. And uh, I, what I love about Harlem, he's the most gentle, nice, sweet kid off the field. Uh, and, but when it's go time, he wants to win as much as anybody. And I talked to Harlem earlier in that day, and I'm like, look, Riverdale's a really good football team. You better be ready to go. This ain't going to be a 10-carry night. Like, you got to be ready to go. And he just looked at me, Coach, I got this. <laughs> and uh, when the great ones tell you things like that, yes, sir, you got it. Um, and so he did a great job, man. He made so many plays and led his teammates. 
and uh, the, the great character was on display, and uh, that, that's with our whole team as well. But, I mean, that stat line, I remember having Gage Lauderdale, and I was like, good God, these are video game numbers. <laughs> wow, look, you know, a few years later, Harlem's doing the same stuff and some. And, uh, you know, just to put the cherry on top, he had to complete the one pass for 50 on a little halfback pass. But, uh, no, he, that, that was a spectacular football game. I think that's the best game. Uh, that I've seen him play, honestly. Roe Brown. Coach, you know, we've heard a lot, or I've heard a lot from high school coaches because of the uh, transfer portal. They don't Uh get to see college coaches coming around as much as they used to. Yeah. Although he's a junior, that's probably not the case for you. You hear from people, don't you? That that is not the case. I think uh, if, if, if Harlem's career goes and, you know, he ends up being a pro and all of that good stuff, uh, he's going to owe me 10% for uh, <laughs> taking all these phone calls and doing all of that stuff for him right now. I, I tell my wife, all, like, I, I don't answer the phone at home typically. And uh, I'm like, God, I got to get another line for Harlem Berry calls. Are, um, are, no, are these it, calls from names that we might recognize? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if you're just hanging out on, uh, you know, if you have St. Martin's on any given day, you will see. Obviously, it's during the open periods and all of that, but, I mean, you'll see from Brian Kelly to Steve Sarkeesian, all these different head coaches and coordinators, and this kid was 15 years old this spring, and uh, you've got all these guys coming through, and uh, it's been pretty special, and he handles it all so well. He treats everybody with the utmost respect, and um, he's just an absolutely great kid, and he's going to have a hard time when it's time to tell people no. Because uh, he's just that good of a kid and that respectful. Yep, smooth, silky, mm-hmm. quick, fast. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he's got nothing going for him. So mm-hmm. it's a shame. <laughs> and but he's a really good player, and he's got a really good coach too. And that's a great program to see doing what it's doing. Going to the semifinals last year for the first time, and a chance to build on that this year. You got a a game next week. That's a pretty interesting game, and then in two weeks you got a real interesting game. But yeah. you take them one at a time, right? Yes, sir. One at a time. And uh, I haven't got I know the Willow School played one big last night. Uh, I haven't received the film yet, but we'll get started on that uh, tonight or in the morning. We'll get started on those guys and see where they are. But they they're off to a good start. I believe that three and one now four eighteen. So looking forward to that going to their place. And then um, the week after that, I think everybody knows how big of a thing that's going to be. I'm just going to make sure our kids at St. Martin's understand my history there is irrelevant. This is about y'all, and my job is to put y'all in the best position, and uh, I'm going to stay out of it. And, hey, I, I, I want this for our kids. They deserve it. They've been at St. Martin's. Uh, they finally got a taste of success last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, everything we're doing, it's about them. And uh, I'm just happy and grateful to have the opportunity to be a part of it and be a leader again. Well stated. Instead of winning one for the Gipper, they can win one for the Dizer. Yeah. So it's all good. Uh, and uh, that'll be interesting indeed. And Jimmy Bird texted me saying, thank you for having my man on. There you go. So yeah, just letting Coach you know. Bird, that's, that's, that, that's my guy. Uh, they were just asking me about Coach Jindusa in the yep. last segment. Right. And uh, like I was saying, I, I've just been blessed to be around people that have pushed me, promoted me with Coach Timmy, Coach Stubbs, Coach Jindusa. And, uh, you know, they've introduced me to people like you and Mr. Daniels and things like that. And uh, so I've been real grateful for having some, some really good mentors in my life. 
Good man. Sterlington High School's Kevin Dyser. Here we go, buddy. I got the Panthers in there for you. And who, who do the Panthers have tonight? Oh, they got Carroll. Yeah, they got so, Carroll tonight. Yeah. That's so, inter interesting thing with Sterlington yeah. and Carroll. I obviously went to Sterlington. My wife went to Carroll. So, we've got a uh, little in-house rivalry Hello. there. But I, I, I think everybody in Sterlington, uh, everybody in Sterlington knows we run 165 there in Monroe. So, it's all good. <laughs> the household divided. All right, we'll take a time out here. Here at St. Martin's Night at Francesca's. We'll get back uh, in a moment with reports from the playing fields. That's Amori Pizzeria. Took care of us tonight in studio, 4441 West Metairie near Clearview. Deep dish, authentic Chicago-style pizza, and the thin and crispy New York style as well. They're open for lunch and dinner Monday through Sunday, and their lunch specials are terrific. Creole Creamery ice cream tops it off. Go to that's thatsamoripizzaonline.com. We thank two Tonys, 8536 Posh Train Boulevard, West End. Open Tuesday through Saturday for lunch and dinner, fresh food, seafood items, pasta, sandwiches, and more, and a great banquet room for any party you want. And they have happy hour, too. That's two Tonys, 8536 Posh Train Boulevard on West End. We salute Venetia Restaurant, 134 North Carrollton Avenue, serving New Orleans since 1957, open for dinner six days a week, closed on Tuesdays. Signature pizzas, fried eggplant sticks, artichokes, they got the chicken marsala, the chicken parmigiana, fresh fish, and more Venetia. The place to be in New Orleans, VenetianNewOrleans.net is the website. And Yale College Inn, ain't there this week, a New Orleans tradition. Open 4 to 10 Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 11 Friday and Saturday, 3000 South Carrollton Avenue. Great po' boys, great appetizers like the barbecue shrimp, which I love. Of course, the Brutus Caesar salad is great, and of course, the steaks are good, the shrimp and grits, you name it. When you finish, go to Rock and Bowl next door. It's a New Orleans tradition. Ye old College Inn, go to collegein1933.com. To the playing fields next here on The Original. What does it mean to be New Orleans' very own? It's about being raised in your city, reporting on your concerns, sharing stories from neighborhoods where you grew up, on falling down, getting back up. It's shining light on tough issues, doing something about it to move New Orleans forward. It's not easy as we fight your fight, serving the community we love, making sure our viewers know they are and we are New Orleans' very own. Catch WGNO News at 5, 6, and 10. New Orleans' very own. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone. Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up Autosafe in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take ZQuil. ZQuil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with ZQuil Nights. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children.
It's time to head to the stadium playing fields to hear from our reporters on Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon New Orleans, the original network, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Sunray Grill, 2600 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna, a delicious must-stop West Bank classic Thai riblets, shrimp tacos, fish quesadillas. They've got it all, and they've got party menus in mind. They can cater any party you want, any function you want. Go to sunraygrill.com. And our thanks to Mike Sirio's Po' Boys, 133 St. Charles Avenue, the staple of downtown New Orleans Po' Boy Dining, serving large overstuffed Po' Boys and muffaladas around since 1958. Mike Sirio loves the Tigers of LSU. Open 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily. Go to sirio'spo'boys.com. Signet Landing, 450 Larasini Street in West Wego, just off the West Bank Expressway. Home of our Saints Hall of Fame show on Wednesday nights. Local delicacies, crawfish pie, crab cakes, pork chops, seafood platter, Pull Boys, crab dip appetizer, best breast pudding ever, six days a week. Closed on Tuesdays, visit signetlanding.com. St. Charles Catholic, 6-0 over De La Salle in the first. Live at CrescentCitySports.com. Denham Springs, 6-0 over Franklinton in the first quarter. It's Bell Chase, 7, Salmon, nothing in the first quarter of that contest. And it is St. James 6, Assumption nothing, as they play with 8.39 to go in the first quarter. They finish one quarter, and Patrick Taylor leaves Kenner Discovery by the score of 6 to nothing in that one. Let's go to the playing fields now. Danny Broussard standing by. Catholic of Baton Rouge and St. Thomas Moore, and I think weather's an issue, right, Danny? Hey, Ken, as I told you before, the ominous clouds did come in. Uh, we got a, rain, a lightning delay. It's starting to rain a little bit, a light rain coming down. But we're in a lightning delay, and we're anticipating probably not even until an 8 o'clock start, Ken. So uh, we're going to be a little bit late with our games, but I'll keep you all posted. But as of right now, it looks like an 8 o'clock start for the Cougars against Catechai Bears. Thank you, Danny. Ben Babin's got Opelousa Cinema. Hey, good evening, Ben. Yeah, right now with uh, 3.51 left in the first quarter, it's Opelousa's 8, Sanamon nothing. Uh, Opelousa kicked off the Sanamon, pinned them down the 10-yard line. A sack Kelly in the end zone for a safety. And uh, uh, Sanamon kicked off the Opelousa. They went on an 11-play drive with Malvo scoring on a 19-yard run. Try for two was no good. So with 3.40 to go in the first quarter, Opelousa's 8, Sanamon 0. All right, St. Charles Catholic kicks the field goal. 9 nothing over De La Salle, first quarter, live at CrescentCitySports.com. Big game, Destrahan, Hanville. Benny Jones is there. Good evening, Benny. Yeah, Ken, we've got six minutes and 47 seconds left in the first quarter, and Destrahan has jumped out to a fast 14-0 lead. One on a little short drive from about 50 yards. The other one was a uh, punt that was recovered, and then they ended up pushing it in from about five yards out. So far... Nothing coming from Honville at this point. This is Benny Jones for the original. And at Joe Yenny Stadium, Jefferson Rise and Varnado. Matthew Harvard on the scene. Matthew, what's happening? How you doing, brother? It's uh, two minutes and 50 seconds in the game. Uh, first quarter, zero uh, zero, And uh, Jefferson Rise just stopped him on a uh, second down attempt. All right, no score late first quarter. Jefferson Rise at Joe Yenny Stadium. Thank you. We appreciate that against Varnado. Kate Cowan standing by. It's Alexandria at East Ascension. Hey, Kate, good evening. Ken, how's it going, man? We're good. at the 354 mark here in the first quarter. Um, on Burnside, it is locked up 0-0. Zero to zero. Um, Ash took the opening kickoff down deep into East Ascension territory, chose to go for it on fourth down, didn't get it, and they turned the ball over to EA. EA did the exact same thing, drove all the way down to the 30 of Ash, went for it on fourth down, and gave it up. So we're not at a 0-0. Zero, zero. We'll see how this thing goes. All right, thank you. Southwood at Natchitoches Central. Kyle Woods is there. Kyle, good evening. Good evening. It's uh, 5.46 left and a half. Natchitoches Central's up 7 nothing over Southwood. 
look, got a personal foul on the quarterback. We're knocking on the door. It looks like we're on the seven-yard line. First and goal. I'm about to punch it in here. All right. To go up 14 nothing. All right. Outstanding. Thank you very much. At the Shrine on Airline, it's John Curtis Christian and Jesuit, and Bob Utzler is there. Bob, good evening. Hey, Kenny. We're at 402 in the first quarter. The Patriots drove down, short run by the quarterback Bruno for a sneak. Touchdown, extra point was good. That's seven to nothing. Jesuit gets back. Jesuit gets the kickoff, goes to interception. Curtis has just now driven again. And from the six yard line, they took it in on a pass from Bruno to Turner. And then the extra point was good. So right now at 4.02, remaining in the first quarter, it's the Patriots 14, Jesuit nothing. Back to you in the original. All right, appreciate that. Thank you very much, Bob, for that update. And the Patriots off and rolling. That is a really good football team. Let's check in now on Morgan City at Ellender. Andrew Mancuso is there. Good evening, Andrew. Yes, uh, 144 left in the first quarter. Morgan City's leading Ellender 7-0. to Andrew Mancuso reporting from Berg. All right, appreciate it very much. Let's check in now with Dwayne Woodard on a big one between Glenbrook and Haynesville. Glenn, good, e- good evening, Dwayne. Hey, Ken. We're still about eight minutes from kickoff here. We're just getting ready. The teams are fixing to come out on the field. This is a home game, so we kick off at 7.30. 7.30, you got it, Dwayne. Thank you for that update. Again, they start a little bit later in that neck of the woods, so all good with that. And, Roe, Curtis off to a quick start, right? They are so – well – I hate to keep talking about whether or not this is one of the best Curtis teams. But, you know, they throw the football. That's what throws you off. To me. Yeah. They can throw the football. We know there have been a lot of really good John Curtis teams that just you know run, 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 and sometimes they can't even make a pitch, it seems, on the option. But this year, this team really looks like one of those teams that has it up and down, quality up and down. Yep. All right, let's check in now on Unbeaten Northway. Christian at Archbishop Hanna with Nick Chetta. Nick, good evening. Hey, guys. Uh, it's the end of the first quarter. The score is still 0-0. It's been a tight, contested game. Uh, Hannon is right now uh, for, uh, 37 at the 14, but that just ended the uh, first quarter. So they'll be starting the uh, uh, second quarter on the 14. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Lakeshore leads Washington Marion 7 nothing after one quarter. Lakeshore 7, Washington Marion nothing after one quarter. It's Hammond at Fountain Blue. Hammond off to a great start. Logan Graffy is on the scene. Good evening, Logan. Good evening, Ken. We got a very fast-paced game here. It's a battle of the ground and pound, and right now Hammond is leading the way. It's just this first quarter just ended. Hammond is leading 7 to nothing. All right, Tornado's on top, 7 nothing. Bro, that's the team we got to watch for. Dorset Buckle's done a good job, and uh, they're a sleeper in District 6-5A, the Hammond Tornadoes. Indeed they are. You know, we haven't uh, – <laughs> we kind of forget about the West Bank sometimes. You know, the teams over there, like last week we talked a lot about – North Lake Christian, and every week there's somebody that you bring up and you go, you know, they're pretty good. And Hammond is one of those kind of teams. Very much so. We want to salute our friends at Reginelli's Pizzeria, 10 locations throughout the New Orleans area in Baton Rouge and in Houston. Reginelli's is uptown in Lakeview, Garden District, Poitras, Elmwood, Clearview, and Metairie, and in Kenner. Reginelli's with calzones, pasta, soups, salads, sandwiches, and they're all great. Open seven days a week. Go to Reginelli's.com for more information. And right now we're going to check in with Blake Phillips. Big matchup in central Louisiana, Gina and Winfield. Hey, Blake, good evening to you. Good evening, guys. Uh, uh, just uh, hit the second quarter. Uh, Giants have had the ball most of the first uh, first quarter, and it's 8 to nothing, Gina right now, and the Giants are uh, still have uh, on their 
third possession, I believe, of the game, um, and still have the ball in there, headed there in Winfield territory, headed to hopefully make another touchdown. So. Another good football team, Gina Giants, no doubt. All right, Blake, thank you very much for that update there. It's Notre Dame and Turley's Catholic scheduled to start at 7. I know that didn't happen. Mike Boyer updates us. Mike, what's the latest? Well, we, we did start. Actually, okay. started at 6.55. All right. We, we got to the 5 minute and 14 second mark, and for the second time at home this year, we're under a lightning delay. But we had a lot of lightning on the field during the first 7 minutes of play. Uh, Notre Dame hit uh, number 27, that's Jacob Trahan, a wide open. Uh, caught the ball on about the 10. I started losing his balance and fumbled the ball that the Rebels recovered. Uh, the Rebels couldn't do anything with the ball, punted it back. A uh, couple for a uh, first down for Notre Dame, and then they, we held them on uh, three downs, and they snapped the punt over their head, and it went about 25 yards down the field where the Rebels recovered it on the, their own 29-yard line. And uh, two in, two incompletes, and lightning hit, and so we are under uh, a delay. We ran the clock down a little bit, and it's restarted. Uh, we do have a lightning detector here at Turlings, and it's in the ten mile radius. So, uh, you know, I will uh, text you when we start back again. But there is a lot of. Uh, a lot of lightning in the skies. This is Mike Boyer reporting for the original. Thank you, Mike. It's Patrick Taylor playing well. Kenner Discovery, their opponent at Mus Bertolino. Jacob Sinat is there. Jacob? Hello, Mr. Ken. There's currently <laughs> 7 minutes and 53 seconds in the second quarter. Patrick Taylor is currently beating Kenner Discovery 6 to nothing. Patrick Taylor blocked a punt on the first drive of the game and brought it back for a touchdown, being the only scorer of the game. Kenner Discovery has been running the ball. A lot since Patrick Taylor, both teams only having two passes each. Very seven minutes and 32 seconds left in the second quarter. Six nothing, Patrick Taylor. I'm Jacob Cena for the original. All right, thank you very much for that, Jacob. Let's check in now with Robert Email standing by Riverside Academy at Home of Christian. Hey, Robert. Hey, Ken. Uh, Rebels are up 14 nothing late in the first quarter. Defense is pretty much stuffed. Uh, Home of Christian, a couple times they've had the ball. And it's, it's just a tough matchup for Homer Christian, a young program, trying to get established in Riverside's, trying to get back to where they used to be. So tough matchup, but both teams are fighting hard. Uh, so late in the first quarter, Rebels up 14 nothing. This is Robert Hemel for the original. Holy Cross up 14 to nothing on Rummel in the first quarter as we speak. Country Day is in a meet, and here's Gus White. Gus, good evening. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's happening there, man? Uh, we got a minute and a half left in the first quarter. Uh, Amid is up 12-0. Amid up 12-0 on Country Day. All right, thank you so much. We appreciate it, Gus. Mike Garcia watching Franklinton at Denham Springs. Hi, Mike. Yeah, Ken, uh, uh, exciting beginning here at the uh, Denham Springs-Franklinton game. Uh, on the opening kickoff, Denham Springs returns the ball about 85 yards, only to get a holding call and have it brought back to their 30-yard line. No worries, though. R.J. Johnson, very first play from scrimmage, 70-yard touchdown run. Uh, Denham Springs went up 
six to nothing. Bobbled the extra point, so that was no good. Uh, the uh, Dennis Springs defense has really been shutting down Franklin in a couple of three and outs, uh, and then basically uh, a really really bad punt from Franklinton uh, gives Dennis Springs the ball at the twenty nine yard line of Franklinton. A couple plays later, again R J Johnson twenty three yard touchdown run. This time the extra point is good. Right about the uh, minute mark left in the first quarter, R J Johnson four carries a hundred six yards, two touchdowns so far on the night. Denham Springs 13, Franklin to nothing. I'm Mike Garcia for the original. It's Covington at Ponchatoula and 6-5A, and Scott Myers there. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys, right now with nine minutes to go in the second quarter, it's Ponchatoula nothing, Covington nothing, Ponchatoula getting on the board at the 253 mark of this first quarter. Jace Jackson caps off the six-yard, the 27-yard drive after a very short Covington punch for the six-yard touchdown run. Braden Perry adds the two-point conversion. That came up to three fifty or the two fifty three mark. So right now with eight thirty nine to go in the second quarter, it is Ponchatoula eight, Covington zero. Scott Meyer reporting for the original. Scott Laville's at West Monroe, and here's Cody Futrell with an update. Cody? Hi, Ken. Uh, it's uh, been a lot of uh, pretty much all West Monroe so far in this first quarter. West Monroe came out, kicked off, and uh, kicked it very, very short. And uh Scotlandville did not handle it uh, and was uh, a fumble that West Monroe recovered inside the twenty yard line. They uh, quickly scored as uh, Hayden Federico uh, found uh, David Moore for a, a touchdown pass. Then uh, on the ensuing drive, uh, Sullenville went three and out, punted, and David Moore got the punt, took it to the house, 45 yards for the score, and it was quickly 14 to nothing. Since then, uh, Sullenville has hit a big touchdown pass, but it was for answer with their field on with their own field goal, and it is 17 to six. West Monroe taking full full control of this one with 3:22 and counting left in the first quarter, 17 to six. West Monroe leads Scotlandville. For the original, it's Cody Petrell. Good matchup in central Louisiana, Tioga Marksville. Here's Lamar Gafford. Hey, Lamar. Hey, Ken. And right now, Tioga's leading 20 to nothing over Marksville, 132 to go in the first quarter. It's been pretty much all Tioga in this one here uh, with the with the first touchdown by Taylor Adams with a 20-yard run. Then a pick six by Victorian North. The seventh pick six that Tioga's had this season, his third pick six in the past two weeks and then followed up by a block punt which led by a Josh Lloyd uh, jet sweep here for a touchdown. But so far, Tioga 20, Marshfield 0 with one nineteen to go in the first quarter. This is Mark Gaffer with the Rizzo. Lamar, thank you. Eric Brown watching Madison Prep and Parkview Baptist. Hi, Eric. Hey, good evening, Ken. I got two minutes and 45 seconds to play in the first quarter. It's uh, Parkview Baptist Eagle 7 and uh, Madison Prep 7 here. Madison Prep scored first going five plays to go 90 yards for a touchdown in two minutes and 53 seconds. Tony Lewis raced 72 yards once he got past the first level. No one was going to catch him. Easy score. But Parkview Baptist does go go down the field in six plays, 45 yards, three minutes, 30 seconds. Quarterback Abram Johnston to C.J. DeLeon for a 19-yard touchdown to even the score. Madison Prep's second drive was the first play. was a 30-yard run by Lewis, but I wasn't aware that in high school football you can't hurdle anyone, can't Josh Allen them. So the penalty brought it back, and then Parkview's defense stiffens up, and they get the ball back now. So it's Parkview's ball on their own 25. Score seven for Parkview, seven for Madison Prep. Reporting live from Parkview Baptist, this is Eric Brown for the original. Well, it would be a good one. It is indeed. Belche 7, Salmon 6 as they play in the final minute of the first quarter in that one. Big game uptown at Lupin Field. Manny and Newman. Pierce off. Crescent City Sports is there. Hey, Pierce. Hey, how's it going? It's 10-7, uh, Newman with 9 I mean, my spot, 10-7 Manny with 9.44 remaining in the 
first half, the game started off bad for Newman when quarterback Eli Friend fumbled on the third play of the game to set up a Manny six-yard touchdown run. But about a couple of minutes, a couple of minutes ago, Friend made up for the mistake when he was flushed out of the pocket, rolled right and threw a 26-yard touchdown pass to his favorite target, George Luke, with 10:25 left in the first quarter. Again, it's 10-7 Manny with uh, less than 10 minutes left in the half. All right, thank you. Assumption now leads St. James 7-6 as they play in the second quarter of that game. Uh, Willow School beat Capital. Chris Roberts, a quick recap. Chris, go ahead. Yeah, hey, Kim, how's it going? Uh, we just last night, Willow, they went up to Baton Rouge to play the um, Capital Lions, and they won 47-0 in a really lopsided game. Um, oh, yeah, like Capital, they just didn't have many players on the team, but they were trying, but they were just outmatched by Willow. We have, oh, yeah, we have, uh, yeah, I mean, Willow's quarterback, Jacob Boucher, he finished 9 of 18, oh, for 108 yards and three touchdowns. By two of those touchdowns, went um, to a freshman receiver, Ahmad Vappi. He had two catches and both for, for touchdowns. Um, and also last, well, last week, I guess it would be right, um, like Willow's Darrell Franklin, he had 178 yards receiving and two touchdowns, but he, didn't put up offensive yards, but he put Willow in like good field position all game with returns and kick returns. Um, but yeah, like it was just a dominating win by Willow. But he got a tough matchup coming up um, next week against St. Martin. So, no yeah, doubt, forty-seven, forty-seven. Now they got it. Thank you, Chris. St. Martin's next week, indeed. Let's check in with George Pappas. George, what do you have? Let's see. Uh, in the second quarter here, Kenny with eleven forty-four to go, uh, fourteen to go. East St. John leads Tibbet on seven nothing. Uh, the Wildcats. Scored on their first drive, Tyrion Smith, who's been starting the last few weeks in place of Lorenzo Zeno. First play, uh, 38-yard touchdown pass. Hits it to Kylie Gray. They get the extra point, 7-0. Thibodeau is driving, and we are in a timeout, but we're 11-14 to go, Kenny. East St. John leads Thibodeau, 7-0. This is George Pappas to the original. Let's check in on Country DA meet. Here's Kendrick Brazil. Kendrick, what's going on there? Hi, how you doing, sir? Uh, right now, uh, Amy just scored 5-yard touchdown. Uh, right now, eighteen nothing. Uh, Amy, quarter. Still first quarter or second quarter now, Kendrick? Uh, second quarter. Second quarter, eighteen nothing. Warriors on top. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Live at CrescentCitySports dot com. Joe Sal, St. Charles Catholic. Here's Kelly France. Kelly. Yeah, here we are at uh, St. Charles Catholic. St. Charles started off the first quarter after a long run. Edwards made a one yard run. The PAT. They went to two and they missed it. Then uh, next series down, a uh, St. Charles intercepted a pass. Uh, it ended up with a 39-yard field goal, nine nothing. And just now, in the second quarter, Keija Richardson uh, ran back a fumble, 60 yards to Dallas South. Score with 9:35 in the second quarter is nine to seven, St. Charles over Dallas South. Thank, well, thank you, Kelly. Live at CrescentCitySports.com. It's a good one. Lakeshore leads Washington Marion 14 nothing. Nine minutes to play in the first half of that one. Hanville on the board, Destrahan 14, Hanville 3, as they play in the final minute of the first quarter in that one. Patrick Taylor now 14-0 over Kenner Discovery, 540 to play in the first half of that game. And at the end of one quarter, Denham Springs 20, Franklinton nothing. What a start for the Yellow Jackets there. Let's check in now on John Aaron at Bogalusa. Should be a high-scoring game. Sheena Smith-Dilworth is there. Sheena, how are you? We are doing good over here in Bogalusa. We got 57 seconds left to play in the first quarter. John Errett leads it 14 to nothing. The game started off with an onside kick by the Lumberjacks, and it was covered by the Lumberjacks. 
But they went three and out on that drive, and then it's been all John Everett the first quarter. So the score is now 14 nothing with 57 seconds left to play in the first quarter. This is Sheena Dilworth for the original. Doug Hamilton's got Lutcher and Vanderbilt Catholic. Hey, Doug, what's the latest? Hey, with uh, nine minutes and eight seconds left in the second quarter, the Lutcher Bulldogs are ahead of the Vanderbilt Terriers, 13-0. to A couple of turnovers have been the story of the game. Uh, just, Vanderbilt just recovered a turnover and is now driving again. 8.54 left in the second quarter. Lutcher Bulldogs 13, Vanderbilt Terriers 0. All right, thank you. Manny has scored again. They lead Newman 17-7 to in the second quarter. Livingston Collegiate is at Pine, who's undefeated. Clay Thomas has an update. Clay, what's going on? Right now, it's uh, six minutes left in the second, and Pine is up 14 to nothing. One more time, Clay. 14 to zero. Got it. Pine. Pine on top. Raiders rolling. All right, thank you. And before we get to break, Kentwood and Walker, Joey Sanchez with an update. Joey? Good evening, guys. 7 nothing here at Wildcat Stadium. Kentwood is taking the lead with a – about an 83-yard drive where they picked up uh, three fourth-down conversions on us. Uh, just starting the second quarter, and the Wildcats are driving inside Kentwood territory uh, around the 35, uh, looking to punch one in, tie this thing up. Uh, good football game right now. Two uh, very athletic football teams out there. Y'all have a good evening. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. We'll check back in in a bit. We'll take a time out here back to the playing fields in just a moment as we continue on the original. At Dudley Deposure, clients call within days of their injury. Because if you wait, evidence gets lost, and the insurance company can use that to pay less than you deserve. Demand Dudley Deposure. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15654. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food at a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, Delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kids' menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's original prep football report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or Rommel. If you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Find the brands, inspiration, and great value you need to own your style at Macy's VIP Sale. Going on now. Use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 30% off fall trends and updates. Plus 15% off go-to beauty, skincare, and fragrances. Plus shop specials and find great deals on top brands at Macy's VIP Sale. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Now at Staples, the prices of HP printers are dropping. Save on HP Smart Tank and enjoy even more savings on ink. Save on the HP Inkjet, perfect for high-quality picks. Save on HP Laser Printers, great for tackling high-volume document printing. Now through September 30th, save on Staples' entire selection of HP printers, some as low as $69.99. With HP printer price drops at Staples, now is the time to upgrade to HP, America's most trusted printer brand. See staples.com slash HP for details. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. With reporters all over Louisiana and the best scoreboard in the state, it is the best source for prep football in Louisiana. Ken Trahan's original prep football report through Nash Icon 106.1 FM and through CrescentCitySports.com. Now back to Ken Trahan. 
Drawn at 613 Clearview Parkway in Metairie. Open Tuesday through Sunday, including for lunch Thursday and Friday, with the freshest seafood and most authentic Italian dishes everywhere. Quarterview with elegant different dining rooms and banquet rooms to suit your every need. Pull boys, signature sandwiches, pasta dishes, New Orleans favorites, crawfish and shrimp, eight to fay, and more. Go to quarterview.net. Most Pizza, 1112 Avenue H in West Rigo, home of the original big 21-inch pie with freshest, authentic ingredients they make the best you'll find. Sandwiches, including muffaladas, bread pudding, homemade lemonade, most pizza. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 10. Go to mostpizzanola.com. And thanks to Messina's at the Terminal and Lakefront Airport. Open 8 to 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Messina's offers two unique rooms, the atrium and walnut rooms. Enjoy brunch and blue plate specials. Observation deck. Watch the planes fly in and out. Great place for weddings, galas, reunions, special events. Messina's at the Terminal 6601 Stars and Stripes Boulevard, Lakefront Airport in New Orleans. Let's check in with Mike Creighton on North Caddo at Neville. Hi, Mike. Uh, we're at the end of first quarter. It's Neville 14, North Cato nothing. And we, uh, I've never, I've been on the sidelines a lot of years. We had a play going on. The ref running down the sidelines says he's going all the way and went from the, their 45 to, to touchdown. But we had a hole for Neville. So it didn't go on. <laughs> Hate when that happens. But I've never, I've never heard a ref come by. Running down the sidelines, hard. <laughs> he's going all the way. All right, okay. Thank you, Mike. Uh, we never up fourteen nothing. Brother Martin on the road in Washington Parish in Monroe. Here's Mark Wisniewski. Hey, Mark. Hey, Ken. This game started out a little uh, tough defense. Uh, both teams went three and out on their first series. Uh, Washington got the ball. Kyron Bell had a fifty-three yard run to get down to the ten yard line. He brought it in two plays later to go up seven, and then Brother Martin responded. Uh, great drive, uh, 82-yard drive, leading Jordan West, and uh, he scored uh, from a 12-yard run. Uh, we're in the second quarter, 545 left to go, 7-7. to All right, good game. Thank you very much. St. Thomas Aquinas at LaRanger. Keith Dewey is on the scene. Keith, what's going on? Uh, hey, Kim. It's second quarter, 9, 28-7-7. And St. Thomas is moving the ball down the field right now. 7-7, seven, seven, second quarter. Thank you. Chalmette home against Patterson. Richard Walker there. Hey, Richard, what's going on? Hey, Ken. Uh, actually, Chalmette just scored to go up 20 to nothing. They're about to kick the extra point here. They just had a, a long pass from Ethan Cuvion to Jaden Williams, about 60 yards. Uh, to score to make it twenty to nothing, and they're going for the extra point right now. Yeah, we'll stick they're with about- you. We'll stick with you to see if they make it uh, with the extra point. And Saint, right. and Dillis Salas scored, and that leads St. Charles Catholic 14-9, 7-21 to play in the first half, live on CrescentCitySports.com. All right. The, the extra point is good, Ken. So it's 21 nothing with 5.45 left to go in the second quarter. All right. So there you go. Chalmette rolling tonight over Patterson. Let's check in with Bill Gallagher, North Shore and Mandeville in the 6-5A. Hey, Bill. Hey, guys. With 9.36 to go here in the first half, the Skippers are up 10 nothing over the Panthers, and they're setting up for what looks to be about a 29-yard field, 29 field goal attempt for the Skippers. The game started off as well as could possibly be for North Shore. They forced a three and out. Mandeville punted. It was a terrible punt, about 18 yards. North Shore took over around midfield, and a bad snap resulted in a fumble immediately, and Mandeville drove down the field thanks to a couple of big plays by Nate Shepard who took in a wildcat formation from one yard out for the touchdown to go up 7 nothing, And then 
two short fields have resulted in two field goals for the skippers. So what's been the story all year for North Shore is the defense is really playing well, held this Mandeville offense to two field goals with two short fields to work with, but the offense just can't seem to get going. That 29-yard field goal attempt is good. So with 9.30 to go here in the first half, Mandeville skippers 13 North Shore Panthers zero. This is Bill Gallagher for the original. And we stay in that neck of the woods. And uh, St. Paul's at home against Slidell in District 65A. Sam Francis updates you. Sam? Hey, Ken. How's it going? We're here with four minutes and 55 seconds left in the second quarter. And it is seven to zero. Slidell's leading this one. This has been a straight defensive battle, guys. It's been nobody's moving the ball. The only score came off of the block punt with the scoop in the score. And Slidell, I mean, St. Paul's was just driving, but they just threw an interception. So Slidell's taking over and we'll see what they're going to do. Sam Francis to the original. All right. Thank you very much, Sam. Let's check in with Kevin Foote of the Acadian Advocates. Sulphur, Karen Crow. Kevin, what do you have? Well, not much, Kenny. We haven't begun yet. We've got a lot of lightning delays in our area. Acadian, I know, starting scheduled to start about 8 o'clock. We're scheduled to start about 8 o'clock, assuming there's no more lightning. Hmm. No turtling started, and then they're in a lightning delay right. as well. So it's um, a lot, a lot of not not any really rain, maybe a little bit of drizzle, but mostly just lightning delay. As of now, we're going to start about 8 o'clock. Well, hopefully that happens. All right, Kevin. Thank you. Daryl Jones, East Feliciana, Jules Sumner. Hey, Daryl. Hey, it's been all Sumner tonight. Um, East Feliciana's mustered up two first downs. That's it, but Sumner's up 14 nut with 3.33 before halftime. All right, thank you, St. James of Assumption. Sean Uber with an update. Sean? Hey, we're in the second quarter. There's seven minutes, 26 seconds, and Assumption is up 7-6. And Assumption is in punt formation, but there are some flags on the play. Offside by Assumption. So we got a battle going on in the Bayou. All right, thank you, Sean Plackman, Sarah Rita, Joe Brown. Here's Rodney McDonald. Rodney? Yes, how you doing? With 11 minutes left in the second quarter, South Plaquemine, 21 7 21-7 South Plaque on top of Sarah Reed. Thank you, Rodney. We appreciate that. John Curtis, Christian Ali's Jesuit, 20-7, 5.33 to play in the first half in that one. And we thank our friends at Katie's in Mid-City, serving New Orleans area since 1984 with great options, open seven days a week with swamp fries, bacon, flu fries, great appetizer options, char-grilled oysters, the ribs are terrific, and the sandwiches are outstanding don't forget the outstanding pizzas as well at Katie's, 3701 Iberville Street in New Orleans. All right, as we move on, let's check in now on Crescent City Christian in St. Edmund. Here's Van Reed. Hey, Van, good evening. Hey, good evening. Uh, it's all St. Edmund so far. We're in the second quarter. It's uh, 28 to nothing. We're actually on, on a lightning delay right now. Hmm. Been here for about uh, 15, 20 minutes on a lightning delay. Uh, more rain coming. Wow. It's uh, 28 to nothing for the Blue Jays. Kevon Johnson's got 11 carries and 122 yards with three touchdowns. I think he's number two in the state in rushing right now, um, so he's having a good night. Uh, average starting field position for Crescent City tonight has been there on 20, and the Blue Jays have started inside Crescent City uh, territory all night long. Their average starting is the 43-yard line. All right, thank you. Bro Bridge, Ascension Episcopal. I think weather's a problem there. Mike Coppage of the Acadian Advocate. Mike? Hey, Ken, yeah, you hit it, uh, hit the nail right on the head. Uh, we hadn't started yet. It's uh, homecoming for Assistant Episcopal with uh, Bro Bridge coming in here to play in Youngsville. But uh, it's still raining hard. Uh, we've had lightning recently, so I, I think they're going to try to kick off uh, hopefully around a quarter after eight or so. So just check back with me. 
All right, thank you very much. Iowa Jennings, Rick Whittington on the scene. Rick? Uh, yes, right now it's Jennings 14, uh, Iowa 7. Uh, Iowa's uh, punting. Uh, it's been an offensive game. You know, Iowa, you know, gets you down there, but they can't punch it in. And, and Jennings scored on two passes, uh, touchdowns to the tight end. All right, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Update on East St. John and Thibodeau. And here is George Pevis. George? Kenny with 6.33 to go. We are all tied up here at Joe Keller Stadium. When last I left, Thibodeau was driving. They finished the drive with Brandon Bricknell, the sophomore quarterback on a two-yard sneak. Extra point was good. East St. John drove it down but missed a 28-yard field goal, leaving us with the score we have now. With 6.33 to go before halftime, it is 7-7 here at Joe Keller. This is George Peppers for the original. Tensaw, Washita Christian. Here's Jonathan Oglesby. Jonathan? Hey guys, we are just now finishing up the first quarter, about to start the second quarter, and we got homecoming here at Washita Christian. Tensaw came over, and we are at a score of 42 to zero. I think the Eagles have run three offensive plays, two um, two pass TDs, and one rush TD. Uh, we had our our uh, punt return for touchdown record was set tonight by the senior Tate Hamby on about a 70 70 something yard return. And our sophomore kicker has set a record for the most number of PAT. So right here, so we're about to start the second quarter. Score forty-two to zero. Uh, looks like they're about to start running the clock for us. This is Jonathan Oglesfield of the original. All right, Destrehan has scored. Leads Hanville twenty-one to three. Eight minutes to play in the first half of that one. We thank Hooters Restaurants twenty-seven eighty-one Bell Chase Highway in Terrytown forty-seven forty-eight Veterans in Metairie. Wings any way you like them. Great sandwiches, seafood, lunch specials, multiple TVs. And nice girls. Open for lunch and dinner. Hooters has everything. Go to Hooters.com for more information. All the scores from CrescentCitySports.com with Emmanuel Peppas next when the original continues. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First fill up. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around two. 
$200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Scores, scores, and more scores. The scores are rolling in. You've got them on Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report here on 106.1 Nash Icon, CrescentCitySports.com, and the original network. Here's your Louisiana Scores First scoreboard update with Emmanuel Pepys from CrescentCitySports.com. And we begin with Wachita Christian, who leads Tensaw 42 to nothing, as we just heard a moment ago. Homer leads Magnolia School of Excellence 12 to nothing. It's University Lab 28, Helix Mentorship Academy nothing. Highland Baptist 6, Hanson nothing. St. Edmund leads Crescent City 28 to nothing. It's Basile 7, Elton nothing. It is Haynesville leading Glenbrook 7 to nothing. Generette 16, Centerville nothing. Covenant Christian 7, Central Catholic nothing. Slaughter Charter 21, Springfield nothing. It's Oak Grove 28, Rayville 7. Welsh 32, Pickering nothing. Rose Pine leads Vinton 12 to 6 in the second quarter there. It's Block 8, Lakeside 7. Loyola 14, Red River nothing. Mansfield leads Logan Sport 12 to nothing in the second quarter. It's Riverside 14, Homa Christian nothing. Newman has taken the lead over Manny 21 to 17 in the second quarter. It's Oakdale 22, Grand Lake 14, Calvary Baptist 14, Wasman nothing. Darwin Woods Charter 21, Montgomery nothing. Madison Prep and Parkview Baptist tied at 7 apiece. It is Jennings 14, Iowa 7, Northwebster 14, Richwood nothing. Port Berry 6, Mamu nothing. Gina 8, Winfield nothing. Jules Sumner 14, East Feliciana nothing. It is Church Point leading Pine Prairie 39-6. Erath and Vermilion Catholic tied at 14 apiece. It's Iota 35, Ville Platte nothing. Albany 14, Fisher nothing. It is Buckeye leading Vidalia 19 to nothing. Sterlington 10, Carroll 6. Tioga 27, Marksville nothing. Peabody 13, Green Oaks nothing. It's Rain 19, Kaplan 8. Neville 21, North Caddo nothing. North DeSoto 21, Minden nothing. Lakeshore 14, Washington Marion nothing. Catholic and New Iberia 7, Leesville nothing. In the second quarter, St. Thomas Aquinas and LaRange are tied at 7. It's Franklin Parish 14, Caldwell Parish nothing. Huntington 14, Northwood of Shreveport 6. Patrick Taylor 14, Kenner Discovery nothing. That has reached the half. It's St. Michael 21, Broadmoor nothing. St. Charles leads De La Salle 17 to 14. It is Assumption now leading St. James 13 to 6. Midway through the second quarter. Bell Chase, 7. Salmon, 6. Walker, 7. Kentwood, 6. It is E.D. White, 29. Woodlawn of Baton Rouge, 7. West Wachita, 7. Grant, nothing. It is Hannon, 10. North Lake Christian, nothing. West Monroe, 24. Scotlandville, 6. Morgan City, 7. Ellender, nothing. Slidell, 7. St. Paul's, nothing. Mandeville, 13. North Shore, nothing. It is Opelousas, 8. Santamont, nothing. Ruston leads Lafayette Christian 7-0 in the second quarter there. It is Parkway 14, Houghton nothing. Terrebonne leading H.L. Bourgeois 28-7. John Curtis 14, Jesuit nothing. John Errett 14, Bogalusa nothing. Chalmette 28, Patterson nothing. Denham, uh, Denham Springs 20, Franklinton nothing. Ponchatoula leads Covington 8-0. It's Destrahan 21, Hanville 3. 
East St. John and Thibodeau tied at 7. It's Shaw, 28. Bonneville, nothing. Brother Martin and Wachita tied at 7. It is Holy Cross leading Rummel, 21 to nothing. Barb leads Pineville, 7 to nothing. And Neville now leading North Caddo, 34 to nothing. Ken, back to you. All right, thank you very much. We salute Hopnomber Cafe, 5928 West Metairie and Metairie, a Metairie tradition since 1977. Great lunch specials, crawfish and corn bisque, onion rings, crawfish nachos, grilled chicken club sandwich, and seafood platters are great. They'll take care of your catering needs, and they've got the Alexander Room as well. Hopnomber Cafe, open for lunch and dinner Monday through Friday. Visit hopnombercafe.com for more information. It is St. Martin's Episcopal Night at Francesca's by Katie's. At 515 Harrison Avenue, that's where Les East and Jude Young are stationed with Kevin Dyser of the Saints. Take it away, gentlemen. Yeah, Ken, uh, we expected one of the better games of the night to be Manny at Newman, and uh, Manny got off to a big 17-7 start with the lead, and now the Greenies are on top 21-17, so it looks like that's every bit as good as we uh, expected. Uh, Lafayette Christian scoreless in the second quarter. No, uh, yeah. caught my eye. Uh, seven nothing. Now Rustin. fourteen to nothing, 14, guys. Fourteen nothing, Rustin. And both off of turnovers, one a pick six of Jawan Johnson, and another short field after an interception. So awfully impressive what Rustin's defense is doing so far tonight. Lafayette Absolutely. Christian is so explosive. Whenever you see, you think they start off with seven points sometimes. So when you see they have nothing, you know that that's that's quite a quite a feat. And one other thing I wanted to point out in the early going. Coach Dizer is winning the Battle of the Dizer household. Yeah. I think it was 10 to 6. Sterlington over Carroll. Mm -hmm. hey, so mm -hmm. the, the, there you go. I wanted to point that out. Okay. I'm not, ner <laughs> not nervous about it one bit. <laughs> Panther Pride. They, they're going to bring that one home. We'll I, had, there. I, I had to get that Willow report in there to get him ready, you know. St. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Catholic 17, Dallas Al 14. Is that the last we had? Yeah, watching it live on mm -hmm. CrestonCitySports.com uh, yes. as we mm -hmm. speak. Great game. And w Jude, you had a question for the yeah, coach. Yeah, that's a specific question uh -huh. because we see in southwest Louisiana so many weather delays tonight. You're an experienced yeah. head coach many years. How do you handle that situation with your guys? I know it's a group effort with the coaching staff, it, but it's a real challenge when you're on the site. It is, and uh, where you're playing at makes a huge difference. And, uh, you know, in 1A football, you get stuck in some places sometimes. Good God, watch out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, assuming they've got somewhere to get you indoors and things like that, the, the first thing I want to know is I know every strike is 30 minutes, but how long do we really think we're going to be on a delay? Uh, I've got to get with a boost, booster club representative, team parents, something like that. I've got to make sure we get something to eat, whether it be fruit, candy bar, God knows where you're at. You've, you've just got to get what you can get. You've got to make sure you've got something for your kids to eat. Um, and then the other thing you got to consider is what type you, you've got to know the, I don't want to say the character, but the type of team you've got. Um, and if you've got a team that, you know, immature, hey, you got to make sure we've got eyes on these guys and they're not goofing around, focus on the task at hand. If you got a team that's better staying loose, keep them loose, keep it light until it's ready to go and warm up. So uh, just that kind of psychology part kicks in. And then the last thing to it is when it is time to go, uh, you've got to assess the type of surface that you're playing on and the changes that you need to make in the style of play you have. So, um, you know, like us right now at St. Martin's, we're pretty multiple. We'll get under center, we'll be in the gun, we'll do all those different things, we'll throw it around, whatever. 
But if we get caught on grass after rain, hey, we're going to get under center, no more tosses. We're going to turn around, hand the ball off. Uh, all of those things have to be considered. Um, so, yeah, a lot goes into every decision that you make. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, if St. Martin's winds up with a weather delay sometimes this season, obviously they are well oh, yeah, prepared. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to be on top of it. Yeah. I just hope, like I said, you had a good place, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, that can accommodate all the type of stuff. And I guess one other score is Holy Cross 21, Rummel nothing. And Make I know it 28. Rummel, 28. Now. I know Rummel's beat up, but I, that just opens my eyes right there. And I, I, I'm guessing that says more about Holy Cross than it does about Rummel because Rummel is beat up. But that shows you that the, yeah. the Tigers are, are, are growing. Absolutely. Absolutely, and they're, they're putting up points, if I'm not mistaken. I don't get to pay attention to other teams as closely as you do, but um, it seems like they're putting up some pretty good numbers every weekend. They're throwing it around some, which is good. Explosive, yeah, explosive offensively. Yeah. Explosive yeah. offensively, very experienced. This would have been Salt Formaggio's team, as he said, but he didn't get that opportunity. Scott Watney has, and he's taken advantage of it. And, uh, Rummel's without six daughters now, six. So. Just not a, not enough firepower to replace that when you got that many guys out. But that's Ken, no excuse. Ken, Holy Cross Rumble is that good. Gets on the board here late in the first half. A Jaden Martin touchdown run. So now twenty eight to seven. Holy Cross. Yeah, now. I spoke at uh, Rummel's career day today, and Jaden was in class. Talked to him about it, and uh, they're playing with a bunch of freshmen and sophomores because they just have these guys out. But uh, look, that's no excuse whatsoever. Holy Cross is is much improved. They're going to be a factor. So lots of skilled people. A lot of skilled people. A lot no of skilled people. Holy you bet. Cross. All right, let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 106.1 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. You've got the right frequency and the right show for all Louisiana fans. It's Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 106.1 Nash Icon. NASHFM1061.com, CrescentCitySports.com, and the original network. And back to the playing fields, Bonneville Archbishop Shaw. Here's Micah Higgins. Micah. How you doing? Um, Charles up 31 nothing. headed into half. Uh, number eight has two rushing touchdowns, the running back. The quarterback punched in a quarterback sneak. Also a passing touchdown to number five for 25 yards. Um, and they ended it with a field goal about a minute ago. And Shaw's defense has two interceptions. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Let's check in with Wilbur Thomas. Hey, Wilbur, what do you have? Hey, how you, uh, this is Wilbur Thomas at West St. John High playing against Thrive Academy. The score right now is 28-6 with two minutes and 12 seconds left in the second quarter. West St. John has about three turnovers. And then uh, we have four kids that came back that been been out since last year and really playing well. So who's winning right now, Wilbur? West St. John's. West well, St. John's up 28-6 in a second. All right, good news for them. Thank you. It's Washington Marishan at Lakeshore, and Roland Skinner is there. Hey, Roland. Hey, Ken. How's it going? Good. It's uh, just now halftime. Lakeshore's winning 27-0. to uh, Washington Marion struggling to get anything going on offense. Uh, they have zero first downs in the first half. Uh, Lakeshore scored in their second possession. Go 55 yards on six plays. Quarterback Bobinar connected on tight end. Tyson Wall for a 14-yard touchdown. And then it's the Odry Grow show. He scored three touchdowns from two yards, two yards, and 14 yards. And uh, we are at the half. Titans 27, Washington Marion nothing. All this right. is Roland Skinner for the original. Thank you, Roland. Varnado Jefferson Rise. Here's Matthew Harvey. Matthew, what do you have? 
Hey, Kim, we're over here uh, in the second quarter with a minute and 40 left. Uh, we got Jefferson Rise 20 and Hardenville 0 uh, right before the half. All right, appreciate that. Thank you, Matthew. And let's check in with Lawrence Chambra of the Acadiana Advocate. St. Martinville Westgate, are they playing yet, Lawrence? Oh, I'm actually at a rain in Kaplan. Rain in, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lauren. Yeah. yeah um, it's a rainy night in Kaplan, and it's been a bit of a track meet. A lot of rushing yards for both teams um, with rain leading 19-8. Um, the teams just exchanged penalties as we go into half. So rain's on 19-8, and you're getting... Rain leading 19-8. Yeah. yeah, rain in the area, but not raining on rain. There you go. <laughs> a lot of games in your neck of the woods with problems, but good to hear that, Lawrence. We appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Chris Snell, Union Parish, and Bastrop. Hey, Chris. Hey, Ken. Uh, we've got a pretty good ball game here. Right now, the Farmers are up with 625 left in the first half, 28-6. Bastrop came out, took the opening kickoff, three plays, and scored on a six-yard run. But after that, it's been all Farmers. Farmers scoring 28 unanswered since then with a, with a mix of passing and rushing for the Farmers. So with 620 left in the first, first half, it's Farmers 28, Bastrop 6. All right, Chris, thank you. Covington Ponchatoula. Here's Scott Meyer with an update. Scott? Hey, guys, it's halftime at Ponchatoula High School with the Greenway 8, the Lions nothing. Right before the half, Covington had a chance to get on the board, going on a five-play, 50-yard drive. That drive ended at the Greenway three-yard line when quarterback was sacked, and that was with 1.5 seconds to go in the uh, quarter. So right now it's halftime, and it's the Ponchatoula Greenway 8. It's coming to line zero. This is my report for the original. Big matchup of unbeatens. Wasman at Calvary Baptist. Philip Mardell has an update. Hey, Philip. Hey, it's 14 6. Uh, halftime just started. Uh, it's been kind of a messy game. Uh, Wasman's thrown two interceptions. Calvary had a fumble. Uh, I think there's only been one punt tonight. Both teams have gone for it on fourth down a couple of times each. Uh, Calvary scored on a long run by James Simon and on a uh, pass to Aubrey Hermes. And uh, let's see, Watson scored. I can't remember the running back's name, but it was a short run. It was a, it was a drive where Calvary had probably 40 yards of penalties. Uh, they had a hold. They had a personal foul. They had something else. And so they really, really did not help themselves on that drive, and Watson was able to capitalize on it. All right, so 14-6, Calvary at halftime, correct? That, that is correct. Got it. All right. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. And uh, let's check in with Danny Broussard to see if they're playing football yet or sometime soon, Catholic and St. Thomas More. Danny? <laughs> no, unfortunately, uh, it looks like it's going to – we're shooting for an 8.35 start. Uh, we had another lightning strike about 30 minutes ago, so 8.35 start for the Cougars against Catholic High Bears. All right, appreciate that. Let's check in with Ben Babb and Opelousas and Santa Ma. Ben, what do you have? Yeah, right now we are at halftime, and uh, it is a, a real defensive struggle. Both teams uh, playing playing well on defense. Uh, it's tied 8-8. Eight to eight. Uh, The Gators rushed in and uh, blocked their punt and took over at the uh, Opelousas Tigers 33-yard line and a five-play drive with uh, Miles Dennis going in for two and a Chase Kelly to Kyron Kraft pass. For the two-point conversion, tied the game. So right now we're at halftime, all knotted up at eight. Good game. All right, thank you. Halftime, Lakeshore 27, Washington Marion nothing. Lakeshore 27, Washington Marion nothing. At halftime, Bell Chase 14 and Salmon 6. Bell Chase 14, Salmon 6. 
They are now at the half in that game. Throwing Catholic Notre Dame about to start after their long rain delay. And you just heard St. Thomas Moore Catholic probably about 835. Start for that one. One seventeen to play in the first half. St. Charles Catholic 20. Dillasal 14. Live at CrescentCitySports.com. And it's a good one. Southwood and Natchitoches Central. Kyle Woods with an update. Kyle? Natchitoches Central just scored to make it 28 to nothing from a 46-yard run by Zion Thompson. It's 28 to 6. 405 left in the half. All right. Thank you, Parkview Baptist. 14-7 over Madison Prep. Late first half in that one. Two good teams. Figured to be a good game. Eric Brown is on the scene, and he will have more updates on that one forthcoming. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House, 4941 West Napoleon near Transcontinental, serving Metairie for over three decades with the best homemade pizza around, along with pasta, salad, and sandwiches, and it's a purely Italian atmosphere. Enjoy the Italian music while dining at Geo's for lunch and dinner. Open lunch and dinner Tuesday through Friday, dinner Saturday. Geo's at geospizza.net. And, of course, Francesca's Deli Pizzeria and Catering by Katie's. Conveniently located at 515 Harrison Avenue in New Orleans, home of the original. And they're open Monday through Saturday with every type of sandwich you can imagine. Delicious muffaladas, great pizzas, frips are unique, and you need to get an order of those. There's three different versions, and they're great. Superb salads and sides. If you love Katie's, you'll love Francesca's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. It's outstanding. And back underway now, Turley's Catholic 7, Notre Dame nothing, as they play with about five minutes to play in the first quarter. They go to halftime, Denham Springs. 27, and Franklinton, 7. Back to the rivalry game in St. Charles Parish between Destrehan and Hanville, and here's Benny Jones. Benny? Hank, we're in downtown Hanville, and right now the uh, the store is Destrehan, 28, Hanville, 11, with 50 seconds left on the clock. Uh, pretty much Destrehan has scored whenever they wanted to. This is Benny Jones for the original. All right, Benny, thank you very much. We appreciate that. And Destrahan is doing what Destrahan does, Ro. They're that good, aren't they? Oh, so good. So talented, so deep, big, strong, and fast. I mean, they have everything. And uh, they rolled to the state title last year, and they're definitely one of the people we have to look at to do it again. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt. They have a real shot to do so. All right, uh, Varnado, Jefferson, Rise, Matthew Harvard with an update from Yeti. What do you have, Matthew? Hey, Ken, it's uh, actually going into halftime right now. 20 to 0, Jefferson Rise is leading at half. All right, 20 to nothing, Jefferson Rise over Varnado at the half. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good going there for the local team. It's Logan's Port in Mansfield. Matt Martin with an update. Hi, Matt. Hey, how you doing? Man, I'll tell you what, this is a game full of surprises right now. Um, 241 to go in the half. The score is Mansfield 24, Logan Sport 6. Logan Sport has three turnovers. Mansfield with two long touchdown passes, a scoop and score, and a kick return. And that's where that's we stand with 241 to go, a shocker at the moment. Mansfield 24, Logan Sport 6. That is a surprise to be certain. All right, thank you. And let's check in on Morgan City and Ellender. Andrew Mancuso is on the scene. Andrew? Yeah, it's halftime here in Berg. Uh, Morgan City's leading 13-0 to zero over Allender. Sandra Mancuso uh, reporting from Berg. All right, thank you very much. We appreciate that. So much improved Tiger team this year, and they've been down for a while, but much better this time around. Big game between Glenbrook and Haynesville. Started at 7.30, and Dwayne Woodard is there. Dwayne, what do you have? Hey, it's 10.25 left in the half. It's the Tornado 14, Glenbrook 7. It's 4, and Glenbrook has the ball 4th and about 8. 
on the uh, painful uh, 24-yard line. Painful uh, jump out to a 14-0 lead on a 33-yard run by Junior Jackson. And oh no! Uh, <laughs> and then excuse me. And then they struck with a 53-yard uh, pass to make it 14 nothing. Remember, got the ball back and had a steady drive, and then they pushed it in from the one. And that's where we stand right now. They right. just called pass interference, so it'll be about four and three or four for okay. the, the pass. All right, 14-7. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Back and forth they go. St. James retakes the lead over Assumption, 20-13, to 2.46 to play in the first half of that one. Let's check in on North Lake Christian and Archbishop Hannon with Nick Chetta. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick, are you there? Okay. No, Nick. All right. Let's go to Logan Graffia, who's standing by. It's Hammond and Fountain Blue. Hey, Logan, what do you have? Hey, Ken, after a scoreless first quarter for Fountain Blue, the Bulldogs have come back and scored 21 unanswered points in the second half. Right now at halftime, we have Fountain Blue 21 Hammond, 14. 21-14. All right. Good game. Thank you. Halftime now. Hanville scores. It's Destrahan, 28. Hanville, 11 at the half. Destrahan, 28. Hanville, 11 at halftime. And we salute our good and great friends at Fat Boy's Pizza. Don't just settle for the boring old frozen pizza for dinner. Head over to Fat Boy's Pizza, where size matters. Check out the large pies. that measure 30 inches across, but the number scarcely does it justice. When you see the 30-inch pie, your whole world gets smaller and your idea of pizza got bigger. From delicious pizza choices, mouth-watering chicken wings, garlic knots, and much more, find a Fat Boy's Pizza near you when you visit them at eatfatboyspizza.com or follow them on social media at Eat Fat Boys Pizza. Do it. You won't regret it. Gina at Winfield. Blake Phillips with an update. Blake? Well, at the half, it was 16 to nothing, and we just came out in the third quarter. Uh, kicked off the Winfield, and in less than about 30 seconds, Winfield just scored. So, um, you know, might be a better second half than it was the first half. It was all Giants for the first half on offense. So, um, they might make this a good game after, after all. So, all right. So, six, 16 to six, probably 16 to six, but they were going to try the extra point. Okay, they're going to try it right now? Yep. All right, let's stay with you and see if they make it. Uh, while we wait for that, we can say that Parfum Baptist leads Madison Prep 14-13, 105 to play in the first half. Uh, incomplete. Okay. They, uh, so, 16-6, uh, Gina. 16-6, Gina over Winfield. Thank you. Appreciate it. They go to halftime. It's John Curtis, Christian 20, Jesuit 7, John Curtis 20, Jesuit 7 at the half at the Shrine on Airline. At Tag Gormley Stadium, Holy Cross in control against Archbishop Brummel. Here's Wyatt Arthur with an update. Wyatt. Holy Cross is up 28-7 going into halftime right now, Ken. Holy Cross has just been dominating the offense. Steady uh, run game, dominant pass game. And we'll see if Rummel can find an answer to it going into the second half. Thank you. All right, 28-7 at the half. Holy Cross in total control there. All right, Southwest Louisiana has had the delays, the rain, the lightning and everything else. Notre Dame and Turley's Catholic, though, are playing again. And Mike Boyer's there. Mike, what's going on? Well, we, uh, we, we handled the, the lightning delay. Uh, we picked the game back up with 5 minutes 14. It's 2.30 in the first quarter. 
on the very first play, uh, coming back into action, uh, Sterling's had a fourth and ten, and they converted on a 15-yard pass from uh, Welch to Bradford Kane. On the next play, Aiden Trahan, the tailback, scored on a 15-yard run, and the PAT was good. Sterling's was 7 nothing. Notre Dame got one first down, and on the third down, in, in formation, they snapped the ball over the quarterback's head. They snapped it over the punter's head earlier, and the ball went all the way to the 11-yard line. It was a 22-yard punt, and Turlings took over at the 33-yard line. It's now second down and 15 with two minutes and 26 to go in the first quarter. Our score, Turlings Catholic 7, Notre Dame a 0. This is Mike Boyer for the original. All right, Jacob Seenat on the scene. At Bertolino, Patrick Taylor, Kenner Discovery. Jacob, what's happening? Hello, Mr. Ken. All right. There's kind of eight minutes and ten seconds left in the third quarter. The score is 14 nothing. Patrick Taylor over Kenner Discovery. Both teams have continued to just run the ball the whole game. And right now in the third quarter, quarterback of Kenner Discovery, Braylon Berg, just got sacked on back-to-back plays by Gavin Bonner of Patrick Taylor. There is... Seven minutes and 48 seconds left in the third quarter. 14 to nothing. Patrick Taylor of Canada Discovery. I am Jacob Peanut for the original. North Lake Christian and Archbishop Hannon. Here's Nick Chetta with an update. Nick? Right now it's at halftime. Uh, Hannon Hawks are up 10 uh, 0 over North Lake. Been just going uh, hands away so far. So hopefully, second half will be a little, little different story for North Lake. But right now it's 10 0 Hannon Hawks. Hawks with a surprise at halftime. All right. Thank you very much, Lafayette Christian and Ruston, and a big matchup. Jay Miller's there. Jay? Yeah, it's halftime here at LJ Hawks Garnet Stadium. Bearcats took, took over a 14 nothing lead with two interceptions. Great receptions by the linebacker on deflected passes by Juwan Johnson, and uh, one was a pick six. The other offense came onto the field and took a 14 nothing lead. But since then, the Knights have driven 78 yards for a score and 61 yards for a score right before half. Now the Bearcats blocked, or no, they went for two to try to tie it up, and it was incomplete. So at the half, it's LCA 12. Bearcats 14, Knights offense starting to come alive, and they get the ball first to start the second half. Jay Miller, Night Vision TV. All right, Jay, thank you. So 14-12, Rustin over Lafayette Christian at the half. You you kind of knew that the Knights would break out a little bit, Ro. They'd have to they'd score sometime, right? <laughs> yeah, they get around to it. Like I said, it looks like every week that you know people give them points before the game starts, they score so much. But, yeah, Johnson, he's so explosive. I mean, he's just a terrific, terrific player. Uh, who can do so many things. One-man gang on offense. Not that he's the only one there, but he could be a one-man gang. Special player. Yep. And, yep. you know, commit to LSU, was committed to Colorado, now committed to LSU. We'll see how that turns out. But he is a lightning-fast kid, and he can throw the ball, too, regardless of his height. To me, he he's can a quarterback. Play quarterback. He can play quarterback. He can play quarterback. I agree. I agree. You know, he, could, you know, he could be a defensive back. He could be anything, really. The superb athlete. All right, uh, Country Day is at Amit. Gus White has an update there. Gus, what's happening? So Amit is up 26-0 at the half. 26 nothing. Warriors in control over Country Day. Gus, thank you so much. We appreciate that. Let's check in with Lamar Gafford, who's got a good one tonight. Tioga Marksville. Lamar, what's happening? 
And Ken, right now we're at the half, forty-two to nothing. Tioga up over Marksville here. Two touchdown, uh, two touchdowns here by Josh Lloyd in this game here, and pretty much it's been all Tioga in this one, all phases of the ball game. But once again at the half, forty-two to nothing. Tioga over Marksville. This is Mark Apple with the original. East St. John Chibino, George Peppers updates us. George, we're at halftime. Kenny in the score. East St. John leads twenty-one to seven over Thibodeau. Lorenzo Zeno to Connor Joseph has been the hot combination here in the second quarter. They've connected on two long, uh, two touchdown passes, the first from seven and the second from 46 yards, which has us at halftime with the score. The East St. John Wildcats 21, the Typical Tigers 7. This is George Peppers for the original. And it's Parkview Baptist Madison Prep, and it's our Eric Brown. Eric? Hey, Eric. Switch off my headset here. It's 14-14 at halftime between Parkview Baptist and Madison Prep. It's been a very well-played first half. As I mentioned earlier, the first drive of the game, Madison Prep went down the field quickly. Tony Lewis, 70-yard touchdown run. Looked like they may run away at that point, but Parkview Baptist bounced back to go six plays, 45 yards. Scored on touchdown, Abram Johnson to C.J. DeLeon, 19 yards to tie the game up. Second quarter came around. And uh, Madison Prep, actually, well, Parkview Baptist actually took a 14-7 lead. And Johnson hooked up with Brock Cuomo for a 14-yard touchdown, capping off a 10-play, 67-yard drive, which gave Parkview Baptist a lead. Both teams exchanged turnovers, and then Parkview Baptist driving to go up two scores, passing the end zone, intercepted, and returned 101 yards by Javen Holmes. Madison Prep with just 105 to play in the half at that point to even the score at 14. That's where we stand at the half. Madison Prep 14, Parkview Baptist 14. Recording live from Parkview Baptist here in Baton Rouge. This is Eric Brown for the original. Hainesville 21, Glenbrook 7, 840 to play in the half. Hainesville 21, Glenbrook 7 in that game. And they play with 204 left in the first quarter. Notre Dame and Turlings Catholic now tied 7-7 in that one. Let's check in on Denham Springs, Franklinton with Mike Garcia. Mike? Yeah, Ken, uh, uh, halftime here at uh, Denham Springs. Denham Springs leading right now 27-7 to over the Franklinton Demons. A couple of interesting stats for you. Three touchdown runs by Denham Springs in the first half. Get a load of this. R.J. Johnson, 70-yard touchdown run. R.J. Johnson, 23-yard touchdown run. Hudson Byers, 57-yard touchdown run. Each one of those three Drives combined, one minute and six seconds came off the clock. That was the first quarter. Denver Springs just owning right now. In the second quarter, the quarterback for Denver Springs, Deshaun Goldman, with a one-yard drive, touchdown run up the middle, extra point was good. And then 133 left in the second quarter. Uh, Franklinton finally gets on the board as Daniel McGee gets behind all the defensive backs for a 33-yard touchdown pass. Extra point was good. That's where we stand right now at halftime. Denver Springs 27 Frank seven. I'm Mike Garcia for the original. Scotlandville and West Monroe. Here's Cody Futrell. Cody. Hey guys, it is twenty-seven to six. West Monroe leading at halftime over Scotlandville. Hayden Federico, the quarterback for West Monroe, a passing and a rushing touchdown in the first half. David Moore, a receiving touchdown and a punt return for a touchdown. Scotlandville has been able to uh, move the ball in spurts. Uh, some big pass plays, including a touchdown that they uh, ended up having the extra point block. Is uh, how they got their six. West Monroe has stalled a couple of times in the red zone and had to settle for field goals, and has, uh, that's gotten us to our 27-6. But uh, West Monroe uh, having a pretty good night on offense, being able to run and pass the ball and uh, spread the ball around a little bit. 
The defense has uh, played pretty well, um, giving up only the one touchdown so far. But Scotland Bill has been able to move the ball. If they make some adjustments, we'll see how it goes in the second half. But at the half here at Rebel Stadium, Western Road 27, Scotland Bill 6 reporting for the original Cody Futrell. Oakdale 30, Grand Lake 22, early third quarter. A brief timeout. Back to hear from Pierce Huff and Micah Higgins next. And our scoreboard coming up in about eight minutes as well. Stay with us here on the original. We're Deli DeBosier, and we're proud to be the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are back with a new season ahead with a whole lot to play for. Let's go, Louisiana. It's time to rally behind the black and gold. Demand Deli DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. 444-4444. Chad Deli, New Orleans, LA 23-15653. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hey, I love your outfit. It's Stitch Fix. I'd like to thank my stylist for making me look amazing. She sends looks that work for me and my budget. She gets my fit just right. She turns me on to styles I never would have found on my own. Because of her, because of Stitch Fix, I have time to take care of everything else. They just make everything so easy. So thank you, Stitch Fix. My stylist just gets me, and they'll get you too. Stitch Fix. Take your style quiz today at stitchfix.com. John Curtis Christian School is a co-educational, non-sectarian private school with a college prep curriculum. Boys and girls of all religious faiths are welcome at the school. John Curtis will strengthen the moral and spiritual values in Christ-like fashion. Established in 1962, John Curtis meets and exceeds the national standards, grade-level expectations, and state benchmarks. Our lower school runs kindergarten through seventh grade, preparing students for high school with a story past and a bright future. John Curtis Christian School. Visit us online at johncurtis.com or call 504-737-4621. At Dudley DeBosier, clients call within days of their injury. Because if you wait, evidence gets lost, and the insurance company can use that to pay less than you deserve. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15654. It's the one and only. Thanks for tuning in to the best prep football coverage anywhere on Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 106.1 Nash Icon. Nash FM, 1061.com, and the original network. Live at CrescentCitySports.com, Joe LaSalle, St. Charles Catholic, and here with an update is Kelly France. Kelly? Hey, we got a barn burner here in, uh, at St. Charles Catholic. Uh, LaSalle actually pulled ahead. Uh, Evan Orson in the second quarter on a, a 20-yard pass to Santana Jula. Uh, went ahead 14-9. Then St. Charles Catholic had a 71-yard touchdown bomb. And they pulled ahead 17-14. Then with a minute 24 left in the, in the half, St. Charles uh, kicker kicked a, uh, a 20-yard field goal. That's a half. It's St. Charles 20, Nellisau 14. Nellisau gets the ball in the second half. And that's right. it for the original. All right. Thank you, Kelly. It's Archbishop Sean Bonneville. It's Micah Higgins. Micah? Uh, still have time. It's 31 nothing. Um, Shaw, as I said earlier, Shaw ran in two touchdowns with number eight. They kicked the field goal. Uh, the quarterback sneak, he scored on a one-yard quarterback sneak. And number one through the number five for a 25-yard touchdown. Uh, Bonneville hasn't really moved the ball, got past the 50 at all yet. Uh, Shaw's been super dominant in the run game. The defense has also been really good with two interceptions. Um, six minutes left at halftime for the start of the third quarter. All right, thank you very much, Pierce Huff. 
Uh, updating Manny and Newman. What's going on, Pierce? Uh, so, uh, started a third quarter here at Michael Lupin Field. Newman leads 28-17. to The story of the game so far is Newman junior quarterback Eli Frandy accounted for four touchdowns, three rushing and, and one passing in the second quarter to give Newman a 28-17 lead at halftime. All right, thank you. Joey Sanchez updates Kentwood and Walker. Joey, what's happening there? Good evening, guys. Getting ready to kick off the third quarter. Here you got uh, Kentwood up 8-7 to seven on the Wildcats. Uh, Wildcats went ahead on a, about a 55-yard run from senior C.J. McClendon. Then uh, Kentwood connected on a long play, uh, pass uh, towards the end of the half. Uh, Walker held him on the, uh, on the goal line, four downs and out, and then had a holding penalty in the end zone to give Kentwood an 8-7 lead at, uh, starting the third quarter over here in and Walker Mary, two good teams, very good football game going on right now. It certainly appeared to be that way prior to. Thank you very much. It's Lutcher and Vanderbilt Catholic. It's Doug Hamilton with an update. Doug? Yes, uh, with six minutes and 35 seconds to go in the third quarter, uh, the Lutcher Bulldogs came out the second half, drove down. The Terry defense held uh, to a field goal attempt, which Lutcher converted. It's now 18-0. to zero. The Terriers are now driving, and they're about midfield going towards Lutcher's goal. But with six minutes to go in the third quarter, it's 18 for Lutcher and zero for the Terriers. All right, Doug, thank you very much. Throwing Catholic takes a 14-7 lead over Notre Dame with 11.55 to play in the first half. Here's Mike Creighton, Neville, in North Cato. Mike? It's 41 to nothing, Neville, at half, and Neville has already started playing uh, second string, third string, whatever. I mean, it's, I don't mean to be rude, but, uh, North Cata only brought 30 players and they're not, they're not prepared for what's going on, but that, that's going to be it from here. All right. Thank you very much for that. We appreciate it. It's John Aaron Bogalusa. It's Sheena Smith Dilworth. Sheena. The score is now 27 Bogalusa, 21. John Aaron with eight seconds left to go in a half. We just had a, it, what, what appears to be a kind of serious cramping situation with one of the Bogalusa players. So we should be, should be hand, getting back started. Uh, John Eric fumbled on the goal line uh, to, to bring the score um, to 27-14. John Eric gets the, gets the ball back after a big stop on fourth down. And we score on the first play after that to bring the score to 21-27 Bogalusa with eight seconds left to go in the half. All right, give it a score again. Who's, who's ahead? Bogalusa 27-21. Right, yeah. want to get it the right way. Okay, thank you, Sheena. Appreciate that. And Patrick Taylor has scored. They now lead Kenner Discovery 21 to nothing. 18 seconds left in the third quarter. Patrick Taylor, 21. Kenner Discovery, nothing. Desi Vegas Seafood and Prime Steaks, 111 Veterans Boulevard and Lake Avenue. Open Monday through Friday for lunch and dinner, beginning at 1130. Open for dinner on Saturday and Sunday. Special events, great banquet room. Of course, phenomenal steaks all the time. Great meatballs, appetizers, salads. DesiVegasSeafood.com is the website. It is time now for a Scores First scoreboard update in conjunction with CrescentCitySports.com. Here's Emmanuel Peppis. Thanks, Ken. And we begin with Watchtaw Christian, who now leads at the half against Tensaw 49 to nothing. Other scores in progress include University Leading Helix Mentorship 28 to nothing. It's St. Frederick 29, Delhi Charter 8. Haynesville leading Glenbrook 21-7. It's East Beauregard 24, get on nothing. Ascension Christian 21, North Central 8. Delhi in the third quarter leads Cedar Creek 6 to nothing. 
It is Generette 22, Centerville nothing. Oak Grove leads Rayville close to the half, 49 to 14. It's Welsh 44, Pickering nothing. Rose Pine leading Vinton 12 to 6. It's Block 14, Lakeside 13. Mansfield 24, Logan Sports 6. It's LaSalle 28, Lakeview 14. Menard 10, Sacred Heart nothing. It is Newman leading Manny 28 to 17. Oakdale at the half leads Grand Lake 30 to 22. It's Jefferson Rise Charter 20, Varnado nothing. East Iberville 14, Baker nothing. Calvary Baptist 14, Wasman 6. Darwin Woods Charter 30, Montgomery nothing. Madison Prep and Parkview Baptist tied at 14 apiece. It's Northwester 21, Richwood 6. Jennings 14, Iowa 7. Gina 16, Winfield 6. It is Jules Sumner leading East Feliciana 14 to nothing. Erath and Vermilion Catholic tied at 14. Iota 35, Ville Platte nothing. It is Union Parish 28, Bastrop 6, Amit 26, Country Day nothing. Bunky 21, Avoyles nothing. Buckeye 19, Vidalia nothing. At the half, it's Sterlington 13, Carroll 6, Turlings Catholic 14, Notre Dame 7, Tioga 42, Marksville nothing. Rain 19, Kaplan 8, South Terrebonne 10, South Lafouche 7. Peabody, 26, Green Oaks, nothing. It is North DeSoto, 28, Minden, nothing. Neville, 41, North Caddo, nothing. Uh, nothing. Lakeshore, 28, Washington Marion, nothing. Catholic Point Capete, 24, LaGrange, 12. St. Thomas Aquinas, 21, LaRanger, 14. Lutcher, 18, Vanderbilt Catholic, nothing. It's Huntington, 14, Northwood of Shreveport, 6. Franklin Parish, 14, Caldwell Parish, nothing. Estruma, 8, Plaquemine, 6. St. Charles, 20, De La Salle, 14. Cecilia, 28, Crowley, 7. St. Michael, thir uh, 36, Broadmoor, 6. It is DeRitter, 14, Westlake, nothing. St. James, 20, Assumption, 13. Bell Chase, 14, Salmon, 6. Pope John Paul II, 42, Ben Franklin, 13. Kentwood, 8, Walker, 7. West Wachita, 21, Grant, nothing. E.D. White, 29, Woodlawn and Baton Rouge, 7. West Monroe, 27, Scotlandville, 6. It's Hannon, 10, Northlake Christian, nothing. Morgan City, thir uh, 13, Ellender, nothing. Opelousas and Santamon tied at 8. Natchitoches Central, 21, Southwood, 6. Mandeville at the half leads North Shore, 16-3. to three. It's Ruston, 14, Lafayette Christian, 12. Fountain Blue, 21, Hammond, 14. Terrebonne, 28, H.L. Uh, Bourgeois, 7. Bugalusa, 27, John Errett, 21. John Curtis, 20, Jesuit, 7. Parkway, 24, Houghton, nothing. Denham Springs leads Franklinton 27-7. It's Destrahan 28, Hanville 11. East St. John 21, Thibodeau 7. Karen Crow 21, Sulphur nothing. It is Shaw 31, Bonneville nothing. Central Lafouche 14, Franklin 6. Barb 7, Pineville nothing. Holy Cross 28, Archbishop Rummel 7. Alexandria and East Ascension tied at 7 at the half. And it is Lakeshore leading Washington Marion uh, by the score of 34 to nothing. And one more score before we send it back in a game that got started late. Late first quarter, Kinder leads St. Louis Catholic 7-3. to three. The three came on a Landon Daudrill 52-yard field goal. Ken, back to you. Hello. And Sign him up. Cameron Kasnay scores. Two-point conversion good for North Lake Christian. It's now Archbishop Hannon 10 or North Lake Christian 8 in the third quarter of that contest. And we'll take a timeout here. We'll continue with more reports, more updates, more scores, more of everything with more of the original in a moment. 
What does it mean to be New Orleans' very own? It's about being raised in your city, reporting on your concerns, sharing stories from neighborhoods where you grew up, on falling down, getting back up. It's shining light on tough issues, doing something about it to move New Orleans forward. It's not easy as we fight your fight, serving the community we love, making sure our viewers know they are and we are New Orleans' very own. Catch WGNO News at 5, 6, and 10. New Orleans' very own. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B. B-E-L.com. Hey, I love your outfit. It's Stitch Fix. I'd like to thank my stylist for making me look amazing. She sends looks that work for me and my budget. She gets my fit just right. She turns me on to styles I never would have found on my own. Because of her, because of Stitch Fix, I have time to take care of everything else. They just make everything so easy. So thank you, Stitch Fix. My stylist just gets me, and they'll get you too. Stitch Fix. Take your style quiz today at stitchfix.com. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. 29 years of consistent excellence in Louisiana prep football. We've got you covered for six hours each Friday night. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana prep football report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans, the original network, and at CrescentCitySports.com. And we salute Copeland's Restaurants and New Orleans tradition with the right spice. Across Fish Beignets, a great way to start. Sandwiches awesome. Penthouse salad's great. They're remodeling. To make this a much nicer place everywhere with all the Copeland's restaurants. I go to the Kenner restaurant, Jefferson, Harvey, Slidell, Covington, Home of Baton Rouge, Lafayette, Alexandria, Monroe, Shreveport, also in Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Visit CopelandsofNewOrleans.com to get your fix on some terrific food. Let's check in now with Mike Bishota, who's standing by on the North Shore. Mike, what do you have? Well, it's homecoming night here in Slidell with the Jaguars, and it's been all Jaguars. They started off hot in the first quarter, put up 21 points in the first eight and a half minutes of the game. But Ben Franklin came back hard, and they had a couple good drives, put 13 on the board to cut the score 21-13 with, at the end of the first quarter. Since then, it's been all Jags. They've been driving up and down the field, and it's currently halftime, and the Jaguars lead 42-13. 42-13, Pope John Paul over Ben Franklin at the half. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. Up north to Washita Parish. Brother Martin's there. Mark Winooski is there, too. Mark, what's happening? Hey, Ken. Uh, getting into the end of the half, uh, Brother Martin uh, went on a long drive. Uh, it got helped out by a personal foul, which brought the ball down to the 17. And uh, with one second left, we kicked the field goal to go up 10-7. to 7. Uh, We took the opening kickoff uh, 83 yards with West punching it into the end zone uh, to go up. 17-7, and then 
Uh, Treshawn Ware on the next possession had a pick six from 42 yards out. Crusaders are up with 105 left in the third quarter, 24 to 7. Rolling now. Outstanding. All right, Mark, thank you very much. That's good stuff. After last week's tough one, Bill Gallagher standing by. No doubt music to his ears. North Shore in Mandeville. What's going on, Bill? Hey, guys. We have about 40 seconds until we kick off the second half here. When I last talked to you, Mandeville had jumped out to a 13 nothing lead, and that North Shore defense was trying to hold this potent offense at bay. The defense has continued to perform for North Shore. Uh, Mandeville tacked on a 50-yard field goal about midway through the second quarter to go up 16 nothing, And then North Shore was finally put, able to put a little bit of a drive together and kick a 29-yard field goal as time expired in the second quarter to make the halftime score 16-13 here. And we're five seconds away from kickoff where North Shore will be receiving. Hopefully they've maybe found some rhythm here on offense and can fit something together because the defense is certainly, as always, keeping them in game, just hoping to get this offense rolling. So about to kick off the second half here, 16-3, to North Shore trails Mandeville. It's Bill Gallagher for the original. St. Thomas Aquinas at LaRanger, and here's Keith Dewey with an update. Keith? Hey, Ken, it's halftime. It's 21-14 St. Thomas. LaRanger's getting ready to kick off to start the second half. Good game, 21-14 Falcons on top. Thank you. It's Patterson and Chalmette, and it's Richard Walker. Richard? Hey, uh, Ken, it's... We're in the third quarter here. Chalmette was up 35 nothing at half, took the opening kickoff, went down and kicked a field goal to make it 38 nothing. We got the clock running here in the second half. We got four minutes to play in the third quarter with the clock running. Chalmette in control. All right. Appreciate that. Thank you. And it's Daryl Jones, East Feliciana. Jules Sumner, what's happening, Daryl? It is still all Sumner. It is 22 nothing with a minute 28 left in the third quarter. All right. Thank you. Livingston Collegiate at Pine. Clay Thomas, hey Clay. Yeah, it's uh, two minutes left in the third, and uh, Pines on top, thirty-five to eight. Uh, we got the ball. Pines got the ball uh, about midfield. All right, Pine in control, thirty-five eight with the ball as well. South Plaquemine, Sarah Reed, Joe Brown, Rodney McDonald with an update. Rodney. Yes, at halftime, South Plaquemine forty-two, Sarah Reed thirteen. Forty-two thirteen. All right, thank you very much, Nick Fondo. The and the Acadiana Advocate has Acadiana Lafayette. I think they're playing. I hope they're playing. Here's Nick. Nick? <laughs> this game just kicked off. I mean, like, just kicked off a second ago. So we are scoreless. This is the second week in a row Acadiana's had an almost two-hour delay. So uh, with the, uh, we don't even have the scoreboard on because the lights went out. So it's been really nasty over here. I would say it's somewhere around 11.55 remaining in the first quarter. We're scoreless here at Acadia High. Okay, so Kevin Foote's next, and you can just lobby him for additional pay, okay? Some- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can for me, Ken. Somewhere around... I just, a, some- I, just, I just lobbied for him, bro. Somewhere around 11.55, the game may end. It, it, it could, <laughs> it might, it could, it may. It's going to be a long night, Nick. We appreciate you, man. All right, thank you all. Thank you very much. Let's check in with Kevin Foote. All right, boss, what do you have, Kevin? All right, so we're about to end. We're let's see, we might get a, a, a touchdown here. Let's see, we got 32 seconds and counting. Nope, they call a timeout. So what's going on? And Karen Crow is having a lot of fun after an hour uh, lightning delay. Uh, Kendrick Bernard caught a 51-yard pass on the first play of the game, then a 19-yard pass to set up a one-yard t- touchdown run by Kashmir Baptiste. Then Landon Burton caught a 69. 
yard touchdown pass from Chance Bernard. So in five offensive plays, it was 15 to nothing after the two point conversion. Four offensive plays later, Chance Babineau had a highlight film 63 yard run, two point conversion, 23 to nothing. And currently, as we speak, Karen Cruz got the ball third and goal from the two yard line with 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. Uh, and, you know, up 23 nothing, completely dominant. Sulphurs had the ball three times and three punts. So with a very late first quarter, it's Karen Crow 23, Sulphur nothing. Crow Bears on a roll. All right. Thank you. Lakeshore 41, Washington Marion nothing. Six minutes to play. In the third quarter, Sam Francis updates Slidell and St. Paul. Sam? Hey, guys, we're here in the third quarter. We have two minutes and 27 seconds left, and it's still been a decent battle. St. Paul's had managed to get one good run for about 60 yards for a touchdown with Brennan Kimes, so we're sitting here 7-7 with about two minutes and 10 seconds left in the third quarter. 7-7 tie. Thank you. Robridge Ascension Episcopal. Mike Coppage of the Acadiana Advocate is there. Hey, Mike. Hey, Ken. Well, the good news uh, here at Ascension Episcopal is we're going to play football. The bad news is we still haven't quite got, gotten started yet. The teams are warming up. We're going to kick off here somewhere around the 9 o'clock hour. Oh, man. All right. I just lobbied for Nick Fondo for extra pay. I'm going to do the same for you for Kevin, okay? I, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you very much. Rick Whittington's got Iowa in Jennings. Rick, what do you have? I have a tied game, 21-21, with five minutes to go in the third quarter. Really good football game. Figured very it would good, be. very good. Figured it would be. All right, thank you, Jonathan Oglesby, Washtenaw Christian at home against Tensaw. Jonathan? Hey, guys, we are running the clock here in the third quarter. We've got about four minutes left in the third quarter. OCS is currently Watch leading Tensaw with a score of 56-0. Uh, the last touchdown was actually scored by a uh, forced fumble on the kickoff. Uh, ball rolled down the end zone, and one of the guys picked it up to uh, to hand it to the official and didn't realize he even scored a touchdown when he did it. So, uh, looks like we've got about 16 minutes of football left here. Uh, OCS is trying to, to be good sportsmen here on the field. Uh, with a score of 56-0, OCS leads 10 call. This is John Penelope with the original. Okay, Jonathan, thank you very much. And Turling's Catholic has scored. Leads Notre Dame 21-14, 6 to play in the first half. And Riverside Academy leads home a Christian 33-0 early third quarter, 33-0 Riverside on top of Homa Christian. And Haynesville up 21-7 on Glenbrook as they go to halftime there. Let's check in now with Matt Harvey, Varnado, Jefferson, Rise, and Yenny. What do you have, Matt? Yes, sir. We're at uh, the third quarter with four minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, Jefferson Rise still leading 20 to nothing. Jefferson Rise is uh, driving on their side of the field. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And let's check in now with Bob Utzler, the latest on Jesuit, and John Curtis Christian. What do you have, Bob? Hey, Kenny. We're in the third quarter right now with 4-10 remaining. Jesuit got the second-half kickoff. They drove it all the way to the three-yard line, but they couldn't get it in. Curtis took it over from three, and they drove all the way down with the final play of a pitch out from Bruno to Gabriel. The score, 27-7 to for the Patriots. Back to you, Kenny, in the original. All right, appreciate that very much. Roland Skinner updates Lakeshore and Washington Marion. Hey, Roland. Hey, Kenny. If it's 4.30, left to go in the third quarter. Lakeshore's up 41-0. to The story of the day is the, the Lakeshore defense just smothering uh, Washington Marion's offenses. They cannot get anything going offensively. Uh, two touchdowns by Dylan Kusex and Landon Hollinshead in the, in the third quarter. 
Um, and that's where we are at in the third quarter. 41, nothing Titans. This is Rowan Skinner for the original. All right, thank you very much. Holy Cross 35, Rumble 14 in the third quarter. Holy Cross 35-14 over Rumble. Let's check in with Lawrence Chambra. And uh, Lawrence has rain in Kaplan. Lawrence, what's going on? Um, Kaplan opened the second half with a long, um, with a nearly 11-plus 11, 11 minute touchdown drive and scored on a direct snap to uh, Carter Petrie just now. So now the uh, the Wolves are up 25-13. to 25-13, got it. Thank you very much. And it's final, Neville beat North Caddo 54 to nothing. Neville 54, North Caddo nothing. That's the final. Union Parish at Bastrop. Chris Snell with an update, Chris. Can we just now get going in the second quarter? we got nine minutes and 50 seconds left in the third quarter as the Farmers are up 28-6. to six. Farmers right now in about four plays of the opening drive here of the second half. So we're just nine minutes and 35 seconds left now. The Farmers are up 28-6. to six. All right, thank you. Wasman at Calvary Baptist. Philip Bordell updates this battle of unbeatens. Philip? Uh, we're still at 14 to 6, three minutes to go in the third. Calvary Baptist still up 14 to 6 in the third. A lower yes, scoring sir. game. I would not have expected that, but that's yeah, what we've got. It, it, it's been ugly. It's been ugly. <laughs> it's been ugly. Defense matters. Awesome. All right, yeah. thank you, Philip. We appreciate that update. And. We can tell you that Chateau Cafe has two locations, 139 Allen, Tucson Boulevard in Lakeview, 701 West Esplanade in Kenner with a drive through Chateau Cafe, outstanding breakfast, including the grit bowl, omelets, and waffles, along with outstanding lunch and dinner items, especially salads, sandwiches, and daily specials, along with many gourmet coffee choices. Open seven days a week. Go to ChateauCafe.com to get more. And it is Haynesville 28-7 to over Glenbrook, making a statement tonight after Glenbrook whipped them a year ago. 28-7 Haynesville at the half over Glenbrook. Those are two really good teams in North Louisiana, Row, and obviously that, to me, is a little bit of a surprise. That is, that is indeed a surprise. Uh, I was looking at that game earlier, listening to uh, the preview, and like you said, we because remember last year and year before, we talked about Glenbrook you know, a lot because we didn't know, you know where they came from. Yeah. And they knocked off Haynesville yep. last year, and which was you know, pretty significant. And... Uh, but this year, it looks like Haynesville is back on track. Indeed. Van Reed updates Crescent City Christian at St. Edmund. Van? Yeah, St. Edmund 56, uh, Crescent City 6, with 11 minutes uh, left in the fourth quarter. We're on running time now. Figured uh, as much. Came back from the range. Like. All right. Thank you, Catholic Baton Rouge, St. Thomas. More Danny Broussard's been waiting. Danny? Yeah, we're just underway here. Uh, we kicked off to the Catholic High Bears. They had one first down, and then we forced a punt on third and eight. Cougars got the ball, but we short fourth and one right now. Uh, there's eight minutes and 13 seconds to go in the first quarter, and we had 0-0. We're just punting right now, and it's a pretty short punt. Catholic High is going to recover the ball and uh, start from the 20-yard line. All right, so first quarter, yeah, first quarter, 8-0-2, scoreless. All right, Danny, thank you. All the scores from Crescent City Sports with Emmanuel Peppis next on the original. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food in a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or if you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. 
Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company. Inflation has us all looking over our budgets. From groceries to travel, the cost of nearly everything has gone up. Prices of life insurance, though, have remained steady. This September, during Life Insurance Awareness Month, SelectQuote could help you save more than 50% on term life insurance. For example, we found Jack a $500,000 policy for only $18 a month. In a hurry? Don't worry. We now offer up to $2 million in instant affordable coverage with no medical exam required. That's right, up to $2 million in affordable same-day coverage with no medical exam. Even if you already have coverage, there's a chance you no longer have enough. And as the cost of living continues to rise, it's more important now than ever to make sure your loved ones are protected. Call SelectQuote at 1-800-603-7886. That's 1-800-603-7886. Or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote today. That's 1-800-603-7886. Details on example rate at selectquote.com. You want all of the scores? Want them now? This is the place. 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and CrescentCitySports.com. Here's your Louisiana Scores first scoreboard update with Emmanuel Pepys from CrescentCitySports.com. We begin with Watchtaw Christian, who leads Tensaw 56 to nothing late in the third quarter. It's West St. John 28, Thrive Academy 6, University 55, Helix Mentorship nothing. St. Edmund 56, Crescent City 6. As we just heard a moment ago, Haynesville leads Glenbrook at the half 28 to 7. Fourth quarter, it's East Beauregard 45, Gate on nothing. It is Ascension Christian leading North Central 21 to 8. Cedar Creek, 16, Del High, 6. It is Slaughter Charter, 21, Springfield, 8. Generette, 22, Centerville, nothing. Oak Grove, 49, Rayville, 14. It is Rose Pine, 12, Vinton, 6. Welsh, 59, Pickering, nothing. LaSalle, 34, Lakeview, 22. It's Loyola, 21, Red River, nothing. Logan Sport trying to come back. They scored early in the third quarter. Mansfield still leads now 24 to 12. It's Newman, 28, Manny, 17. Menard, 17, Sacred Heart, nothing. Jefferson Rise, 20, Varnado, nothing. Faraday, 32, Madison, nothing. Oakdale, 38, Grand Lake, 22. It is East Iberville, 14, Baker, nothing. Calvary Baptist, 14, Wasman, 6. Darwin Woods Charter, 33, Montgomery, nothing. South Plaquemine, 42, Sarah Reed, 13. Port Berry, 16, Mamou, 2. Madison Prep and Parkview Baptist tied at 14. It's Pine, 35, Livingston Collegiate, 8. North Webster, 21. Richwood, 6. Iowa and Jennings tied at 21. Early fourth quarter, it's Gina, 16. Winfield, 14. Church Point leads Pine Prairie, 52 to 14. It's St. Louis, 10. Kinder, 7. Jules Sumner, 22. East Feliciana, nothing. It is Iota leading Ville Platte, 49 to 8. Union Parish, 28. Bastrop, 6. Amit, 26. Country Day, nothing. Buckeye, 39. Vidalia, 12. Sterlington, 13. Carroll, 6. Tioga, 42. Marksville, 6. Turlings Catholic, 21. Notre Dame, 14. Rain, 25. Kaplan, 13. South Lafouche, 14. South Terrebonne, 10. 
It is North DeSoto leading Minden 30 to nothing. Neville has defeated North Caddo. It's a final 54 to nothing. Lakeshore leads Washington Marion 41 to nothing. It's Catholic Point Capete 24, LaGrange 12. St. Thomas Aquinas 21, LaRanger 14. Northwood of Shreveport 20, Huntington 12. It is Patrick Taylor 21, Kenner Discovery nothing. Estruma 8, Plaquemine 6, St. Michael 43, Broadmoor 6, Cecilia 37, Crowley 7, St. Charles 20, De La Salle 14. John Curtis leads Jesuit 27 to 14 in the third quarter. It is DeRitter leading Westlake 20 to nothing. Bell Chase 14, Salmon 9, Pope John Paul II 42, Ben Franklin 13. It is West Wachita 27, Grant nothing. Kentwood 8, Walker 7. Morgan City, 13, Ellender, nothing. Hannon, 10, Northlake Christian, 8. West Monroe, 27, Scotlandville, 6. Slidell and St. Paul's tied at 7. It is Mandeville leading North Shore, 16 to 3. Fountain Blue, 21, Hammond, 14. Terrebonne, 28, H.L. Bourgeois, 7. John Errett leads Bogalusa, 32 to 27. It is Parkway, 24, Houghton, nothing. Chalmette in the fourth quarter leads Patterson, 38 to 6. It's East St. John, 21, Thibodeau, 7. Destrahan, 34, Hanville, 11. Brother Martin, 24, Wachita, 7. It's Karen Crow, 23, Sulphur, nothing. Denham Springs leads Franklinton, 34 to 7, third quarter there. It's now Holy Cross, 35, Rummel, 21. Barb leads Pineville in the third quarter, 13 to nothing. East Ascension leads Alexandria, 14 to 7. And Rustin has picked off Jawan Johnson for the fifth time tonight. Ronald Finley, a pick six. Rustin now leads 21 to 12 over Lafayette Christian. Ken, back to you. All right, a couple more updates. Patrick Taylor, 28 to nothing over Kenner Discovery. Now just over two minutes to play in the game. And Denham Springs now leads Franklinton 40 to 14. Going to the fourth quarter, 40 to 14 is the score. Denham Springs on top there. Lakeshore 48, Washington Marion, nothing in the third quarter. St. Martin's night at Francesca's. Last East Jude Young, take it away, gentlemen. Thanks, Ken. Uh, by the way, Coach Dyser had to leave a few minutes ago, but he uh, stuck around for quite a while. We had a good turnout here on St. Martin's Episcopal night. Uh, as far as the scores, I guess I should just pick up on that. <laughs> that last one that Emmanuel read to us, uh, Rustin 21, Lafayette Christian 12, five times they've intercepted Juwan Johnson. That's correct. Wow. Uh, Rustin, obviously a very good team, but nonetheless, uh, the, the score and the turnovers are, are very surprising there. Uh, another one I want to pick up on is Brother Martin going on the road. Tough time last week, and they're really taking care of business. You, you know, that's one thing you always look for is the really good programs, how they respond to a bad performance. And I think you probably could have predicted that the Crusaders would respond well, and they're certainly doing that. Well, it seems like the important thing is how do you handle when you schedule up out of district the physical part. You know, Rumble's mm -hmm. gotten beaten up pretty good, as we've uh, talked about on the show tonight, and uh, it's showing a bit against a very explosive Holy Cross team. But Brother Martin clearly... Uh, able to go three straight times on the road. North Shore in week two against St. Paul's. Then they have to go to St. Thomas More. Tough week. And then back up 
to North Louisiana against Washita and to be able to bounce back. And it sounds like they're playing a pretty complete and complimentary ball game from the updates we've heard and seen to have that 24-7 to lead. And uh, it's all about the running game, and they're having success doing that and putting together long drives tonight. That's going to be very important, as Mark Booney's told us early. And that's going to pay dividends down the road. That's, of course, why they schedule like that, so that they are prepared for the postseason. Um, let's see. What else do we have? We have a good one at Crescent City Sports, as we expected. And I can update that one. As Emmanuel was giving the score, St. Charles Catholic punched it in, not able to get the two-point conversion, but now uh, with a two-score lead in that one, 26 uh, to 14. And you have to be impressed with De La Salle considering how hot St. Charles Catholic was blowing out a team as explosive as Turlings last week. And uh, De La Salle, new offensive line after having that great big group for several seasons playing together. Uh, but Graham Jarrett's doing a really good job of turning over a new group and to be able to match up physically and give yourself a chance into the second half against St. Charles Catholic. Uh, impressive in and of itself is their late third quarter now. And uh, Newman, what is that, 21 unanswered points to take a 28-17 lead over Manny. So that, that's a game we've been watching closely. And, and uh, they've, they've expanded that big time. Wow. They're taking over this football game. Now it's 35-17 to 17, Newman. And look, I, you know, we, I said this to Ed Daniels because he started out there uh, covering all the games for Friday Night Football tonight. I thought this was a chance for Newman to really make a, another statement here after the tough low-scoring loss going across the state to play Manny last year. But a fumble early by quarterback Eli Friend, short field, and soon after that, Manny was up 10 to nothing and had a 10-point lead on a couple of occasions. But it's been all Newman, 28 unanswered points. They're awfully, awfully good and explosive on offense. It, Nelson Stewart, what can you say? You lose Eli Manning, every college coach in the country salivating over him, and they may have a more explosive offense somehow this year the way they've been playing so far. And that may be an even bigger statement, having the bad start that they have and responding the way that they have. That'll pay dividends later on, I'm sure, this season. That's, again, why these coaches want to play tough non-district schedules. Uh, Ken, you have to be impressed with the Greenies. Bro, you, you can't possibly, you know, ignore what they're accomplishing. And as I've said it, with the spotlight off of that program, they're every bit as good as they were last year, if not better. And I think you're going to see the results. And, oh, by the way, Nelson Stewart can still coach. You know, it, I'll leave it at that. I, I'll go on the basketball side of Newman. Uh -huh. I always told people that, yeah, they won three state titles with Randy Livingston, National yeah. Player of the Year, with right. Billy Fitzgerald as the coach. But I always told people that Billy won before Randy, he won with Randy, and he won after Randy. And this is that kind of situation to me with Nelson. As you said, he can coach. The program is still rolling along. Yep. Gentlemen, good, make, good it, make, it make it 35 unanswered points. Newman scores again early in the fourth quarter, 42-17 to 17 the wow. score now. Hello. We, wow. We've got to talk faster or we're going to wow. get They might score again. I got, I got to pause 10 seconds and shut you up before they score again. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. What a, what a deal. So we'll do that right now. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The outcomes are in the balance with the games nearing an end. The finals are coming in. Remember where you get it first and foremost, where the state comes on Ken Trahan's original prep football report on the original network. Here's Ken. 
Yeah, they're playing Catholic High St. Thomas Moore, 345 to play in the first quarter. Daniel Beal, Barry Remo, 10-yard touchdown pass, and the Catholic Bears lead 7-0 over St. Thomas Moore in the first quarter of that game. Took a while to get it going, but they're playing, and that's good, and we're glad. Patrick Taylor finished off Kendra Discovery, 28-0 was the final there. Madison Prep 21, Parkview Baptist 14 in the third quarter. In a good game, Eric. Brown is on the scene there, and he will continue to keep you and keep us posted on that contest. All right, let's get back to the playing fields to get some more updates from games. First up, North Louisiana, where Jess Curtis is now, having left Manny at Natchitoches Central, hosting Southwood. Kyle Woods on the scene. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Ken. We are, uh, Natchitoches Central just punched it in from 12 yards out on the 12-yard run from Zion Thompson to make it 34-6. to 3.47 left in the third. All right, 34-6 to six now, Nacogdoches Central in command of that one over Southwood. All right, thank you very much for that update, Kyle, and it'll 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 get done there. Uh, coach Curtis is a very good coach, and he's got numbers. They've increased the numbers with that program in terms of the numbers on the football team, and the quality is going to continue to improve just like the quality has improved there, and that is unquestionably going to happen at that school. Meanwhile, right away, St. Thomas Moore scores Hutch Swilly a 44-yard run, Right away, they tie Catholic 7-7, 2.53 to play in the first quarter. And uh, let's check in now with Kate Collin. It's Alexandria at East Ascension. All right, Kate, what do you have? We, we are actually, Alex, hold on one second. Alexandria's got the ball and it's up to two now. So it is 14-14 with eight minutes and 40 seconds left in this game. Um, it was actually kind of crazy. It was a 7-7 score early in the fourth, and both teams traded 66-yard touchdown passes. Ashes was... Uh, the quarterback featured E.J. Scott for 66 yards, and EAs with Hudson Browning, the quarterback, to Brennan Thompson for 66. So Ash has got the ball about second and goal inside the five right now. Eight minutes, 20 seconds left, 14 to 14. Great game. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let's update you on Hanville Destrahan, where Benny Jones is stationed. Benny? Yeah, uh, we're coming to the end of the third quarter. There's about a minute 36 left in the third quarter. And Destrahan just scored again. Making the score, Destrahan 40 and Hanville 11. Hanville hadn't been able to get much going in the second, uh, in the third quarter, and Destrahan sort of done whatever they want. This is Benny Jones for the original. Thank you, Benny. Covington at Ponchatoula, and Scott Meyer is on the scene. Scott? Hey, guys. Right now with 11.33 to go in the game, it's Ponchatoula 24, Covington 12. Ponchatoula getting on the board on the first drive of the second half. Bishop Davis hits Brandon Perrin on a 46-yard touchdown pass. The government's coming right back. Brandon Coakley finds Brandon Merrick on a 68-yard touchdown pass. That came at the 849 mark of the third. And in particular fashion, they answered uh, on a Bishop Davis three-yard touchdown run. That was at the 657 mark. Well, Covington answered. Jamani Burst, the defensive lineman for the line, scores on a one-yard run. To tap off an eight-play, seven-yard drive that came with 20 seconds to go in the half or, or in the third quarter. So right now, with 10:50 to go in the in the game, it is punched to a 24, coming to 12. This is Scott Meyer for City And it's Varnado and Jefferson rise at Joe Yenny. Here's Matthew Harvin. Matthew. Yes, sir. It's uh, fourth quarter with uh, 11 minutes remaining. Um, Jefferson rises up uh, 20 to six on Varnado. 20 to six, Jefferson rise on top of Varnado. All right, thank you. Live at CrescentCitySports.com. St. Charles Catholic 26, Dillisau 14, just over nine minutes left to play 
in the game. 26-14 to 14 is the score there. And we'll keep you posted as St. Charles Catholic has got a two-score lead now in that one over a good De La Salle team. And with that, let's check in on the Shrine on Airline where John Curtis and Jesuit are playing. And here's Bob Utsler. Bob? Hey, Kenny. Jesuit really is hanging in there. The score right now in the fourth quarter, 7.39 remaining. Curtis 34, Jesuit 14. Jesuit has moved the ball up and down the field. They just cannot get it into the end zone. But that's not the case for Curtis. Gabriel gets a handoff, runs 65 yards for a touchdown, and that's put seven more on the board after an extra point is good. So right now we are 34 for the Patriots, 14 for Jesuit, and we're in the fourth quarter, 749, and we're back to you, Kenny, in the original. All right. Thank you, Bob. And it's Logan Sport in Mansfield. Upset was brewing earlier. Matt Martin with an update. Matt? Uh, Logan Sport has come out in the second half like a ball on fire. They scored on all three possessions while holding Mansfield without a first down. With 113 to go in the third quarter, the score is now Logan Sport 26, Mansfield 24. Great game. All right. Big comeback, yep. too, by Logan Sport. All right. Appreciate it, Matt. We'll check back in in yes, a bit. Morgan City is at Ellender. Andrew Mancuso there. Andrew? Yeah, with six and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter, Morgan City's ahead 27-0. to zero. Uh, This is Andrew Mancuso from Berg. All right, thank you very much. It's Glenbrook in Haynesville, and it's Dwayne Woodard on the spot. Dwayne? Hey, Ken, it's halftime. Uh, this will come out for the second half kickoff. It is 28-7 scores. Haynesville scored with 54 seconds left to half on a 15-yard uh, run by... Alonzo Jackson Jr. to put it out 28-7. And right prior to that, uh, Isaiah Washington hit DeAndre Martin on an 81-yard pass to make it 21. And that's update you on the score of where we're all right now. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's North Lake Christian and Archbishop Hannah. And here's Nick Chetta. Nick? Taylor, two halves, my friend. Uh, North Lake is up 16-10 with 5-12 remaining. We just stopped handing on the 26th, 4th and 5. We stopped them. So North Lake ball with 5-12 up 16-10. 5-12 to play 16-10. Wolverines trying to stay unbeaten. All right, Nick, thank you very much. It's Hammond at Fountain Blue. Logan Graffy is there. Logan. Well, Ken, we got Fountain Blue just pummeling the Hammond Tornadoes right now. 35 on answer point since the first, since the second quarter, actually, and Sebastian Miller, the leading scorer right now for the Bulldogs. Found Blue running away with it uh, in the fourth quarter with 10-14 to go, 35-14. All right, appreciate it. It's Holy Cross Archbishop Brummel and Chad Gormley. Here's Wyatt Arthur. Wyatt? All right, Holy Cross is up 42-21 on the Rummel Raiders. There are eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Holy Cross is trying to push it downfield right now, right now in their own territory. But unless we see a miracle offensively from the Rumble Raiders, I think the Holy Cross Tigers are going to have this one in the bag. Again, Holy Cross Tigers up 42-21 over the Rumble Raiders. This is wide all with the original. Final score, Lakeshore beat Washington Marion 48 to nothing. Lakeshore 48, Washington Marion nothing. That is a final score. St. James has scored. They now lead Assumption 27 to 13, 328 to play in the third. 27 to 13, St. James over Assumption in the third quarter as they finally get a two-score lead. That game's been one score throughout, but now a two-score lead. Final score, Welsh beat Pickering 66-12. Hey, 
to nothing. Welsh, 66, Pickering, nothing. That is a final score tonight as well. As we continue to keep you posted, let's check in now with Blake Phillips, who's standing by. All right, Blake, take it away. What do you have? 14 seconds left to go here in the fourth. Winfield just scored, but it's uh, 32-20, and Winfield's supposed to go for the extra point. All right, so you said 14 seconds left in the game? Yep, 14 seconds left to go in the game. Winfield just scored 32-20 Gina. Uh, Winfield is just going to go for the extra point. We'll stick with you and see if they make the extra point because obviously that'll be the final score. So we'll stick with you for a moment make sure that that uh, turns out one way or the other so we get the score accurate. 32-20 to 20 right now. Incomplete. Okay, so, so they went for two. 20. All right, so 32-20. to 20, That's going to end up being the final, Gina, uh, beating Winfield tonight. Blake, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, let's check in on Notre Dame Turling's Catholic. And here's Mike Boyer. Mike? Well, we're just about done with halftime since we talked last. Uh, Turling's threw an interception and had a face mask, and the Piles had a short field, 38 yards on the first play. Parker Foss to Jacob Trahan, 38-yard touchdown pass. That made it 7-7. Preston Welsh hit Shannon Kane, his favorite receiver, 37 yards at the 11:55 mark in the second quarter for a 14-7 lead. A nice 70-yard run-pass drive for Notre Dame with a one-yard quarterback sneak for Parker Foss. Made it 14-14, and within a minute and a half on the clock later, uh, 65-yard run for Aiden Trahan for Turlings, a 21-14 lead. Notre Dame drove it down and was fourth and goal from the 12-yard line, went for it, an incomplete pass. Uh, Turlings knelt the ball, and we're at halftime with the score. Sterling's Catholic 21, Notre Dame 14. Mike Boyer reporting for the original. Patrick Taylor, Kenner Discovery at Bertolino, and it's final now. Jacob Sinat is there. Jacob? Yes, sir. The game is over. Patrick Taylor won 28 to nothing. The whole fourth quarter was just run, 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 and Kenner Discovery couldn't stop their offense. <clears throat> Quarterback Ethan Tran rushed for 75 yards in the fourth quarter, and they took him out and put in Bryce Booty, who threw a touchdown to Jeremy Gibson, which was Gibson's second, to make it 28 to nothing in the fourth quarter. I'm Jacob Cena for the original. And that's the final as Patrick Taylor wins at 28 to nothing. Salmon has scored. They take the lead over Bell Chase, 17-14, 8-10 to play in the game. Salmon, 17, Bell Chase, 14. Riverside Academies and Oma Christian. Robert Hemel is on the scene. Robert? Hey, Ken, uh, halfway through the fourth quarter, Riverside's up 33 to nothing. Uh, Dedrick Lashley's got three touchdowns tonight. Good night for him. It's a good opportunity for Coach Lee to kind of play a lot of kids tonight and get some get some experience. So uh, we'll see how it wraps up. But it's thirty-three to nothing halfway through the fourth quarter. This is Robert Hemel for the original. All right, Robert. Thank you. Country Day at Amit and Gus White has an update. Gus, what's going on? Amit is up thirty-nine zero with eight minutes to go in the game. Eight minutes left, thirty-nine nothing Warriors. All right, thank you. Let's check in with Scott Meyer for the latest on Ponchula Covington. Scott, what's happening? Hey guys, right now eight oh four to go in the game. Ponchula thirty-one, Covington twelve. Picking up scoring. Ponchula went on a nine-play, sixty-five-yard drive. That drive was capped off with a vicious saver. Thirty-six-yard touchdown run. That came with eight nineteen to go. In the fourth. So right now, with 8.04 to go in the game, it is punch with 31, comes in 12. Scott Meyer, point for the original. All right, Scott, thank you. Livingston Collegian and Pine. Clay Thomas has an update. Hey, Clay. Uh, game's over. Pine on top, 42 to 8. 
42 days. The Raiders go to 4 0. Great start and uh, really good again tonight. Clay, appreciate it. We'll talk next week. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, let's check in now with Eric Brown for the latest on Madison Prep and Parkview Baptist. Eric, what's happening? Hey, Ken, we got a good one here. Got 425 to play in the game, and it's 21 14 Madison Prep. Uh, a lot more defense in the second half, not a lot of ball movement. It was 14 14 at the half, and then Madison Prep took the lead. Uh, and thanks to a big run to set up a, a touchdown drive, only three plays, 67 yards. It's Alfred McKnight raced 52 yards at the park, view 15 to set it up. So early in the fourth quarter, they took the 21 14 lead. They drive down the field again, but a field goal attempt from 34 yards is blocked by Parkview. Parkview now has the ball on their own 28-yard line. Three minutes, 48 seconds in the game. 21-14, Madison Prep reporting live from Parkview Baptist. This is Eric Brown for the original. All right, Eric, thank you very much. Let's check in with George Peppis on East St. John and Thibodeau. George? Kenny, I can't tell you how much time is left in this third quarter because the clock has gone kaboosh. But I can tell you that East St. John is extended out to a 28-7 lead. Lorenzo Zeno, on this time, on this drive, he kept it for three yards on a very long drive, 95 yards and 12 plays. But East St. John now leads it 28-7 in the third quarter. Here at Joe Keller, this is George Pettis for the original. And it's Tioga and Marksville, and Lamar Gafford is on the scene. Lamar? And we're at, uh, the game's pretty much over right now here. Tioga with a 42-14 to victory over Marksville. Got to give credit to, to for Marksville in this one. Kyron Pierre, he had a couple of long touchdown runs in the second half, uh, over 90 yards uh, on those long touchdown runs to put Marksville on the board. But it was pretty much all Tioga. They basically had the wave all the way through in the first quarter and pretty much uh, took it all the way here. So Tioga 42, Marksville 14. That is a final here from Marksville. This is Lamar Gaffer with the original. Central City Barbecue is a five-star award-winning restaurant at 1201 South Rampart Street. Open seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Thursday, and until 9 p.m. Friday through Sunday. Try the smoked rib chips, the smoked wings, the beef ribs, the pork ribs, the pork nachos, smoked turkey, smoked chicken, sausage, or boudin. Happy hour, 3 to 6 daily. The barbecue sandwiches, they're superb. Sides are terrific, especially the mac and cheese with bacon. Central City Barbecue, great courtyard, live entertainment, extensive catering. You can visit catering at centralcitybbq.com. Denham Springs, Franklinton, here with an update is Mike Garcia. Mike? Yeah, Ken, it's been pretty exciting so far. Uh, of course, we talked earlier about the excitement uh, basically to start the game. Second half action, uh, right now it's uh, basically six minutes left in the fourth. Denham Springs up 53-21. to Second half action, you had Deshaun McBride, the LSU commitment with a pick six, uh, basically to start things off for Denham Springs. Uh, not to be outdone, Franklinton on the next drive. Uh, has Daniel McGee with a 30-yard touchdown reception this second of the day. And then, of course, Dennis Springs answers right back on the next drive with Dylan Haynes with an 18-yard touchdown reception. The extra points have been no good somewhat for Dennis Springs, so they've had a little bit of uh, ups and downs on that uh, issue. Uh, but to start the fourth quarter, Hudson Byers with a one-yard touchdown run, extra point was good. And then not to be outdone, Daniel McGee again, 65-yard touchdown reception, the extra point was good. Very next kickoff, Mason Varese with a 76 seven-yard kickoff return for a touchdown for Denham Springs, and that's basically where we stand right now. Six minutes left in the fourth. Denham Springs 53, Franklinton 21. I'm Mike Garcia for the original. Scotlandville and West Monroe, and Cody Futrell has an update. Cody? Hey, guys. It's uh, been rough uh, sledding for the offense this year in the second half. West Monroe does lead this one 30-12, but Scotlandville trying to uh, come back with this one at 4-12 and counting. 
left to go. Uh, third down upcoming here for uh, Scotlandville. They've gotten a uh, long touchdown pass in the first half and the second half. have been their only two scores. West Monroe, a field goal has been all they've been able to muster since halftime after a great uh, first half on offense. It's been uh, a lot of three and outs and a couple of turnovers for the Rebel offense. And uh, it stands at 30-12. to 12. West Monroe leading four minutes now. Four minutes left to go in the ballgame. Reporting for the original, Cody Futrell. Jesuit has scored. John Curtis leads Jesuit 34-21. 5-31 left to play in that game. Blue Jays competing very well. Pierce Huff is at Lupin Field. Newman and Manny. Pierce, what do you have? Well, this one's pretty much over. Newman leads 49-24 with 6-12 remaining in the game. It's been all about Eli Friend, the first quarterback post-Arch Manning Friend, has passed for 219 yards and four touchdowns, and he has rushed for 69 yards and two touchdowns. Again, it's Newman leading 49-24 against Manning at Michael Lupin Lupin Field with less than six minutes remaining. All right, appreciate that. Country Day is at A-Meet, and Kendrick Brazil has an update. Kendrick? Yes, sir. How you doing? Uh, 39 nothing. Uh, a Six minutes left. Six minutes left, 39 Amy, yep. doing it with the run game. Thank you, Kendrick. Kelly France updates. Dillis South, St. Charles Catholic. Kelly? Here we are in the third quarter. Um, we just had one score. It was uh, St. Charles had a long drive. And had a four-yard touchdown pass at 217 in the third quarter. And so right now we stand at 26-14 uh, with about 5.54 to go in the game. 26-14, just under six minutes left. Thank you very much. That's live at CrescentCitySports.com. Honorable Archbishop Shaw, here's Micah Higgins. Micah. Um, this one just wrapped up. Shaw 34, Bonneville nothing. Um, real slow second half. Shaw played a lot of the backups. Uh, ran the ball a little bit. Um, Bonneville couldn't get anything going. Shaw kicked the field goal late in the third quarter. Um, and this one is wrapped up. 34 nothing. show. All right. Appreciate it so much. Thanks for the help tonight. We really appreciate that. Thank, Thank you. you. You got it. All right. Let's uh, head out to the Shrine on Airline, where Bob Utsler has an update on John Curtis and Jesuit. What do you have, Bob? Hey, Kenny. We are 529 remaining in the fourth quarter. The score, Jesuit 21, Curtis 34. The Blue Jays just drove all the way downfield, and Bo Perez finished the run 25-yard run for a touchdown. The extra point was good, so that makes it the Blue Jays 21, Curtis 34. Back to you in the original. All right, Curtis 34-21 up on Jesuit, Vanderbilt Catholic, Lutcher. Doug Hamilton has an update. Doug? Yes, uh, game's over. Uh, Stayed uh, the same score in the third quarter. Both defense held. It it wound up being uh, Lutcher 18, Vanderbilt Catholic 0. 18-0 Bulldogs with a victory tonight. All right. That's it. Appreciate it, Doug. Thank you very much for that update. And we'll take a time out here. We'll continue with more reports, some finals, all the scores, and more as we continue on the original. My dad worked on the docks, sometimes 16 hours a day. Mom made breakfast every morning for him at 5 a.m. She was a teacher. I had a paper route, then got promoted to throwing 100-pound sacks of rice. It was a good life. Football paid for college. I was small. It was like that later in the courtroom. I've always been on the side of David, not Goliath. Later, when I embraced God, it changed my heart. I'm Hunter Lundy. We have too much poverty. Raise the minimum wage. 
80% of prisoners get out of jail. They need to learn to read and write or learn a trade. Get kids outside to learn people skills and character. And people who wreck our air and water need to clean it up right now. These politicians aren't doing what works, but I will, and I won't let you down. Hunter Lundy, Governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Inflation has us all looking over our budgets. From groceries to travel, the cost of nearly everything has gone up. Prices of life insurance, though, have remained steady. This September, during Life Insurance Awareness Month, SelectQuote could help you save more than 50% on term life insurance. For example, we found Jack a $500,000 policy for only $18 a month. In a hurry? Don't worry. We now offer up to $2 million in instant affordable coverage with no medical exam required. That's right, up to $2 million in affordable same-day coverage with no medical exam. Even if you already have coverage, there's a chance you no longer have enough. And as the cost of living continues to rise, it's more important now than ever to make sure your loved ones are protected. Call SelectQuote at 1-800-603-7886. That's 1-800-603-7886. Or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote today. That's 1-800-603-7886. Details on example rate at selectquote.com. Want more finals? Want to hear from some of the winning coaches? That's coming up on Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report on the Original Network. Bears, Bo Boys, and Gennaro is the best Bo Boys in town, bar none. The onion rings are great. They have every burger you can conceive of. The Ferdy's fantastic. The other sandwiches are awesome, but the roast beef Bo Boys is the best anywhere, anyhow, in any state. Of course, the grilled shrimp Bo Boys is really good. Salad's outstanding. Open daily for lunch and weekdays for dinner. Bears, 3206 Metairie Road at Causeway Boulevard for an outstanding, inexpensive dining experience. Uh, with 627 left to play in the game, Bell Chase retakes the lead. It's 20 to 15 as the official score. 20 to 15, Bell Chase over Salmon. Salmon did not make the two-point conversion earlier. Bell Chase 20, Salmon 15, 627 left to play in the game in that one. St. James leads Assumption 27 to 20, 729 left. 27 to 20, St. James over Assumption. Just under eight minutes left to play in the game there. As we continue to keep you posted on all scores. Let us now update you on St. Charles Catholic De La Salle. 507 to play. St. Charles Catholic still up 26-14 on De La Salle. Live at CrescentCitySports.com. That could change shortly, though. Stay tuned. Let's check in now with Mike Creighton, who's given us a final on Neville and North Cattle. Mike? 54 to nothing. It was just a team that was overmatched tonight. And we get rusted next week, and we're going to find out how good we are. Got that right. All right, thank you. Great game going on. North Shore scored 60-yard run, but the extra point was blocked. So North Shore and Mandeville are tied 16-16 in the fourth quarter. 16-16, fourth quarter. Meanwhile, Bogalusa leading John Errett in a shootout, 33-28 in the fourth quarter. 33-28, Bogalusa leads Errett in the fourth quarter of that one. Let's check in with Sam Francis Goodwin, St. Paul's, and Slidell. Sam? Hey, guys, this game is over. St. Paul's won 28-7. They put it together there in that fourth quarter and put up about 14 points, and they ran away with this one. Guys, 20. there you go. Good win for the Wolves. All right, Sam, we appreciate the help tonight. Thank you so much. Let's go back to the Shrine on Airline. Bob Usler there. Bob, what do you have on Jesuit and John Curtis? Hey, Bob, go right ahead. 
Hey, Kenny, we're at 447 remaining in the game. Jesuit 21, Curtis 41. I had told you about the Jesuit touchdown. Well, they tried an onside kick. Curtis recovered it two plays later. Anthony Smith from 27 yards out. Touchdown, extra point, good. So that makes it Patriots 21, Jesuit Blue Jays 41. I'm sorry, 41, and the Jesuit Blue Jays 21. Back to you in the original. All right, 20-point lead there late in the game. North Shore Mandeville has mentioned a really good one. Bill Gallagher's on the scene. What's the latest, Bill? Guys, we have had a tale of two halves. The North Shore offense has come to life for the first time all year. We have just kicked an extra point with 6.42 to go in the game to put North Shore ahead 23-16. to Again, they trailed 16-3 to at half and have scored 20 unanswered points here in the second half. We had a 60-yard touchdown pass from Donovan Wildbacker to Jaden Scott. And then we had a long drive that was capped off with the Donovan Wallbacker touchdown. And just now, punting from their own 35, Mandeville had a bad snap that went over the punter's head and was recovered at the Mandeville six-yard line. And three plays later, Bryce Cherry took it in from two yards out and we just tapped it off with the extra point again with 6.42 to go in the game. North Shore leads Mandeville 23-16 to for the original. This is Bill Gallagher. Wow, what a comeback. All right, Bill, thank you very much. And it's Ben Franklin and Pope John Paul II. Here's Mike Pichotto. Mike? Hey, Ken, uh, this one is over here in Slidell. It's been all Jaguars in the second half. Not much to talk about. They got all their backups in the game here. Uh, the final here at Pope John Paul is 62-20. to 20. The Jaguars walk away to win on, win on homecoming night. All right. They always like that. Phillip will be happy. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, Mike. Final score, Denham Springs beat Franklinton 53-28. Denham Springs 53, Franklinton 28. That's a final. Brother Martin in Washington Parish. Here's Mark Wisniewski. Mark? Hey, Ken. At uh, 24-7, uh, going into the fourth quarter, Washington went on a a long drive. They went 67 yards. Ended up scoring in a five-minute drive. Tried the onside kick. Uh, Crusaders recover. They drove it down in four plays. They score. Go up 31 to 14, and that's how the game ended. 31-14 final. Yes, sir. All right, outstanding. If you have a chance to get Mark, uh, please have him call us. We'd love to get him on if we have a chance. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Thank you. Let's talk to Richard Walker on Patterson and Chalmette. Richard? Yeah, the game's a, a final here in Chalmette. Uh, ended 45-6 to six in favor of Chalmette. They led 35 to nothing at half, and in the second half got to play a lot of players and, and, and were able to walk away with a 45-6 to six win. All right, we appreciate that. Thank you very much for that update. Let's check in now with Keith Dewey. Keith, what do you have? It's uh, four quarters with 425. The Rogers within 28-21. St. Thomas is on the Rogers 35. All right, so it's LaRonger up 28-21, you said? Yeah, yeah. Right. LaRonger's up 28-21. 28-21 and St. Thomas driving. All right, yeah, good game. Four, yeah, 4-11, man. 4-11, all right, thank you. He's Feliciana Jules Sumner. Here's Daryl Jones with an update. Daryl? Total nomination by Sumner tonight. The, the game's over with. They won 38 nothing. 38 nothing. Jules Sumner over East Feliciana. Final score yeah, tonight, sir. Cowboys roll. All right, Daryl, thanks for the help. We appreciate it. To Joe Brown, we're Rodney McDonald watching South Plaquemine. And Sarah Reed. Hey, Rodney. Hey, Kevin.
Yay. With 11 minutes in the fourth quarter, South Clackamas 57, Charity Reed 13. One more time, 57, you said? 57 to 13. All right, 57. All right, thank you. Kelly France updates to us, South St. Charles Catholic. Uh, is that Kelly? No, that. Uh, who is that? I, I'm, no, it's not Kelly. That is. Okay, we'll get that straightened out. Regarding, oh, it's Kevin Foote. Got you. So it's Sulphur Karen Crow, Kevin Foote of the Acadian Advocate. Go ahead, Kevin. Well, it looked like Karen Crow was going to score. But they got intercepted at the goal line on the play from the four, and it halted another score. They Karen Crow also missed since we last spoke a 32-yard field goal and fumbled at the Sulphur 47. So the last three drives kind of ended kind of ragged after touchdowns early. Still, um, Karen Crow's defense has given up after forcing five punts to start that, the first half. They have given up three first downs, but no points. We're at halftime. Karen Crow 29, Sulphur nothing. All right, thank you very much. Final score tonight, Alexandria beat East Ascension 21-14. In Gonzalez, Alexandra 21, East Ascension 14. Final score tonight. That's a good win on the road for Ash tonight. All right, good game. Assumption St. James. Sean Uba's on the scene. Sean? Hey, we're in the fourth quarter. There's four minutes, 10 seconds left, and St. James is leading Assumption 27. Assumption has 20. St. James has the ball, and it's a second down right now. And... The quarterback is running, and he's down for no gain at all. This is Sean O with the original. All right, Sean, thank you very much. A little play-by-play action there, Ro. You like <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, that was pretty good. I liked that. All right, it was pretty good. It was 27-20 St. James, right? That's right. St. James okay. up by 7-1. Okay. Touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, those are two good teams. And, you know, again, St. James always very good football team, and that's the case again this year. That's no surprise. All right, let's check in with – Mike Coppage, who's had a long night. Brobridge Ascension Episcopal. Mike, what's happening? Hey, Ken. We're, we're finally uh, getting some football going on here in, in Youngsville. Brobridge at Ascension Episcopal. We are at the 609 mark of the second quarter. Hydration timeout. Brobridge is up 19-6. to Tigers have primarily relied on their running game. We This is a, a grass field, and we had a lot of rain, so... Both teams uh, kind of playing at conservative so far. Still got plenty of time to play, though. We're halfway through the second quarter. Brobridge up 19-6 over Ascension Episcopal. 19-6 Brobridge on top. All right, so Brobridge showing well tonight. Had to wait a while for that, but they certainly are getting the job done. They now have 3.30 to play in the game. John Curtis 41, Jesuit 21 as that one starts to wind down. And, uh, again, Curtis well on their way to winning Again, and getting JT Curtis closer to the record, Ro. Uh, two away after tonight? That's right. This is four. Okay, so he's two away from tying, three from breaking. Yep. Okay. It's it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. All right. Let's check in now. Iowa Jennings, Rick Whittington is there. What do you have, Rick? I have uh, the final score is Iowa 35, Jennings 28. Great game. Iowa wins 35-28 over Jennings tonight. Outstanding stuff. All right, uh, thank you so much, Rick. We appreciate your help tonight. And let's go to Jonathan Oglesby, Washtenaw Christian, number one in the state. Tensaw, what do you have, Jonathan? Hey, guys, we have wrapped up this uh, homecoming game for Washtenaw Christian. Uh, The Eagles have uh, taken a victory with a score of 59-0. A couple of uh, extra point, I mean, excuse me, field goal attempts by the sophomore kicker 
Gavin Polk uh, went up, but uh, he was able to get one through the uprights for a 33-yarder. But it was kind of a record-setting night here for them. Uh, punt returns for TDs. Tate Hamby broke the school record on that, and the, um, the sophomore kicker broke the school record for consecutive PATs. So they've gone on to um, a 4-0 start here. The Eagles are headed next week to uh, face uh, 5A school here in Monroe, Washita Parish. So for the night, Eagles uh, have taken a victory over Tinsall, score 59-0. to This is Jonathan Oglesby with the original. All right, Jonathan, thank you very much. Sam Altman, nine-yard touchdown pass to Parker Castile. And St. Thomas Moore takes a 14-7 to lead over Catholic of Baton Rouge. 2.58 left to play in the first half in that matchup. That's been a great game every year, Ro. Yeah, it is. That's two great programs. Uh, two of the best programs in the state. So you, you would expect there would be a really good game. And what time do you think they'll end? Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> you, know the, the, you know, the good thing is they elect to play each other every year. Yeah. That, that's a good thing. It is. It, indeed it is. Yep. Uh, you got to get that good competition early. The good teams do it. Thrive Academy, West St. John. Wilbert Thomas with an update. Wilbert? Yes, West St. John just finished. We won 44-6. to six. I'll get our first win of the season. First win of the season yep. for the Rams, 44-6 to six over Thrive Academy. Boy, that sounds more like the West St. John we knew. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All good, Wilbert. Congratulations. Okay. Huh? All Thank right, you, buddy. Sir. Thank you. You all got right, it. Right. Yeah, I mean, look, Ro, I mean, they've changed coaches, what, four times in five or six years? Right. And, right. you know, the stability's disappeared, but we know uh, the passion there. We know the history in Edgard. And it wouldn't surprise me to see that get back to where it was in a couple of years. This was a team and a program that went through, you know, 1A, 2A, and they were always there. You know, they made numerous trips to the Superdome in December. And so it's, I'm just glad to see them get a win. You know, you don't, you don't want to see a program like that that's no. had such a good history, you know, just go down. Robert Valdez, of course, just, and Brandon Walters right. did a great job. And ever since Brandon left, it's kind of been... Laurie DuPont been, before. Well, Laurie DuPont was the legend, yeah, but I mean, exactly. that was it, it was the absolute legend there. But these others did a great job, and most recently, just too much going. turnover. You know, right. that's it. And obviously, stable uh, is what you need to be. Stability makes all the difference in the world. Brandon won a championship there, a state championship. He was outstanding. He Class and, act, too. Like you said, and, Robert did a great job after. We will take a time out here. We'll return with more reports, more finals. Joy Sanchez next, among others, as we continue on the original. We're Deli DeBosier, and we're proud to be the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are back with a new season ahead with a whole lot to play for. Let's go, Louisiana. It's time to rally behind the black and gold. Demand Deli DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. 444-4444. Chad Deli, New Orleans, LA 23 Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy wait a minute are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the upside app yes i get real cash back every time i buy gas does that actually add up to anything i've made around 200 dollars. wow that's serious extra cash i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code save for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill up you can cash out anytime Right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. 
Uh, what does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. At Dudley DeBosier, clients call within days of their injury. Because if you wait, evidence gets lost, and the insurance company can use that to pay less than you deserve. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2315654. For 29 years, we've been the prep source you can count on. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM, Baton Rouge. Sports Talk, 97.7 FM, Ruston, Monroe. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM, Slidell. And at CrescentCitySports.com. Final, Destrahan, 47-11 over Hanville. 47-11 over Hanville, the final score there, Destrahan stays undefeated. Turley's Catholic leads Notre Dame 28-14, 2.38 to play in the third quarter in that contest tonight. And with that, let's check in with Joey Sanchez on Kentwood and Walker. Joey? Hey, gentlemen, uh, about five minutes left to go in the game here. Walker's put a little distance in between them and the Kangaroos with a 23-8 lead, which included about a 60-yard touchdown on, on the interception. Since the first quarter, the Walker defense has really stepped up and put a stranglehold on the, the Kenwood offense and been the, been the high point of tonight's game. About to punch it in for a uh, final score here to put this thing away. And we just did. So this one, uh, I hope we wrap this one up, Charlotte. Wildcats uh, up 29-8 on the Kangaroos. All right, you want to uh, wait to see if we get the extra point. How much time is left, you said? Yeah, that's good. How much time left now? Uh, a little over four minutes. A little over four minutes. All right, we'll stick with you. See if they make the extra point. We'll wait for that. While we wait, we can tell you that uh, St. Charles Catholic finished off Dillow South. 32-14 was the final. 32-14 final score. Uh, St. Charles Catholic over Dillow South. Newman over Manny, 49-31. And we'll get updates on several games coming up here in just a moment. Waiting to see about an extra point attempt here. Snap here. All right. Yeah, lined up and set. Oh, and the Wildcats jump offside. I hate when that happens. Back five yards. Back five yards. Yeah, every, every time we try to get something oh, yeah. live, that's what transpires, but it doesn't surprise me. It's part of the deal. I'll, I'm glad I can keep up the tradition for y'all guys. You, know? <laughs> you got it. It, happens all, the, live, you it happens all the time when we hold, we you, stay with guys on extra points. Oh, never mind. They called timeout. Oh, they, they jumped offside. Yeah. Oh, whatever. So. Happens all the time. Right, That's go. okay. All right, here we got we, ten men. Here we go. Snap with hole, and he knocked it through. So thirty to eight. Over. I'd like to add one thing. I give a lot of com- uh, compliments to this Kentwood football team. They got a lot of guys going both ways. Yep. And they have been battling all night, and they haven't quit yet. So, so hats off to them Kangaroos and the coaching staff and the players over there. Hell of an effort tonight. Well stated against a five eighteen that You got it. Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah. it. All right, y'all have a good Class- evening. All right, Joey. Class act. Thank you. Appreciate that. Let's check in with Van Reed, Crescent City Christian, St. Edmund. Hey, Van, what's happening? What's the latest in that one, buddy? Van? Go ahead, Van. It's a six over Crescent City in a final. Uh, Crescent City scores their first points of the season on a 54-yard pass tonight. Uh, and Kevon Johnson for the Blue Jays ended up with over 200 yards for rushing. Okay, give us the final score one more time. 
56 to 6. 56-6 Blue Jays win it over Crescent City. All right. Thank yep. you, Van. We appreciate the help tonight very much. Danny Broussard on St. Thomas Morning Catholic and a big one. Danny, what's the latest on that contest? Well, it's been back and forth in the second quarter, but there's been no scoring except a big play by S team. It was third and twenty-five, and we had a, a screen pass to Hutch Swilly for forty-nine yards. Got us down to the nine-yard line. Then Sam Altman to Parker Castile from nine yards out, and it was 14-7 STM. We have 45 seconds to go right now before half. Catholic High is driving at the 40-yard line to try to tie this thing up. 14-7 STM over Catholic. All right, good stuff. Philip Bordell has a final score. Calvary Baptist Wasman. Philip? Yeah, 21-6 Calvary was the final. 21-6 beat Wasman the night to stay unbeaten. Gave Wasman its first loss. All right, Philip, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, let's check in now with Chris Snell on Union Parish and Bastrop. Go ahead, Chris. Ken, we just went final. Farmers took a 41-14 to lead. Uh, like I said earlier in the game, Bastrop took a three-play drive to start it off to go up six to nothing. Farmers unanswered, scored 41 points with a one-minute left. Bastrop came up with a seven-yard run. The quarterback played well tonight for Bastrop. He was just hurried all night. The Farmers had people on him all night. Farmers kind of found a passing game tonight. Two, two uh, reception touchdowns from Chase Meekie, a 55-yarder and a 19-yarder. So Farmers might be trying to learn how to pass a little bit. So with the final, 41-14, to 14, Union win. All right, Chris, thank you for the help. We appreciate it. Final score, Riverside Academy, 40, Homa Christian, 7. Riverside, 40, Homa Christian, 7, final score. Nick Chetta, North Lake Christian, and Archbishop Hanna. Nick? A uh, very exciting game. Uh, North Lake 23, Hannon 10. A uh, great comeback from the Wolverines. Uh, Hannon, great football team. It was just a great, it was a great atmosphere. So credit to Archbishop Hannon on their homecoming, having a great fan base. But the game was exciting. And again, North Lake came back 23-10. 23-10, North Lake stays unbeaten. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And Drilling Catholic 27, Notre Dame 24, 238 to play in the third. And a shootout there. Really good game. Speaking of shootouts, Fountain Blue Hammond. Let's check in with Logan Graffia. Logan? Well, Hammond could not complete the comeback. Fountain Blue prevailed, and the final score is 35-34 and a nail-biter, Ken. 35-34, Fountain Blue. What a game. All right, go get your interviews, and we'll see your story later. Thank you, Logan. Appreciate that. Let's check in now with Ben Babin. All right, Ben, what do you have? Yeah, final tonight here at the pit. The uh, Gators prevailed uh, 28-22 the second half. Both teams uh Moved the ball up and down the field, and uh, the Gators got the final stop there to, to prevail. 28-22, very, very good ball game at the pit tonight. Over Opelousas uh, tonight, Santa Monica yeah, winner. Over Opelousas. All right, right, Ben, thank you very much. We appreciate that help. Scott Meyer, Ponchatoula Covington. Scott? Hey, guys, got a final score from Ponchatoula High School. It's the Ponchatoula Greenway 31, the Covington Lions 12. Story of the night was the running uh, quarterbacks, Bishop Davis, who finished with 120 yards, two on the ground. And one in the air, touchdowns, and running back Jay Shackson finished the night with 118 yards on, and one score on the ground. So final score, Punch Tula Green Wave 31, the Covington Lions 12. Scott Meyer reporting for the original. Southwood, Nacogdoches Central, Kyle Woods with an update. Kyle? Yeah, Nacogdoches was up 41-12, 53 seconds left. Uh, I, uh, I Southwood just ended up scoring on a uh, long run, and then they tried to go for two, didn't get it. They're about to kick off, and it looks like Nagasaki's going to close this 24-12. All right, thank you, Kyle. Appreciate that. Benny Jones was there, but uh, he already got that right, Destrehan. 
uh, over Hanville. So we got that already. No problem. Final score, St. James defeated Assumption 33-20. to St. James 33 and Assumption 20. That is a final score tonight as well. Rose, some thoughts right now? Well, you know, looking at it, you know, Newman, wow. <laughs> the end up 49 31 or something like 49, that. 31, 49 31 was the yeah, final. Yeah. yeah, quite a performance by the Greenies. No doubt about it. Quite a performance by the Greenies. Uh, Holy Cross, of course, with big over Rummel. And when I say big, you know, we know what Rummel's going through with you know, all the people they lost. So we know what's going on there. Uh, in case you didn't hear, Curtis did win again tonight. So it's two victories away from the all time record for Coach JT Curtis. And uh, Destrahan, a big winner also. Uh, you know, you look at that rivalry, that St. Charles Parish rivalry there, Kenny, and, mm-hmm. you know, the past couple of years, you know, past few years, you know, it hasn't been quite as competitive, but it's still a big deal in St. Charles Parish, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, really special mm-hmm. stuff. Anytime those people play, it's going to be fun. It was competitive for a while. Destrahan just too good. Logan Sport Mansfield, that game changed radically the last time we checked. Matt Martin has an update. What do you have, Matt? Well, 19 seconds left in the ball game. Logan Sport has gone up 32 to 24. Uh, Mansfield has been held to one first down in the second half by a penalty. The Logan Sport defense and offense has really clicked in. Uh, I think they got a little attitude adjustment at halftime. Uh, with 19 seconds to go, Logan Sport just scored. They're kicking off. 32 for Logan Sport, 24 for Mansfield. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Morgan City and Ellender. Andrew Mancuso with an update. Andrew? Yeah, game's over here in Berg. Uh, Morgan City was successful 27-0 over Ellender. This is Andrew Mancuso reporting on the drive home. All right, good win for Morgan City tonight. Much improved program, to say the least, in that one. All right, so it's Bogalusa 39, John Eric 36, just over seven minutes to play. 39-36, Bogalusa over John Aaron, an absolute shootout taking place tonight, as we expected it might be, and it's turned out to be that way. All right, let's check in now with Dwayne Woodard, uh, who's got Glenbrook and Haynesville. Dwayne, what do you have? It is 28-14 tours with about 7.35 left in the ball game. Uh, Glenbrook scored on a fourth down, uh flip flicker. At the uh, 9.45 mark to cut it, the score in half, and then Hainsville just intercepted a pass on their on Glenbrook's 31-yard line at second and 10 Glenbrook's 31. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Bob Utzler has a final score. Bob? Hey, Kenny. Uh, the final is John Curtis, 41, Jesuit, 21, and the – Last few moments of the game, there were a lot of people having cramps. The game went longer and longer. Uh, both sides had a lot of cramps, but 41-21 Patriots, uh, Patriots take the win. Back to you, Kenny, in uh, the original. All right, a couple of wins away from the record, right? Yep. Yep, yeah. very close. We're counting it. All right, appreciate yep, it. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. They go to halftime. St. Thomas Moore, 14. Catholic High of Baton Rouge, 7. 14-7. St. Thomas Moore over Catholic of Baton Rouge at the half. So I'm, I know it rained, but I'm surprised. Have a curfew. I'm kind of surprised. Well, I'm kind of <laughs> surprised at that score. I thought it'd be high score. I did too. They always are. Only 21 points between yeah. them at half. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I would have lost that bet. 
Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I mean, I absolutely thought that. It is final final now. Holy Cross whip rumble 49 to 28 was the final in that one. 49 28, Holy Cross a winner over Rumble. Highway B. Jennings 35 28 was the final in that one as we continue to keep you posted on all the scores. And let's check in with Wyatt Arthur, who gives us final report Holy Cross and Rumble. Wyatt. All right. Well, Rumble came out strong in that second half, uh, scoring two touchdowns quick. But Holy Cross just. Their offensive consistency was able to outlast them. Holy Cross ended the game winning 49-21 against the Rumble Raiders. Holy Cross will go on to play John Curtis to try and uh, approach being 5-0 and next week. 49-21 or 49-28? Oh, 49. What did I say? You said 21. Oh, my bad. 49-28. Yeah, it's a score that matters. All right. That's it. All right, Wyatt. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. All right. So... Terrebonne leads H.L. Bourgeois 41 to 7. Now it's 48 to 13. Pardon me. Terrebonne 48, H.L. Bourgeois 13. Fourth quarter, 48 13 is the score there with Terrebonne on top of H.L. Bourgeois as they go to the fourth quarter. All right, let's get a couple more reports. Eric Brown, what do you have? I got a final score tonight of 28 to 21. Parkview Baptist beats Madison Prep after Madison Prep. Four years of dominance against Parkview Baptist. And I'm going to tell you, we'll go right to the end of the game for this one. Fourth down on the 10-yard line, Parkview Baptist, they get the touchdown. Quarterback Abram, Abram Johnson to Jack Harrington, 10 yards for the score. So at that point, it's 21 to 20. They decide to go for the two-point conversion, and he goes back to Harrington on a weird little play. Harrington's open. He makes the catch, and it's 22-21. The crowd goes wild with one second on the clock. So they, they, the quarterback goes back goes back and back and back, and he's hit, fumble, return for a touchdown on the very last play for Parkview Baptist to add to the final 28-21 to 21 with that touchdown at the end. But Parkview Baptist with a big win tonight over Madison Prep. Reporting live from Parkview Baptist, this is Eric Brown for the original. Look forward to that story on that one. Thank you, Eric. Final score, Bell Chase rallied, beat Salmon 27-15. Bell Chase 27-15 over Salmon. Before we get to the... Uh, breaking scores. Let's check in with Blake Phillips. Blake, what do you have? Final for Giants uh, over Winfield, 32-20. A sloppy second half, but uh, Giants were able to hold on and uh, put some points up on the board and uh, get out of there with a win. So, Gina, 32. Uh, yeah, 32-20. Yeah, 32-20. Looking forward to Tioga next week. Yeah, that's Gina again, 32-20, to 20, just to make sure that you know that we're talking about here as they beat Winfield. All right, yeah, big game with Tioga next week, no doubt. Thank you, Blake. We'll talk to you next week. A brief timeout. All the scores from CrescentCitySports.com next on The Original. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. This season, your coffee orders are getting warmer and your outfits are getting cozier. 
The world keeps changing, and so does COVID-19. That's why this season's COVID-19 shots have been updated. They're one of the best ways to help protect yourself against COVID-19. You can get a COVID-19 shot at the same visit as a flu shot if you're due for both, as recommended by the CDC. Talk to your healthcare provider to learn more and schedule at vaccines.gov. And don't forget to get extra cinnamon spice. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code HOOD for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code HOOD for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code HOOD. Ready for all of the scores? Remember where you heard them and saw them first. Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Sports Talk, 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe. And at CrescentCitySports.com. Here's your scores first scoreboard update from CrescentCitySports.com with Emmanuel Pepys. And we begin with Wachita Christian, who defeated Tensaw 59 to nothing. It was Ringgold 54, Plain Dealing 6, West St. John 44, Thrive Academy 6. In the fourth quarter, Westminster leads Hamilton Christian 34 to 26. It was Hanson 53, Highland Baptist 26. Homer defeated Magnolia School of Excellence 48 to 12. It was St. Edmund 56, Crescent City 6. Haynesville leads Glenbrook in the fourth quarter 28 to 14. East Beauregard shut out Gaydon 45 to nothing. It was St. Frederick 43, Delhi Charter 8, Ascension Christian 28, North Central 8. Cedar Creek leads Delhi in the fourth quarter 22 to 6. It was St. John 48, West St. Mary 8, Oak Grove 63, Rayville 26. In the fourth quarter, Lakeside leads Block 33 to 28. It was Rose Pine who defeated Vinton 18 to 6. Welsh 66, Pickering nothing. Fourth quarter, Lakeview leads LaSalle 36 to 34. Also a final, Logan Sport just defeated Mansfield 32 to 24. It was Menard 31, Sacred Heart nothing. Riverside 40, Homa Christian 7. Newman 49, Manny 31. Oakdale 44, Grand Lake 38. It was Calvary Baptist 21, Wasman 6. Lake Charles College Prep defeated South Beauregard 20 to 7. South Plaquemine 57, Sarah Reed 13. Darwin Woods Charter, 45, Montgomery, 7. Pine, 42, Livingston Collegiate, 8. Parkview Baptist, 28, Madison Prep, 21. In the fourth quarter, it's Port Berry, 32, Mamou, 8. Iowa defeated Jennings, 35 to 28. It was Gina, 32, Winfield, 20. St. Louis Catholic leads Kinder, 24 to 7. It was Jules Sumner, 38, East Feliciana, nothing. Vermilion Catholic, 38, Erath, 14. Iota, 49, Ville Platte, 8. Albany, 50. Fisher, nothing. Arcadia, 44. Bolton, 6. 
Union Parish 41, Bastrop 14. Fourth quarter, a meet leads Country Day 39 to nothing. It was Bunky 48, Avoyles nothing. Turlings Catholic leading Notre Dame 27 to 14. It was Tioga 42, Marksville 14. South Lafouche 20, South Terrebonne 17. Rain defeated Kaplan 25 to 22. It was Peabody 47, Green Oaks nothing. Zachary 54, McKinley 6. North DeSoto 51, Minden nothing. Neville 54, North Caddo nothing. Lakeshore shut out Washington Marion 48 to nothing. It was Catholic Point Capee 38, LaGrange 18. Whitecastle 28, Livonia nothing. Lutcher 18, Vanderbilt Catholic nothing. LaRanger leading St. Thomas Aquinas 28 to 21 in the fourth quarter. It was Northwood of Shreveport who defeated Huntington 27 to 12. Patrick Taylor 28, Kenner Discovery nothing. St. Michael 57, Broadmoor 6. St. Charles defeated De La Salle 32 to 14. It was St. James 33, Assumption 20. DeRitter shut out Westlake 27 to nothing. It was Bell Chase 27, Salmon 15. Pope John Paul II 62, Ben Franklin 20. Walker leads Kentwood in the fourth quarter 30 to 8. It is now final. Walker defeated Kentwood 30 to 8. West Wachita 27, Grant nothing. E.D. White 57, Woodlawn of Baton Rouge 7. West Monroe 30, Scotlandville 12. Northlake Christian 23, Archbishop Hannon 10. Morgan City 27, Ellender nothing. St. Paul's 28, Slidell 7. Santa 28, Opelousas 22. It was, or Rustin leading Lafayette Christian, 29 to 26 in the fourth quarter. Terrebonne, 55, H.O. Bourgeois, 14. Fountain Blue, uh, that's in the fourth quarter. Fountain Blue lead, uh, defeated Hammond, 35 to 34. It was John Curtis, 41, Jesuit, 21. Parkway defeated Houghton, 24 to 6. It was Chalmette, 45, Patterson, 6. Ponchatoula, 31, Covington, 12. Destrahan defeated Hanville, 47 to 11. It was Denham Springs, 53, Franklinton, 28. Shaw, 34, Bonneville, nothing. Brother Martin, 31, Wachita, 13. At the half, in a game that got started late, Karen Crow leads Sulphur, 29 to nothing. Acadiana leads 40, uh, Lafayette, 42 to 12. Also, St. Thomas Moore leads Baton Rouge Catholic, 14 to 7. Alexandria defeated East Ascension, 21 to 14. It was Holy Cross, 49, Rummel, 28. Barb defeated Pineville, 20 to 13. few more scores before we sent it back. It was Turlings Catholic, or now leading Notre Dame 34 to 14 in the fourth quarter. John Errett leads Bogalusa now 43 to 39 in the fourth quarter. Jefferson Rise held off Varnado 20 to 18. That's a final. And it was St. Thomas Aquinas defeating LaRanger 29 to 28. Ken, back to you. Thank you very much for that uh, update. Obviously, we appreciate all the scores. And that Aaron Bogalusa game going down to the wire, back and forth, with great s- s- story lines crazy. going there. I mean, crazy. For, under three minutes left now, 43-39, John Aaron on top of Bogalusa. We'll keep you posted as soon as we get a final. Sheen is on the scene and checking in with us on a regular basis. Time to head around the state to get some analysis, and we start in Baton Rouge where our friend Lee Burkeen is standing by. But before we get to Lee, let's pause 10 seconds. For station identification on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. It's in the air, it's good, it's the best. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. 
WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe and at CrescentCitySports.com. It's time for expert analysis from all around the state. LAFootballMagazine.com, Louisiana Football Magazine. He's Lee Burkeen. He joins us now. Always a pleasure, Lee. Southern Lamp puts 60 on Opelousas Catholic, 160 to 35. Are the Kittens a threat to win it all again? I think they got a chance. You know, they've got a good, big offensive line. They got their running back back that missed last year. He's only 5'5, 180, but he's special. And they got a good, good young quarterback that's really uh, coming on, and that's the key. The quarterback's gotten better, Ken. And they got all the pieces. You know, Southern Lamp's always got size some years, and they've got skilled guys. Look at Damone Clark, who played for them. It's Cowboys. Um, you know, Davis is with the 49ers. I mean, these, these guys put players in the NFL, and it's a good school, too. Roe Brown. Hey, Lee, how you doing, sir? Hey, man. We're doing, we're doing the St. All Car Game, streaming it live on Crescent City Sports tomorrow. And I just wanted you to talk about a young man that I met last year, tall, stately guy, was in street clothes on the sideline at a, a St. All game, and one of the assistant coaches from an SEC school introduced me to him and told me that he'd already offered him. He was 14 or 15 years old, and his name is Jakeem Stewart. Yes. yes. <laughs> tell people yes. about him. Well, I'll just tell you what a Zachary coach said uh, the other day. Uh, I won't name who the coach is, but the coach has got 40 years of coaching experience. He said, you know what? This Stewart kid, he said, I'm sold. He said he's one of the best defensive ends he's seen in 40 years of coaching. And this guy has 30 years of college coaching experience. Um, so, yeah, he's got a ton of talent. It's scary. What is he going to become? You know, I mean, we've had some great defensive tackles in Louisiana, Glenn Dorsey and Chad Lavallee and Kyle Williams and – We've had a few come out of New Orleans. But tonight, guys, I was at East St. John tonight in Rivers, uh, in Reserve, watching Thibodeau and East St. John. Yeah, what did you take away from that? Well, they got a great one. You know, you know, Roe likes the scoop. So I'm That's right. Say, <laughs> look, y'all can hold me to this for the rest of the year and, and the rest of my life, but the best slot receiver in Louisiana, hands down, I think he's the fourth best receiver to ever come out of East St. John. You know, Lewis Lips, Royale Williams. Mm-hmm. Kerry Watkins, throw this guy in there. Decay Joseph, this guy's incredible, guys. I know he put up 1,200 yards last year, 60 catches. It's not the stats. He is an incredible football player, one of the best slot receivers I've ever seen. Jude Young, question for Lee Burkeen. Lee, I love to every once in a while get a chance to ask you about somebody that when I look him up, I don't see any stars. But when we cover <laughs> high school every week, uh, he's making plays all over the place. His name's Ashton Levi, the quarterback for Bogalusa. Uh, yes. He's listed about six foot one ninety. He's an absolute playmaker, but it uh, doesn't seem like he's being heavily recruited. You know, it's a shame, um, you know, with the transfer portal is that the colleges don't get out and see film in person. And it's just, there's an art to that. And we, I think y'all would agree with me. You can watch film on your couch. You can watch a TV game. But you got to get out and you got to smell the grass and watch these guys perform. And he's one of those guys that you got to go scouting because he's got a cannon arm. He's got great feet. And, you know, he's just got it. You know, he's got the stuff to be a D1 quarterback at a lot of D1 schools, but no D1 offers. And I talked to Crutchfield over the summer, and he just shook his head about no, you know, no D1 schools looking at him. This guy's got everything you look for in a D1 quarterback. No doubt. Les East. 
Yeah, Lee, one of the games we were looking forward to in the Baton Rouge area was Madison Prep and Parkview Baptist went to the wire. I think Parkview had a touchdown, two-point conversion, and a scoop and score at the very end to win 28-21. What do you think of that win for Parkview? I, I think it's incredible. It, guys, Parkview has a third of the talent they had in the 90s, you know, with mm-hmm. the late coach, Giad. They had some great teams. They don't have that kind of talent. They, they don't have like 20 kids that actually play out of 40. They used to dress 90 to 100 kids. Madison Prep's got 75, 80 kids, and all of them can play. That's in, super impressive. I think Stephon LaFleur is the former Louisville quarterback, the head coach at Parkview, is a genius. In the last three years, he has won games. He has no business winning. LAFootballMagazine.com is the website. He's Lee Burkeen, and it's always a pleasure to visit with him. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, guys. Appreciate All right. It. Final score in overtime, Central Catholic 34, Covenant Christian 33. Final, Central Catholic 34, Covenant Christian 33, and an absolute thriller tonight. Final, uh, Terrebonne 62-13 to over H.L. Bourgeois. With that, Chris Singleton joins us from Bayou Country. I know he saw that one. Chris, always a pleasure. Terrebonne's got talent. Yeah, uh, Terrebonne came out and went from the start and got some really good play from uh, the running backs, Jace Johnson and um, Ivan Celestine, and took an early 14-nothing lead. Kyle and Billy at the LSU commitment, also got a touchdown, and, you know, H.R. Bourgeois just struggled throughout the night to slow those guys down, and before you knew it, it was like 28-7, to and uh, Terrebonne's experience and their, their weapons definitely was the difference maker here tonight, and their defense played pretty well, and uh, kept H.R., you know, uh, offense in check at times, so uh, this is a, a must-win for Terrebonne because, like you say, it's not going to get any easier, especially in a district with uh, Destrehan, East St. John, and Hanville. Um, so they need every win that they can get going into the second half of the season, hoping to uh, stay alive in the race to possibly, who knows, not only possibly competing for the district championship, but also playoff positioning down the stretch. Yep. Uh, East St. John beat Thibodeau 49-14. That's a final. Roe Brown, question for Chris Singleton. Yeah, that went final, and that's what I want to ask you about, Chris, because most I've had two or three people, you know, how they whisper, they mention the name East St. John, and they whispered to me, you know, they're not really that good. But they're 4-0 now, ready to play Hanville next week in district. What about them? I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're not as good as maybe some other East St. John teams, but they must be pretty good. Yeah, East St. John always has weapons, and I know uh, week one they played St. James and they went down to the wide. I think St. James took an early 20-7 to lead, but uh, East St. John offense woke up and they came back and won, I think, 41-40. 41-40, exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so St. James, excuse me, uh, East St. John has always had a good team and they always had good offensive weapons. And, of course, Brandon Brown does a really good job of keeping those guys alive and you know, uh, hey, you know, if I'm a casual football fan without any piety in school, I would definitely circle that Destrehan East St. John game because that could not only be for the district championship, but also, you know, for a really high seed in the playoffs. But definitely, East St. John has to at least to compete with anybody. And uh, Thibodeau is just young, they, you know, with a new coach, Jake Trostler, to take up some time to get back on that level. But uh, East St. John definitely right now is playing on a high-caliber level, and they're doing a really good job. Les East, question for Chris Singleton. Yeah, Chris, uh, St. James gets the job done again tonight, beating Assumption 33-20. to That's a couple of times now where they've been challenged for much of the game and in the end came out just fine. Or, or they, 
maybe waiting to be challenged by somebody before we really see a dominant performance? Well, with St. James, you got to keep in mind, you know, they lost a lot of great weapons last year. A lot of a lot of the players that are stepping up now are uh, still young guys, maybe like some sophomores, some juniors, who are who are now starting for the varsity team for the first time. Uh, but they still got some really good play. Their quarterback, Braden Williams, has been playing pretty well this year. Uh, defensively, I know they lost a lot in the last couple of years, so it's just been a, a matter of getting those guys accustomed to playing, you know, big time varsity football. But you know those. St. James coaching staff with Chris Davidson, you know, they do a great job of keeping those guys prepared every week. And don't get me wrong, going into Assumption is very hard every week. You know, Assumption, they've been playing pretty hard. I know the last week they got beat by E.D. White, but, you know, you have to really play hard for four quarters going into Napoleonville. And uh, it's also a little rivalry. So, but uh, right now, St. James, I think they're still in good shape. It's just if they can stay healthy and they got some really good weapons, their quarterback, Braden Williams, they got a really good uh, receiver, Kobe Brown, and uh, some really good guys along the offensive defensive line. So by week 10, when they play E.D. White in that district game, I expect to see St. James at a high caliber, uh, probably playing their best football of the year. Jude Young. Lutcher able to get it done again tonight behind their defense. Their second shutout in three games, 18 to nothing over Vanderbilt. Doesn't seem like their offense is near as explosive as what we're used to, but their defense has been awfully impressive through three games. Yeah, uh, that's a good win for Lutcher going on the road against Vanderbilt and uh, shutting down a really good offensive team. But, uh, you know, Vanderbilt has a really good running back in Jalen Coleman. And, you know, Lutcher, a lot of people had question marks on Lutcher would be good, especially after losing. Uh, big Winfield, uh, you know, the, the, the excuse me, the Wayne Winfield, I think. Uh, but they've been able to step it in and, uh, you know, continue to play great football every week. And uh, Coach Jenkins does a good job. He has a really strong program. Lester's going to be good every year. Um, but in that district, you know, getting the win at Vanderbilt tonight puts them in the driver's seat of, of things going forward. And uh, you can expect to see Lester possibly winning that district championship again this year. Chris Singleton, thank you so much. We'll talk next week. All right, thank you, guys. Central Louisiana, and that's where Lamar Gafford is stationed. As we go there, we can tell you that John Arrett has scored with 19 seconds left. They now lead Bogalusa 49-39, 19 <laughs> seconds left. Arrett looks like they're going to win that game on the road tonight. Lamar Gafford joining us now. Tioga wiping out Marksville 42-14. to uh, Listen, obviously the Indians are good. They, they wiped out three opponents, and they beat Bro Bridge, who turns out to be pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right now it's like – they're firing on all cylinders here, and it's everything that's been going very well this season for this team. But, you know, the most impressive number that I like this season about them is they have had seven pick sixes so far this season, and they have one tonight. And it's just crazy that, you know, you don't see teams that do that. And, of course, actually getting the chance to talk to Coach Cook, I mean, the one main thing that he was talking about was, you know, creating turnovers, uh, especially that was one thing that they were harping on uh, once they got into the season. But they have basically taken up, taken it up to another notch here by just, you know, returning them back for scores, and that's just been impressive. I mean, Jacorian Norris is one of those guys. He actually has three pick sixes so far this season, and those three pick sixes have, uh, pick sixes have come in the last two weeks. So they've been just getting it done mainly with their defense, but also offense, special teams. They're basically coming along as well. Roe Brown. Oakdale is seventh in our Crescent City Sports 2A poll. 44 to 38, I think they just won over Grand Lake. Uh, what about Oakdale? What about them? How are they? 
Yeah, the crazy thing is, I mean, I didn't expect them to be this good this season, but I felt like they were going to be at least in the in the, in the runner's seat for to win their district championship. I mean, last year, uh, every team in the district basically changed their coaches. Some of them even changed twice, and some of them even went back to the, the same coaching well in, in, in Rose Pine's case. But at least they had a little bit of consistency. They had the same voice. The only difference was they had to replace their running back. And, of course, uh, their running back, uh, Seth Allison, was was an incredible running back for them last season. But, unfortunately, you know, he was a senior. So now they've been basically getting it done with a lot of younger players. But also you just got to think coaching has really helped them out a whole lot. I still think that they have a good shot of possibly winning the district championship in 4-2-A. And I I just think mainly the same coaching, basically, just that kind of tips the tips. The, balance on that one. the Warriors are 4-0 and of Oakdale. No doubt. And they play St. Edmund next. Yep, and St. Edmund's pretty good. All right, Jude Young. Speaking of 4-0, Gina now 4-0, 32-20 winners at Winfield tonight. Uh, what, what do we need to know about the Giants here through four games and how far they can go potentially? Uh, absolutely, and I think Zarek Jones is the, definitely the guy here to watch for for this team. I mean, absolutely, he's been uh, one of their top players, their key players over the last couple of years, and he continues to be a great player for them this season. Now, um, of course, they got other pieces, defense, a decent defense. They have a good offensive line, but um, I think they got a potential to at least go to the quarterfinals, I think. I think they're a quarterfinal team. They were knocking at the door last year. They were in the second round last year. And I still think that they have not lost a regular season game since going on for last season. So I still think that they have a good shot of possibly being in that same boat. But it's just that um, next week, that game against them and Tioga, between two 4-0 teams, that's going to be an incredible matchup. I cannot wait to see that one, and that might be where I go next week. I would imagine so. Les East, final thought? <laughs> well, yeah, you read my brain there. I was going to uh, ask you to preview Gina and Tioga next week as they uh, finish up pre-district play. What, what do you think will be the keys to that game? I think it's just going to be one of those old-fashioned physical matchups. I mean, both teams have great defenses. Of course, Gina, I mean, they've always been known with, with playing strong, playing smash-mouth football. But, you know, Tioga has been doing that as well, um, and especially has been letting their defense really getting uh, helping their offense out and great points so far this season. I imagine it's going to be a very close game. I imagine it's going to be one of those things. And, you know, they're already fired up for it. I mean, I, already, I talked to Coach Cook. He was, he was already talking about it. He was saying to those guys, Hey, be prepared for a physical matchup this week and uh, for next week. And so, I think there's going to be physical every single time Gina plays against Tioga. It's always close, and I think that's always going to be a good thing. And I think this this it has great game of the year potential, at least in this area. He's Lamar Gafford, and he's our friend and our analyst from Central Louisiana. Lamar, thank you. We'll visit next week. Hey, thank y'all so much. Have a good one, y'all. All right, final score, John Errett overcomes Bogalusa, 49-39. John Errett, 49, Bogalusa, 39. That is Woo. a final score. So, good win for the Patriots. Look, they're pretty good, Row. They play a tough schedule early. Record becomes a lie. Then they get in the district. Then they win. And this year, they're winning a few games early. So, I've seen them. They've got talent. They, they have got, talent. Well, they got an LSU committed. They have commit. They got, they got players. Okay. You, okay? You, you look at that team. Yeah. You know, I saw 
I saw them in the Jamboree. That's where I saw them play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they have talent. Uh, they have talent on the line. They got some good linemen. Um, they could cause a lot of problems for people. Well, they I pushed they pushed next, extra hand hard yeah. uh, and lost, but at this morning game was their opening game with Covington that they lost. So right. I think next week they play, play Warren Easton. Easton. They play next Easton week, next don't week. they? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, ought right. be, that ought to be a good game. So your impressions of tonight in the New Orleans area? Well, uh, St. Charles Catholic continues to just go along as St. Charles Catholic. I mean, you know, if you're not used to this by now, you know, you haven't been paying attention. Uh, 32-14 to 14 over DeLaSalle this evening, and they take on uh, Vandy next, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt Catholic next. So Coach Stein just does such a terrific job with the Comets. I mean, they're just so well coached. Uh, in case you missed it, yes, Curtis did win this evening over jo- over Jesuit. So they are. he is now two wins away from tying the all-time wins record for high school football coaches. Coach J.T. Curtis is. So early congratulations for him. The Newman game was really good. They went up north and fell a little short against a very, very good Manny team last year. Manny comes back, and uh, they return the favor, 49-31. to The Newman offense is really just clicking, <laughs> okay? They've got their new quarterback, and uh, he, he looks like the old quarterback. So, you know, you really got to keep an eye on Newman. And somebody, another team, they're only 2-2. Two and two, And I say only 2-2 two and two because they started 0-2. Oh but Hank Tierney and Archbishop Shaw, uh, 34-0 over Bonneville. Expect to beat Bonneville. But uh, Jasper Parker had another big game. Five touchdowns last week against Rummel in the megaphone game that they won. And he had another big night tonight. So, uh, and I guess I need to mention that as mention it again. St. Aug versus Carr tomorrow. Right, Kenny? And, uh, yes, sir. Live on CrescentCitySports.com tomorrow evening. Uh, you know, everybody knows that car went roughshod through the Catholic League last year. Uh, some people think that based on what they did last week against Warren Easton, they may go roughshod again. So yep. district play starts tomorrow. We will find out. And that should be an outstanding game. And as you said, you can... See it streaming live on CrescentCitySports.com. You'll get a word or two in edgewise with VK, right? I'll try to, you know, yeah. try to get something in. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it ought to be it ought to be a really good game, you know, one way or the other. I mean, you know, you'll see some talented people out there nonetheless. Yeah, you will, and uh, we're looking forward to bringing that game to people because we know it's going to be a game that features a ton of talent. Look, it wasn't just uh, too long ago, a couple of years ago, that San Augustine upset Carr at Ted Gromley Stadium, mm-hmm. but since then... Cars paid them back in a big way, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do mean a big way, but we'll see. The if, sophomore uh, quarterback accounted for seven TDs last yeah. week against East Warren Easton, and uh, yep. so it should be interesting to see. Still 14-7 St. Thomas Moore over Catholic in the third quarter as we speak, as we update mm-hmm. a couple more scores that, of course, game's still going on. A final big win for Haynesville. They took advantage over and Glenbrook. got revenge over Glenbrook from last year. 34-14 Haynesville beats Glenbrook tonight, that's a big win for the Golden Tours, who are back. They're ready to challenge for a state championship this year. No question about that. All right, we'll take a time out here when we return. We'll be joined by Mark Kramer of Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston. Still to come, Charlie Cavell in northwest Louisiana. George Faust in southwest Louisiana as the original continues. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. 
major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code HOOD for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code HOOD for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code HOOD. We've got the best analysts in the state. As part of Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell, Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Pleasure to be joined by Mark Kramer of Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, our outstanding affiliate. Always a pleasure, Mark. St. Frederick, they beat Delhi Charter 43 day. We don't talk about St. Fred much, but it's a pretty solid program, isn't it? It is, Ken. Good evening to you guys. Uh, St. Frederick uh, coach Andy Robinson has done a great job, has got a, a pretty prolific offense this year. He also beefed up his schedule and uh, played uh, Gina a couple either last week or the week before. And uh, so uh, they're going to be, uh, I think they're going to be a team to be reckoned with in the, um, in the select uh, simply because of the increased talent that he has at St. Frederick. Of course, he's got a great coaching staff as well. And uh, the fact that um, they've been able to play up in class quite a bit. And so their kids are getting used to playing tough competition. Yeah, that's a big thing. They played up in class and therefore it's really going to benefit them and and they're 2-2 two and two now after playing the higher classification teams earlier. Roe Brown. Yeah, I want to ask you about a team that did lose tonight, and that's Wasserman. They fell to 3-1, and one, losing to Calvary Baptist tonight, 21-6. to six. But as you know, they came in at 3-0. and oh. What about the Wildcats of Wasserman? Yeah, I think you're, you can see by Calvary only scoring 21 points, uh, Wasserman has a really, really good defense, a lot of speed uh, on that side of the ball for them. And, um, again, I, I think the fact that they have all also – I could really say that, guys, about all of our local teams up in this area, uh, that they've all beefed up their schedule. I think everybody up here has realized that 
even if you lose a game or two here and there, that the PowerPoint system is where it's at. And uh, so I think Wasman's going to be another team that's going to benefit from that. But they definitely, I was very impressed with what they did tonight to Calvary's offense. Lessie's question for Mark Kramer. Yeah, Mark, uh, Rustin 29, Lafayette Christian 26. The score doesn't get my attention as much as the fact that last I heard they had five takeaways. I think they were all interceptions of Jawan Johnson. Tell us about that game. Yeah, the uh, yeah, the Bearcats uh, were had a pretty decent lead. Lafayette Christian got a couple of touchdowns late to make it a little closer. You know, we talked about that game a lot up here on our morning shows, and uh, this was one of the games, guys, that it was it was going to be the which one was going to win out. Was it going to be Lafayette Christian's offense or Rustin's defense that was going to win out? And for the bulk of the game, Rustin's defense ended up uh, winning out in this one. Uh, you know, when you do have a uh, defensive coordinator uh, that um, – played a lot of years for the Buffalo Bills, uh, that brings a lot to the table as far as scheming when you're playing somebody with the talent of Jawan Johnson. And that kind of proved itself out tonight. Uh, the Bearcats, you know, scored almost 30 points, but I think it was the, their defense against the Lafayette Christian offense that made the big difference. June. Sterlington, number three in our Class 3A Crescent City Sports poll. Impressive at Carroll, 46-6. Carroll came in 3-0. and Your thoughts on that one? Yeah, Coach Doty's got a great team at, at Sterlington. He uh, has a great line on both sides of the ball. They are big and physical. And uh, the game that when they uh, end up playing Union, uh, that's going to be a real war between those two teams as it is every year. But uh, Coach Doty has quite a bit of everything. He's got the size on the lines. He's got speed in the backfield, an experienced quarterback. I think, uh, again, just like the last few years uh, since he's been there, they're going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with in 3A for sure. And on the other side, uh, you know, Carroll was kind of the opposite of what Ken and I were talking about a little earlier. Not the greatest competition in non-district play, and um, then you get up against uh, somebody with the power of Sterlington uh, not having played the bigger competition in non-district, uh, it shows. He is, of course, Mark Kramer. It's Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston. We appreciate Mark every week, appreciate the affiliation, and, and appreciate the time tonight, Mark. We look forward to talking again next week. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. You got it, Mark. Mark Kramer. Again, Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston. Still to come, we're going to talk with Charlie Cavell in northwest Louisiana about the shreveport Bossier area, and then also George Faust to talk about the Lafayette-Lake Charles area and what's transpired there tonight. George, of course, from KLFY in Lafayette. But right now it is time for our Scores First scoreboard update in conjunction with CrescentCitySports.com. Best sign on the web where you get all the scores first all the time. Here's Emmanuel Peppis. Thanks, Ken. And we begin with Wachita Christian, who defeated Tensaw 59-0. It was Ringgold 54, Plain Dealing 6, West St. John 44, Thrive Academy 6, Westminster Christian 34, Hamilton Christian 26, Hanson 53, Highland Baptist 26, Homer 48, Magnolia School of Excellence 12, University 55, Helix Mentorship nothing, St. Edmund 56, Crescent City 6, Haynesville 34, Glenbrook 14, 
East Beauregard, 45. Gate all nothing. St. Frederick, 43. Delight Charter, 8. Ascension Christian, 28. North Central, 8. Cedar Creek, 22. Delhi 12. Central Catholic, 34. Covenant Christian, 33. It was St. John, 48. West St. Mary, 8. Oak Grove, 63. Rayville, 26. It was Rosepine, 18. Vinton, 6. Welsh, 66. Pickering, nothing. Lakeview, 36. LaSalle, 34. Loyola Prep, 35. Red River, 18. Logansport, 32. Mansfield, 24. Newman, 49. Manny, 31. Riverside, 40. Homa Christian, 7. Menard, 31. Sacred Heart, nothing. Jefferson Rise, 20. Varnado, 18. Oakdale, 44. Grand Lake, 38. Beekman Charter, 21. Northwood Lena, 20. It was Calvary Baptist, 21. Wasman, 6. Darwin Woods Charter, 45. Montgomery, 7. South Plaquemine, 57. Sarah Reed, 13. Lake Charles College Prep, 20. South, uh, South Beauregard, 14. Port Berry, 40. Mamou, 8. Parkview Baptist, 28. Madison Prep, 21. Pine, 42. Livingston Collegiate, 8. It was Iowa, 35. Jennings, 28. Gina, 32. Winfield, 20. St. Louis Catholic, 45. Kinder, 20. Jules Sumner, 38. East Feliciana, nothing. Vermilion Catholic, 38. Erath, 14. Iota, 49. Ville Platte, 8. Albany, 43. Fisher, nothing. Arcadia, 44. Bolton, 6. Union Parish, 41. Bastrop, 14. Amy, 39. Country Day, nothing. It was Bunky, 48. Avoyles, nothing. Sterlington, 46. Carroll, 6. Tioga, 42. Marksville, 14. Turlings Catholic defeated Notre Dame 34-14. It was Peabody, 47. Green Oaks, nothing. Rain, 25. Kaplan, 22. South Lafouche, 20. South Terrebonne, 17. Neville, 54. North Caddo, nothing. North DeSoto, 51. Minden, nothing. Zachary, 54. McKinley, 6. Catholic Point Capi, 38. LaGrange, 18. Lakeshore, 48. Washington Marion, nothing. It was Lutcher, 18. Vanderbilt Catholic, nothing. Whitecastle, 28. Livonia, nothing. Franklin Parish, 42. Caldwell, 7. Northwood of Shreveport, 27. Huntington, 12. Patrick Taylor, 28. Kenner Discovery, nothing. Plaquemine, 20. Estruma, 15. St. Michael, 57. Broadmoor, 6. Cecilia, 65. Crowley, 14. St. Charles, 32. De La Salle, 14. St. James, 33. Assumption, 20. DeRitter, 27. Westlake, nothing. It was Bell Chase, 27. Salmon, 15. Evangel, 49. Bozier, nothing. Pope John Paul II, 62. Ben Franklin, 20. Walker, 30. Kentwood, 8. West Wachita, 27. Grant, nothing. Edie White, 57. Woodlawn of Baton Rouge, 7. West Monroe, 30. Scotlandville, 12. North Lake Christian, 23. Hannon, 10. Morgan City, 27. Ellender, nothing. St. Paul's, 28. Slidell, 7. Santa 28. Opelousas, 22. Liberty, 26. Donaldsonville, 14. North Shore, 23. Mandeville, 16. Natchitoches Central, 41. Southwood, 12. Game that's still going that got started way late. Southside leads New Iberia third quarter, 37 to 26. It was Ruston, 29. Lafayette Christian, 26. Fountain Blue, 35. Hammond, 34. Terrebonne, 62. H.O. Bourgeois, 13. John Errett, 49. Bogalusa, 39. John Curtis, 41. Jesuit, 21. Parkway, 24. Houghton, 6. Chalmette, 45. Patterson, 6. Sam Houston, 51. Como, nothing. Ponchatoula, 31. Covington, 12. East St. John, 49. Thibodeau, 14. Destrahan, 47. Hanville, 11. Denham Springs, 53. Franklin, 28. Shaw, 34. Bonneville, nothing. Brother Martin, 31. Wachita, 13. And it was Alexandria who defeated East Ascension, 21-14. 
Holy Cross, 49. Rummel, 28. Barb defeated Pineville, 20 to 13. And several of the late going scores here. Karen Crow leading Sulphur, 43 to nothing. That is in the fourth quarter. Also, Acadiana all over Lafayette, 56 to 12. And it is still St. Thomas Moore, 14. Baton Rouge Catholic, 7. Ken, back to you. All right. We appreciate it, Manny. Of course, Manny, we have one final scoreboard update coming up at about 10.50 or so. And he and Jude will have some final words at that point as well. So stay tuned for that. Still to come, we'll talk to George Faust of KLFY in Lafayette and about the Southwest Louisiana Corridor and what transpired there this evening and this weekend. But coming up next, following a brief timeout, we'll talk to Charlie Cavell as we head to Northwest Louisiana, easy for me to say, and to talk to him about what transpired in the Shreveport-Bossier area tonight. That's coming up next when the original continues. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. This season, your coffee orders are getting warmer and your outfits are getting cozier. The world keeps changing, and so does COVID-19. That's why this season's COVID-19 shots have been updated. They're one of the best ways to help protect yourself against COVID-19. You can get a COVID-19 shot at the same visit as a flu shot if you're due for both, as recommended by the CDC. Talk to your healthcare provider to learn more and schedule at vaccines.gov. And don't forget to get extra cinnamon spice. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Inflation has us all looking over our budgets, from groceries to travel, the cost of nearly everything has gone up. Prices of life insurance, though, have remained steady. This September, during Life Insurance Awareness Month, SelectQuote could help you save more than 50% on term life insurance. For example, we found Jack a $500,000 policy for only $18 a month. In a hurry? Don't worry. We now offer up to $2 million in instant affordable coverage with no medical exam required. That's right, up to $2 million in affordable same-day coverage with no medical exam. Even if you already have coverage, there's a chance you no longer have enough. And as the cost of living continues to rise, it's more important now than ever to make sure your loved ones are protected. Call SelectQuote at 1-800-603-7886. That's 1-800-603-7886. Or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote today. That's 1-800-603-7886. Details on example rate at selectquote.com. Now, 29 years as the staple of the industry, it's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 Nash Icon at Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell, NashFM1061.com and at CrescentCitySports.com. And we go to Northwest Louisiana where our good and great friend Charlie Cavella awaits us. I know Roe or Les or Jude, one of them will ask you about uh, the Calvary went over Wasman since it was a battle of unbeaten. But I want to ask you about that wild game that you were part of last night. Captain Shreve rallying to beat Burr, that great rivalry shootout. You know, it's not a great year for either one of those teams, but it's always a, a great game and a big game. And, well, that was that was wild stuff, and that's a big win for Captain Shreve. Yeah, it was. It, you know, it's a, a the best rivalry in the Shreveport-Bossier area. And, 
uh, a very unique rivalry in that, uh, for instance, one of our uh, players, Henry Peacock, who is Senator Barrow Peacock's son, well, he plays for Bird. Well, his brother swims for the Captain Tree swim team. So you hear in one family you have two children going to uh, different schools. And so, yes, and it's a very unique rivalry. And uh, it was a great game, high school football game last night. And uh, credit to Captain Shreve. They uh, they were up. Bird rallied back and uh, took the lead in the fourth quarter. And uh, Shreve came back. And after stopping Bird on a big fourth down, and Jamarlin Otis, who had 190 yards rushing last night, broke off a 66-yard uh, game-clinching touchdown that uh, you know gave the Gators the the win. And it, it not only was it a big win and, and moved them to three and one on the year, but it was also the district opener. So you know it it was it had a, it had that as well as an added factor. Roll Brown. Well, I guess then I will ask you, Charles, about undefeated Haynesville getting even with Glenbrook from last year, 34-14. to 14. They're 4-0 and 0 now. That was a battle of ranked teams, number six in our poll, number nine also. Yeah, David Franklin, you know, carrying on the long tradition of the Franklin family in Haynesville, uh, he is, has one of his better teams this year that – that they've had, you know, the Claiborne Parish Super Bowl between Hamer, uh, Haynesville and Homer is going to be one for the ages because both of those teams are, uh, you know, not only going to fight it out for the district title, but there's a good chance you may see them, you know, in New Orleans because they are that good. Both of those teams are stout, and that uh, 100-year-old great, rivalry between the Haynesville Golden Tornado and the Homer Pelicans are going to is going to be a good one but uh, you know Haynesville uh, they went up to to Junction City Arkansas last week and and really handled Junction City and for them to get come back this year and get a a, a big district win over Glenbrook and it, you know they're moving in that right direction and like I said that 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 matchup, uh, I'd love to to be able to go see the the Claiborne Parish Super Bowl between the the Golden Tornado and the and the Pelicans because it's going to be a great one. Jude Young. Well, I will ask about Calvary and Wasman twenty one to six final, and uh, Calvary getting the win against a Wasman team that came in with really good defensive numbers, and they clearly made Calvary work tonight. Yes, uh, I heard Coach Rodney Guin. Uh, right before we came, we came on, and uh, he said that uh, you know they needed a game like this against a a big, physical, uh, athletic Wasman team that uh, is trending in the right direction, starting to kind of remind people of the the teams that Wasman used to have back in the in the eighties, and um, you know for Calvary. He said they made a lot of just silly mistakes tonight, uncharacteristic mistakes, even so much that their center got a couple of personal foul penalties and they pulled him out of the game and stuck in a sophomore who never had uh, snapped the ball in, the, in a 
varsity game, and uh, they just rolled right on. But that just goes to show you how good Calvary is. They are they have talent everywhere, and as good as they are, and with the weapons they have offensively, their defense is really good as well. And uh, you know, it it was a great test for him. He said because. He, they next week they have they're going to host probably the biggest game that they've hosted at uh, at Calvary Baptist Academy since the resurrection of the program, or at least in a very long time. As uh, the Westgate Tigers yep. will come up, and you know Westgate is well <laughs> elite. They're Westgate. Yeah, they're elite. Yep. All right. All right. Final thought, Les East. Yeah, just quickly, Charlie, airline last night with 60 more points. They're 4-0. They're always going to have a, pun- a puncher's chance. Uh, is the defense good enough with that, that offense that they have to make a deep run eventually? You know, Les, I, I really – it's hard to tell because nobody's tested them defensively. Mm-hmm. You want to hear some crazy stats? I'm going to give you something real quick. Airline quarterback Ben Taylor last night completed 17 of 23 passes in the first half for 455 yards and seven touchdowns. And he played only a half and then a one series where he handed off. (laughs) Wrap your mind around that. (laughs) Unreal. Part for the course, man. That's what they are. (laughs) Charlie, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk next week. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. We close it out with George Faust, KLFY Lafayette, talking about Southwest Louisiana. Karen Crow, 57-14 over software. They're really good, George. Yeah, Karen Crow uh, consistently, uh, week by week, is uh, just steadily improving. I mean, uh, we talked about it last week. Uh, since uh, Babineau is a, is a dynamic guy, and Tony Corville just has that has that program rolling, and they, they're doing the, what they need to do to keep uh, – Keep at the top of District 3-5A, one of the toughest 5A districts in the state. Ro Brown. Hey, George. Uh, we touched on it a little bit talking to uh, Charlie up in Shreveport. I wanted to ask you about uh, Westgate. Uh, they're leading, and the last thing I saw was 28-19. They were leading St. Martinville, which would bring them to 4-0 and on the season. year before last, they came down and they cleaned out on successive weeks, as I recall, Carr and Easton. Is this team capable of doing something like that again? Look, I, I, I really think they, they have – there's so much talent that, uh, that Ryan Antoine has down there. It's, it's unbelievable. And, and you know what kind of talent can come out of there with uh, Keishon Bouti and they, you know, he's playing with the Patriots now. But, you know, it, it's just um, – they, they so, it's so consistent with what they're, what they're doing. And uh, they they have athletes all over the field, so it's it's definitely possible that they could uh, they could continue to uh, put those uh, numbers tallying higher in the win column for sure. June, well, I have to ask about Lafayette Christian and running into that wall that appears to be an excellent Rustin defense tonight. Jawan Donaldson, I believe, five interceptions. Rustin able to hold off for the win. Your thoughts on how that game played out? It was, you know, I, I I just saw a little bit of the highlights we ran tonight, and um, it, they look like Rustin looks like the first the first team that, that really kind of solved the mystery that is uh, Jawan Johnson, and they were just watching them contain him a little bit, and I, I was actually surprised that they were able to do that. Uh, just 
having seen him for so many times, just find ways to escape and uh, make a play down the field. And, and obviously, uh, they, they had a little bit uh, more of a difficult time tonight doing that. And uh, I, I guess with whatever Rustin has, I, I don't know a whole lot about those guys, but uh, obviously they have some talented kids, and they were able to kind of confuse or uh, be able to get to uh, Juwan and, and, and affect him to where uh, he wasn't as effective as he has been in the past or normally is. Les? Uh, yeah, St. Louis Catholic, 45, Kinder 20. That seems like an impressive margin. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, Kinder, it's, it's interesting because St. Louis, when I, the, the times that I've had, had, a, had a chance to watch those guys uh, over there in Lake Charles, they, they're, they're impressive, but you're right. You're like, Kinder, Kinder seems to be a team that uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see them on a regular basis either. I think I see St. Louis a little bit more than I do uh, Kinder, but um, I, it's a surprising uh, kind of uh, uh, margin there, uh, obviously. But, uh, you know, it, 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 St. Louis, it's, that's a good program. So a you know, little bit further out for me, I didn't get a chance to see a whole lot of that. So uh, I'll have to – just uh, take a pass on that, if you will, with regards to knowing a whole lot about that program. I just know that that's two good programs that, that play uh, tough football. Turling's Notre Dame still playing or what? Uh, that game is over. Uh, Turling's won that game 34-14. Uh, yep. um, it was uh, it, it, it was a close game. Yeah. First play of the game is the is the play that sticks in my, in my mind. I even showed the highlight. It was it was like a little uh, wide receiver pass. Mm-hmm. The running back was the was the quarterback. He tossed it to the quarterback who was playing wide receiver, and he heaved mm-hmm. it down. And and uh, they made the call. The call they they called it a fumble. It was either an incomplete pass or it was a was a was a catch. And the ground can't cause a fumble. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a, a very back and forth game. That, that was a tight game up until about the third, the middle of the third quarter. And it, whatever the case, that. whatever the case, George, we are proud of the quarterback. Yeah, the quarterback did okay. Hey. So I saw yeah, that, look, I, I'm, I'm pretty pumped up for my son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are proud of the quarterback. I, it's all okay, yeah, man. Look, He's playing I for a legend in Louis. It could be at Rumble if, I, if only somebody would have hired me in New Orleans. You know? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll make sure that knucklehead knows. George, thank you. I appreciate it. Talk next week, man. Thank you. All right. Uh, lesson G, great night for St. Martin's. Next week, Haynes Academy. Looking forward to it, gentlemen. Absolutely. Uh, we've had every week's been very good. Tonight was no exception. I'm sure next week won't be either. Awesome, guys. Thank you. And Jude and Manny will put a wrap on things after Manny has a scoreboard from CrescentCitySports.com next on the original. Many times during these last few years, it's been quite easy for all of us to be discouraged at times. <laughs> Boy, I can tell you about that. But one thing I have learned, there is an answer that will keep us strong during trying times. This is Michael Green with a LifeGate word of encouragement. In one of the parables, Jesus tells the story of a seed that was planted into soil. And he said, and immediately, the evil one came to steal that seed. Well, as you read it a little bit further, you realize the seed is the word of the Lord. Hebrews 4 tells us the word of the Lord is quick, powerful, and sharp. That's the key. That's the secret. And during these trying times, I don't see how we can survive without the word of the Lord in our hearts. Protect the word. Read the word. Stay in the word. That will keep you strong. Join me and Linda this Sunday at LifeGate. We start at 10 o'clock. We're at 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. 
Check us out on Facebook, LifeGate Church Ministries. Join us at LifeGate, where the priority is the word. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First Philip. Time for the one final recap of all the scores from Ken Trahan's original football report on the original network from CrescentCitySports.com. Here with your final Louisiana Scores first scoreboard update is Emmanuel Peppis from CrescentCitySports.com. We begin with Wachita Christian who defeated Tensaw 59-0. It was Ringgold 54, Plain Dealing 6, Hanson 53, Highland Baptist 26. Westminster 34, Hamilton Christian 26, West St. John 44, Thrive Academy 6, Homer 48, Magnolia School of Excellence 12, University 55, Helix Mentorship Academy nothing, St. Edmund 56, Crescent City 6, Haynesville 34, Glenbrook 14, East Beauregard 45, Gaydon nothing, St. Frederick 43, Delight Charter 8, Ascension Christian 28, North Central 8, Basile 27, Elton 8, Cedar Creek 22, Delhi 12, Springfield 32, Slaughter Charter, 21. Central Catholic, 34. Covenant Christian, 33. St. John, 48. West St. Mary, 8. Northeast, 20. Central Private, 16. Oak Grove, 63. Rayville, 26. Lakeside, 41. Block, 34. Rose Pine, 18. Vinton, 6. Welsh, 66. Pickering, nothing. Lakeview, 36. LaSalle, 34. Loyola Prep, 35. Red River, 18. Logansport, 32. Mansfield, 24. Newman, 49. Manny, 31. Riverside, 40. Homer Christian, 7. Menard, 31. Sacred Heart, nothing. Jefferson Rise, 20. Varnado, 18. Faraday, 46. Madison, 6. Oakdale, 44. Grand Lake, 38. Beekman Charter, 21. Northwood Lena, 20. East Iberville, 32. Baker, 26. Calvary Baptist, 21. Wasman, 6. Darwin Woods Charter, 45. Montgomery, 7. South Plaquemine, 57. Sarah Reed, 13. Lake Charles College Prep, 20. South Beauregard, 14. Port Berry, 40. Mamou, 8. Parkview Baptist, 28. Madison Prep, 21. Pine, 42. Livingston Collegiate, 8. It was Iowa, 35. Jennings, 28. Gina, 32. Winfield, 20. Church Point, 52. Pine Prairie, 14. St. Louis Catholic, 45. Kinder, 20. Joel Sumner, 38. East Feliciana, nothing. Vermilion Catholic, 38. Erath, 14. Iota, 49. Ville Platte, 8. Albany, 43. Fisher, nothing. Amit, 39. Country Day, nothing. Union Parish, 41. Bastrop, 14. Arcadia, 44, Bolton, 6, Sterlington, 46, Carroll, 6, Bunky, 48, Avoyles, nothing. It was Sterling's Catholic, 34, Notre Dame, 14, Tioga, 42, Marksville, 14, South Lafouche, 20, South Terrebonne, 17, Rain, 25, Kaplan, 22, Peabody, 47, Green Oaks, nothing, Zachary, 54, McKinley, 6, North DeSoto, 51, Minden, nothing, 
Neville, 54. North Caddo, nothing. Lakeshore, 48. Washington Marion, nothing. Catholic Point Capi, 38. LaGrange, 18. White Castle, 28. Livonia, nothing. St. Thomas Aquinas, 29. LaRanger, 28. Lutcher, 18. Vanderbilt Catholic, nothing. Northwood of Shreveport, 27. Huntington, 12. Franklin Parish, 42. Caldwell, 7. Plaquemine, 20. Estruma, 15. Patrick Taylor, 28. Kenner Discovery, nothing. St. Charles, 32. De La Salle, 14. Cecilia, 65. Crowley, 14. St. Michael, 57. Broadmoor, 6. DeRitter, 27. Westlake, nothing. Eunice, 19. Northwest, 8. St. James, 33. Assumption, 20. Bell Chase, 27. Salmon, 15. Bruley, 33. Bel Air, 15. Abbeville, 36. Beauchene, 7. Pope John Paul II, 62. Ben Franklin, 20. Woodlawn of Shreveport, 26. Booker T. Washington of Shreveport, 8. Evangel, 49. Bozier, nothing. Edie White, 57. Woodlawn of Baton Rouge, 7. It was West Wachita, 27. Grant, nothing. Walker, 30. Kentwood, 8. Morgan City, 27. Ellender, nothing. North Lake Christian, 23. Hannon, 10. West Monroe, 30. Scotland, uh, Scotlandville, 12. It was Liberty, 26. Donaldsonville, 14. Sanama, 28. Opelousas, 22. St. Paul's, 28. Slidell, 7. North Shore, 23. Mandeville, 16. Natchitoches Central, 41. Southwood, 12. Southside, 49. New Iberia, 26. Terrebonne, 62. H.O. Bourgeois, 13. Fountain Blue, 35. Hammond, 34. Ruston, 29. Lafayette Christian, 26. Parkway, 24. Houghton, 6. John Curtis, 41. Jesuit, 21. John Errett, 49. Bogalusa, 39. Ponchatoula, 31. Covington, 12. Sam Houston, 51. Como, nothing. Chalmette, 45. Patterson, 6. Denham Springs, 53. Franklinton, 28. Destrahan, 47. Hanville, 11. East St. John, 49. Thibodeau, 14. Karen Crow, 57. Sulphur, 14. Brother Martin, 31. Wachita, 13. Shaw, 34. Bonneville, nothing. It was, or it is, Acadiana leading Lafayette, 63 to 12. That's actually in the third quarter. Alexandria defeated East Ascension, 21 to 14. It was Holy Cross, 49. Rummel, 28. Barb defeated Pineville, 20 to 13. And one of the thrillers of the night, and we had expected it to be, it is in the fourth quarter, Baton Rouge Catholic and St. Thomas More are tied at 21 apiece. A couple of moments left here with Jude Young. And, Jude, I guess we start there with St. Thomas More actually took the lead uh, early in the fourth quarter, and Baton Rouge Catholic was like, oh, yeah, watch this, a 90-yard kickoff return for a touchdown by Brooks Wright. And it's kind of indicative of, of what we figured this game would be at the outset, wasn't it? Right, especially because we had heard that injuries were really affecting Catholic early in the season, particularly defensively, like we saw in that now forfeited win for the Bears, but was one-sided on the field in favor of Warren Easton a couple of weeks ago. It seems like that defense must be a bit healthier in particular because St. Thomas More, as they often do, they're such a good team offensively year in, year out. The Bears measure during up tonight and able to make a big play there on special teams to tie the thing back up. We had so many delays tonight game starting uh, some after nine o'clock and that one probably didn't get started to uh, close to nine and that, that always affects things a little bit. You always wonder sometimes how games work out when games are delayed and how teams react may not be uh, how the game would have played out if it would have kicked off straight up at seven. But uh, that one we expected, like you said, to be good and so far it has been. And a couple of very impressive performances tonight. And you guys talked at length about Rustin and defensively, not, the, not just the fact that they won, but that they were able to force so many turnovers and really 
uh, confused a very high-powered Lafayette Christian offense the entire night and had to stave them off late because LCA made a great run at it, as you would expect them to do in that fourth quarter. Uh, but Rustin, very equal to the task tonight. Well, you know, you got to credit that first and foremost to coaching without having seen how it played out. Clearly, defensively, Rustin found some keys, some areas that uh, Juwan Johnson and that offense like to go to in the passing game. And to keep them passing because they're such a good running team, including Johnson, who's one of the best athletes recruit-wise in the country, uh, you just have to credit the Bearcats staff for having a great game plan against a team uh, that uh, was just electric. You know, they, they how many points did they put up? Nearly 60 on Jesuit, for example. Uh, that tells you how explosive they are. So uh, big win for Rustin. And these type of games, St. Thomas More in a tussle tonight, uh, Lafayette Christian, uh, you don't want necessarily your team to dominate game in, game out. You want them to be tested because you know it's going to come down to the line in a big district game and obviously in the playoffs where you got to be ready uh, to know that you can handle a tight contest slate. So coaches would like to win every game easily, but it doesn't always work out that way, and sometimes that's for the best. I think we did the best we could tonight on a very busy week four. Had a blast doing so, and we're done on the original. But for folks on 106.1 FM, Friday Night Football, Ed Daniels, Coach JT Curtis coming up next with more highlights and interviews and all that good stuff that came from another great week of Louisiana high school football. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans and at NashFM1061.com. The original was also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicates, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The original was also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Port of View Restaurant in Metairie. Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner. Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Gio's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road. By Mike Sirio's Pool Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue. By That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie. Bears Pool Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road. And Sunray Grill in Gretna. Tune in next week at 6 p.m. for the original. And now on 106.1 FM and WSLA, stay tuned for Friday Night Football from WNOL and WGNO with Ed Daniels and JT Curtis as the best prep football coverage in Louisiana continues for a sixth hour. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN, 106.1 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans.
four. four.